Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, May 20th, 6.02 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We were off last week. And uh, the opening round of Luke's Oil Pro Motocross Championships is now in the books at Hangtown. Lots to talk about, man. Plenty to get to. AC won. Roxon won. Uh, Tomac was so-so. Uh, great in one moto, not so great in the other one. Anderson, I thought, was great. The Star Yamaha guys look to be on point. Man, there is plenty of stuff to talk about tonight on the show. And uh, thanks, man. Thanks for listening. 702-586-7857. If uh, you have something on your mind that you want to talk about, we'll be taking calls all night. We're going to give some shit away as well, as we normally do on the show. And uh, jam-packed show, man. Really looking forward to this one. Ken Roxon will be on. Kenny Roxon will join us. Adam Cincerillo will join us. Christian Craig. Friend of the show, Christian Craig, will be on. Hunter Lawrence will join us as well to talk about his first race. Uh, and so, yeah, that's a really good lineup. Jason Thomas, of course, will be on a little bit. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Eagle Grit, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, and Intense Bicycles are all on board with us, as are you, 702-586-7857. Yeah, you like that? We'll talk about Chris and Heather Kiefer uh, tonight as well. Uh, Hangtown, of course, Kiefer went out with the Bullfrog Spas MCR Honda team that I was managing, so we'll get into that as well. Talk about the ups, the downs of our day in Hangtown, and uh, and much more, man. So, like I said, looking forward to tonight's show. It's jam packed, and uh, in studio with me all night long, uh, friend of the show. You know, he's number sixty-two in the program, but he's number one in your heart. He's fresh off the Hawaiian Supercross, Hep Suzuki's own Alex Ray. Hey, Ray, what up? Uh not much, Steve. Uh, we had some fun today on the mountain bikes, and you know, now we're in studio. You know, just thanks for coming by. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. Uh, Paula, this weekend for you. Yep, yep, Paula. Nationals, bro. Oh man. Oh god. Like watching it on TV, I'm like, wow, it's gnarly. Let's, yeah, let's dude, go. Yeah. Like this is like digging. Yeah, just let's digging. go. Yeah, it, uh, it, it. We'll get into that in a little bit with you for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. You're here all night. Chris Cooksey is going to join us in a little while uh, to talk a little bit about what he saw at Hangtown and everything else, uh, of course. So we're going to give away a Toxin Embargo helmet from the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, we've got a set of A-Ray Thor gear, right? We got yeah, that? Yeah, we have. Well, I mean, they're not matching, but we have a, oh, a set of matching? pants okay. and we have a jersey. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so a couple weeks ago, let's just do this off the hop. A couple weeks ago, we gave away a Justin Bogle signed jersey. Uh, from the folks at Fly Racing, and I just happened to have, of all the entries on my desk that, that didn't win Yeah, because I forgot to throw them away. Yeah. So these people that entered for the Bogle jersey, yeah, there are, one lucky guy is going to get an A-Ray set of jersey, and, and, and an A-Ray jersey. Do we, are we doing two or just no, one? No, one guy gets pants and jersey, oh, okay. and you're going to sign them, right? You're gonna all, sign right them? all right, I'm going deep. Yeah, I'll sign them. Yeah, okay. Dig it deep. 
This is the Thor Racing set of gear. Right. Race worn? Race worn? Uh, yes, race worn. What race? Uh, I don't know. Early on. Okay. All right. Like Anaheim 2, maybe. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Way to okay. just pull it out of your ass. Who's the winner? Chase Sanders. Chase Sanders, you won a set of A-Ray gear coming your way. Uh, so we just did that right at the hop. Uh, thank you, buddy. Yep. Um, E-Bike Life today? Yeah, it was nice. It was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Weather was great, right? It was. Like, I don't know. Like, we're in Vegas. You think, oh, man, it's going to be hot as balls, right? Right. So I get off the plane. I'm like, dude, it's it's yeah. kind of chilly here. So uh, so yeah, we went. You know, it's mountain been that bike. way for about a week or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird, like gloomy. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, we went so, mountain bike. You know, mountain bike life. It was good. Levo. I was I was on the intense taser. Yeah, uh, I have a Levo, of course, that they had given me, and I bought. Um, that that thing has been getting so much use. Wygant, Randy Richardson, uh, Pookie. Uh, a couple other people I think have ridden that thing, Everyone. and now you did. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's a lot different from what I'm used to. I'm used to, like, the, the more cross-country. You know, I have yeah. a specialized Epic. And, uh, and yeah, so it was it was cool to uh, to experience that, you yeah. know, the Levo. Um, yeah, and good. we, uh, for fun, we put it on the higher mode. Oh, not, yeah. Not the highest, but a middle mode. Ripping. Or ripping. Oh. <laughs> my Dude. derailleur was jacked, though. I hit a rock. Something, yeah, something yeah, you hit something. Yeah, I don't know. But, it wasn't uh, good. But, yeah, man, it was fun. It's yeah. fun. Yamaha track, dude. You got it dialed. I do. Yeah. I know that place pretty well. Yeah. But you were able to stay closer with me on the e-bike. So, yeah. No, well, yeah. I, I, these people are, like, giving me credit and, and all this about for being really good on mountain bike and all this and going fast. But dude, you're and ripping. I'm like, I'm like, like, it's it's an still e-bike. Takes, it still takes skill and effort. Even, even though you are on an e-bike, it takes skill and effort. Like, your, your heart rate's still up. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you're still working. You're still – you still – are benefiting yourself i feel yeah. like oh, even yeah. if no, you for are sure. on an electric bicycle yeah no I, I agree with that yeah it, it, my heart rate's still up there there's no doubt so oh, yeah uh alex ray's appearance on the show tonight brought to you by roost mx roostmx.net uh jacob hayes brandon hartraff riding underneath their truck as well as uh that japanese guy um in the duty class is also riding for them i forget his uh is that oh, watanabe what, watanabe oh this is 450 250s yoshiki what is his number 110 yeah 110. I think. Yo, yo, uh, Yoshiki Watanabe? Watanabe, yeah. Watanabe, yeah. yeah. Watanabe. Uh, also riding for the folks at Roost MX. Uh, they have a whole Pulp Nation section on their website, roostmx.net. Use the code Pulp Nation to save with those guys. Uh, custom graphics, custom uh, 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 T-shirts, uh, numbers, whatever they want. They can hats, do it too. For, for, my, dad, hats. Yep. my dad has a 62 A-Ray hat. It's pretty cool. He right. made it himself. They can, they can yeah. do anything they want there. Cool. Roostmx.net. Yeah, Roostmx. Yeah, Roostmx made it. Uh, so, yeah, you can get anything. You, you, you can get a A-Ray and Mathis a hat if you want, um, whatever it is. So thanks to Roostmx. Uh, of course, you rode for these guys last year. So, yes, I did. Uh, you enjoyed your time there at Cycle Trader Yamaha, and now you're on Hep Suzuki. Are you riding for Hep this weekend? Uh, well, they're letting me use the race bike. Okay, so sort of you are. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, I'm borrowing one of the mechanics. Uh, I'm using the race bike. Okay. And uh, all the same sponsors, everything. They're helping me out um, a ton. You know, like yeah. I, was, I was actually pretty surprised. You know, they didn't have to do that, but they went out of their way to uh, to help me out for this weekend. So will, I'm beyond grateful. Will you be back for 2020 with Hep Suzuki? Uh, it's still up in the air. I hope so. Have they um, said anything to you? Not much. Ooh. Not much. Well, that's not good. I mean, th- I mean, there's there's like a few things like that we've been doing. I'm obviously riding Monster Cup for them. Okay, so um, yeah, so that's, that's and then you know I'm in California. They're in California, so I'm gonna help them like sort of develop the bike for for next year's Supercross. No, 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 no. We, we don't develop the bike until we have a deal. Well, I, I'm a nice that's guy. That's what we do. Okay, well, no, no, we don't do development for other riders unless we have a contract. Well, so I, I call have... pipes right now if you want, and we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll hash this out. But we're not doing that. 
We're just going to develop. The, we're not going to develop a bike for for a guy that we don't have to race against possibly in in 2020. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm beyond grateful for the opportunity they give me That's this fine. year. And I would be tickled to death, and I hope that I would get another chance. They need to, to bring back the same team. Seven Deuce Deuce, Chiz, and you. Good it was team. like family over there, man. Good it team. Was, it was amazing. Did well. Yeah. Chiz is Chiz. Let's not talk about Chiz. Okay. We're not going to talk about Chiz. <laughs> you got him in Hawaii, though. I did. I got him. He said something about how he got me in the overall. but No, I don't you got he, him in yeah, the overall. Yeah, I got him in the overall. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Yeah, suck it, Chiz. Yeah. I know. I, <laughs> I've been soaking it up ever since. You got him one time out of out of 18 races, but yeah, go ahead. No, twice. Yeah, twice. twice. That's right. Yeah. Well, and three times you count the one that he didn't qualify at. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Boom. Um, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, bring that bring that same team back. That'll be fantastic. Uh, over there in the corner, producing the show, holding things down. He's back in. Travis Marks. You say back in like I was not in. Well, Prior? we were off last week, so no. I guess that's more what I was thinking. I'm always in. Mark's dog. How's the, how's the CRF prep going, bro? <laughs> it's good. It's good. Did you see that that uh, my shaft? Yeah, yeah, your shaft. You whoa, saw whoa, my shaft. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. whoa. <laughs> your shaft is bent. Oh, uh, crooked cane over here. My shaft is bent, but oh, uh, I'm gonna have a straight shaft soon. Folks at Race Tech dialing you in. Yeah, we found out my shock shaft was a little bent. Oof. Uh, pro- presumably from dune gooning it, dune gooning it, yeah. hitting all the spots, huh? So who, so who Dude, knows this bike long. is just fucking like one <laughs> thing after another. I got it together. Uh, my wheels broke. I got oh, my no, wheels. It's a oh, lemon. It's a shot. lemon, dude. You just need yeah. to throw that thing away and get a new one. Start dude. over. No, we're gonna ride it, and we're gonna. Uh... Well, Western has an all new layout, bro. I went out last week. Brand new layout. They they combined the two tracks, built some new jumps and everything. Oh man, there's a big triple there, and I'm uh, and I'm not. Uh, I don't is, want- it, is it mainly tabletops or they got doubles? No, too? they got doubles and stuff. Okay. But they got a triple there that I watched a guy do, and I'm like, I don't look that hard. Mm. It doesn't look that hard. I didn't do it. How big is it? I mean, dude, it's got to be. Compared to the finish line at Milestone, how big is it? Oh, it's uh, it's bigger than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I didn't do that. I didn't jump that thing at, at Milestone. I don't know why. I don't know either, dude. I can't. Is it still bothering you? you yeah, need to, you, yeah. You need to come back for I'm redemption. Not, I'm not good with the freaking blind jumps and all that. Yeah. You know? mm. I'll show you how to do it. But I worry. almost. Like Bubba Polly in Hawaii, blind jumps. Oh, free. Yeah. <laughs> How's Bubba doing? Is he okay? I think he's all good. He's back home. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God, that was scary. Yeah, he knocked his dick loose pretty good. So three laps into the very first practice probably, right? Yeah. Three or four laps into the very first yeah. practice. Oh, boy. Mm. So, um, all right, great show tonight. Roxon is on, AC's on, uh, Christian Craig, yeah. Connor Lawrence. We've got a jam-packed show. Jam-packed show. We've got lots to talk about. Are we on Facebook yet? Are we, are we good? Yes. All yeah. right, what's up, Racer X Facebook, everybody? Hi, how are you? Uh, thanks for tuning in and watching. Appreciate that. Uh, do you see the stat today about Ben LeMay? No. He has the most uh, starts in the 450 class out of any non-injured rider right now. So I don't know who's injured that would pass him, but he has 83 starts. Damn. In 450 class, which is the most out of anybody. I can't believe that. Yeah, he's good, a badass. Good he's, job for Ben LeMay. But the reason I bring yeah. up Ben LeMay is he uses Firepower Chains, firepowerparts.com. Go there, check him out. Power past your overpriced OEM battery. The fire You don't need a battery, so you just tune out during this segment. Okay, yeah, I don't right, need a battery. Right. <laughs> As a leader innovator with 50 years of experience in power sports, Firepower premium lead acid and lithium batteries save you cash and offer a superior performance. Uh, spending $500 for an OEM lithium battery, don't do that. Do not go and order the stock battery from Yamaha or Honda or Cowie or KTM. Forget it. Spend at least 120 bucks and get more cranky power with Firepower Featherweight Lithium Batteries. 
and a two-year warranty. Japanese quality chain, 50% less expensive than the competition, but still the same quality, and that is made over in uh, in Japan. And Ben LeMay running Firepower, and uh, yeah, somehow he has the most starts out of any non-injured 450 rider. I I didn't know how that happened. That that really creep that really creeped up to me, creeped up on me. So that's that's a gnarly stat. Yeah, it is. Uh, um. All right, so let's get into this thing a little bit. Uh, by the way, um, well, let's go. Rainy Yellow, what's up? What's happening today? I just wanted to say real quick, uh, where was Travis on Friday? Travis? He doesn't go to Northern California races. Oh, that's a bummer. I was looking forward to, uh, to seeing Travis. But um, real quick, the, the state markers at the Nationals, the Cherubis thing? Yep. Those are probably the... Worst looking, uh, you know, thing I've ever seen. That thing's basically waiting to stab someone. They fold over. They oh, fold. Do they? Yeah, they fold over pretty easy, huh? Yeah, yeah, they, I, yeah. You can you can just run over those things. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good. Now the big ones. Those, oh, the the like yeah, the, the, the construction big, style yeah, the ones. Big ass yeah. construction. Yeah, yeah. No, those those things hurt if you hit them with the front brake or a clutch lever. Mm-hmm. Now those things those right. things right. take a little bit more to move. But so um yeah. No, I just wanted to say uh, I was going to check in with you and Kiefer. Uh, shoot, it might have been after or during the second 250 moto. Woo, you guys are about loaded up and gone. Yeah, we had to take the tent down, man. We had to get those guys out of there. Cooler had to go. So uh, yeah. that's what um, happens when you don't make the motos. You tear the tent down in shame. Yep. It's like the, it's like the walk yeah. of shame for a chick oh. when you tear the tent down. Oh, yeah. While everybody's still going. <laughs> so uh, thanks for coming out to the Friday show at Works Connection. Raining yellow. Thank yes, you. no, I was going to say, appreciate it, and you guys have a good show. Thanks, man, appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming out. If you did the Works Connection show that before Hangtown, it's on the archives now. So Kiefer, uh, myself, and Wygant, and uh, Osborne came out, Zach Osborne. So. His, drive, his drive to the show sounded fun. Absolutely just amazing how he was, like, drinking and or something. What? Or, was that raining yellow? He said, "Oh, raining yellows." I thought you meant Osborne. Yeah, oh, raining no. yellows. Yeah, raining yeah. yellows. Yeah, sounded fantastic. <laughs> um, hey, so Hangtown this weekend. Um, what's give our listeners what it, an idea of what it's like to race? Go from Vegas, week off, seventeen races, eighteen weeks, four months of prep before then, and you go into an outdoor national. Now, I mean, it's it's been a little bit different for me uh, because usually, like, say. Last year right. or the year before last, I had a super – and this year, I have Supercross-only contract. They don't want me riding outdoors. They right. want me to ride Supercross, focus on Supercross, finish the season strong. So pretty much you have two weeks to get suspension done, you know, like figure out your bike situation if you have to give the bikes back or if you don't, uh, you know, different gear deals, all that stuff. Yeah. Like if you're doing it on your own, it's it's pretty stressful. I mean more as a rider on the track. Like okay, it's, well, yeah. now it's a higher pace, a rougher track, gnarlier. Like, you're out there. Like, you're, okay, all right, well, I have outdoors in two weeks. I need to start doing some 30-minute motos. So you're out there. You're doing your motos. And, like, hell, you feel like you've done 100 laps. And you look down <laughs> on your watch. And you're like, all right, I'm at 23 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, damn. Like, I feel like I've been out here for a while, you right. know. And then you got to do that twice yep. or how whatever your program is that day. You know, it takes – it takes a few weeks to get into the flow of that, and and once once you start clicking off a few days like that, I mean you're usually pretty good. Do you but do you do you do two thirties in a in a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yep. usually do fifteen minute warm up, and yep. then a sight lap, and then you'll do your thirty, and then chill for a little bit, have a snack, sight lap, yep. 
do another 30. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but just the sensation of a rider when you're you've been dude. riding supercross and all of a sudden now you are hauling ass up a hill, fifth coming down a hill, coming down a hill, wide open. I mean, supercross it's all like sort of enclosed. You know, you're second, third gear. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, you had got to hit some whoops that are pretty sketchy, but for the most part, like you're pretty like in control, flowy, yeah. everything outdoors. You're freaking like. To the stop, elbow to the knee, yeah. freaking wide open down a straightaway. You got breaking bumps, you got ruts, you got kickers everywhere, you got, you know, dudes flying everywhere, all kinds <laughs> of just sh- chaos and shit every lap. Like chaos and shit every lap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, it's, it's a little bit to get used to, but like, I don't know. A lot of people get like the sort of a jump start on it, but yeah. I mean, for you last year, it was like, were you, yeah, you skipped Hangtown. You were with Yamaha before mm-hmm. Hangtown, though, right? Yes. Like, and, and, but the, they said, hey, like, we're not going to Hangtown. We're yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, hey, we'll give you an extra week on the bike. You know, right. we'll get used to things. Yeah. But still, that first Glen Helen moto for you was probably a, such a shock to the system. They're like, they come back, they plug the bike in. You know, we look at the data like, dude, you need to get this thing out of second gear. Like, come on, bro. Like, there's it's red all the way around the track. Like, you need to shift up. You're losing... I forgot how many horsepower. It was like 15 horsepower to going down Talladega for me to Barsha because I wasn't shifting. He was shifting up to like eighth gear, and I'm over here in third. <laughs> but he, but his rep is that he doesn't shift enough. No, and he, he clutches he the shit out of it. He, no, he shifts. He does. I look. I see the data. Yeah. But he just revs it in the air, so it doesn't really seem like that. Right. But um. Uh. So it's it's a big deal. It is. Like, yeah. It's a big adjustment. It, it's a pretty big adjustment. I don't think a lot of people realize, but. It's it's a big it's pretty big like when I mean if you seen the track this weekend I mean right. how many supercrosses do you see that are like that I mean yeah. well honestly coming down some of those hills that look like their breaking bumps were rhythm sections yeah right. I mean geez um yeah it, it's it's pretty gnarly and yeah. and when you win an outdoor title like twenty four motos you're a bad dude like yeah. you do you are a bad dude yeah yeah you're right there's no other way to put it I mean you, nah, you you're it's amazing. Yeah, you're like Ivan Drago or Rocky or like the gnarliest dude ever. Right, right. Um, Animal. Okay, so uh, you saw you watched Hangtown. Um, yeah. What surprised you? What jumped out at you? Like, I mean, off the top of your head, I mean, I we'll have we'll have Kenny on here in a little bit, but I mean, it was a it was overcast and rainy the second moto, but I was surprised at Kenny because he's talked about this illness he has or this issue he's got going on, this physical issue that's been dragging him down, and so he rode amazing when he qualified fastest. I'm like, oh boy, because he never qualifies fastest, or very rarely. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this could be that. You know, he's already got yeah. two motocross titles to his name, um, so that stuck out for me. Um, AC rebounding from Vegas, I didn't know which way he'd go. See that that's what surprised me the most. Like, I mean, he pretty much came out swinging. You know, I mean, obviously um, Justin Cooper got got the win the first moto, but yeah. I feel like he sort of did that last year. He came out and he almost he. How I forgot how long he led for. Yeah, a while. Moto. Yep. Yeah, he led for a while. Yep. I mean, he got it done this year. That was great. But I feel like he did that last year. But for AC to to overcome what he over to what yeah. you know, overcame what happened and then yep. and then to back it up and go two one, I think it was. Yeah, I feel like that's what stuck out for me the most. Yep. And he rode really really well in the mud. Um, he was gone. 18, yeah, he was eighteen gone. seconds at yeah. one point. Yeah, I mean, he just looked good. I mean, he right. looked like. I mean, he made a few mistakes, but everyone was making mistakes. Like, I mean, but yep. he was—he looked like he was like above everyone out there right. to, to me. Um, and I think Anderson surprised me. 
He went after Webb. He got passed by Tomac in the first he moto. He was racy. Dude, like, and he then he just good. went back back by those guys. Yeah. Like, it looked like he he sort of, like, he got into a flow, and he, he was racy the whole time. Like, I yep. mean, it looked like he found some good lines, and he was going for it for sure. Can he win? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think he, I think he wins yeah. if he races for sure. Uh, if he if he he did his starts weren't as good. I don't think. I feel like if he would have started like you know two three one two, uh-huh. I feel like he would have he would have been up there. I think the um, the second moto for him wasn't great. He still but he still got well, fifth. I mean he but he but he's from New Mexico, so the, that that mud and stuff that's not for him. You know that's not his ideal ideal riding. Yeah, I guess he started up front, but I mean, but still like. Uh-huh. I think I think he did. From what I mean, he broke his arm pretty bad. I feel like I mean yeah. I think the bone was out of the skin. Yeah. So, I mean, he's had what a month on the bike. No one's seen him. He's been under the radar, and to come out and do that, I think you know it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I I I think so too. I think Anderson was a great big surprise. Osborne was flying in the second moto. He came from way back all the good way up, the dude. Yeah, good he was in the really mud. good. Really good in the mud. How much do you? Um, we did my, myself and Wygan and JT did our review pod this morning for Racer X, and I said on there, like that second moto, that was a mutter. It was yeah. raining, mm-hmm. and it was mutter, and so I'm not going to make. Well, I'm not going to make a lot of judgments off, judgments off the first national, anyways, because it's weird things happen. Yeah, and I'm also going to not make any judgments for that second moto in the mud. Now Osborne was great, and he looks great. The first moto was good for him too. He caught Eli from a ways back, mm-hmm. passed him, fell over. Eli got him back. So I'm not necessarily talking about Osborne here, but. I'm almost writing off those second motos. They were so sloppy and muddy. As far as like saying, oh, this guy's good or this guy's not or whatever. Do you agree? I mean, yeah, but I feel like you got to kind of be good in everything. I mean, it's 12, 12 race series. I mean, yeah. mud's going to be a part of it. Yeah. I guess. So, I mean, yeah. you got to. Yeah, those points play count. It. They yeah, still the count. Points, in yeah, the points yeah. count. Right. But I, I see what you're saying. But, uh, but, I mean, everybody had to race it, I feel like. Okay. All right. Uh, Alex Ray in studio from Hep Suzuki here. Uh, let's go to Mitch on line one. Mitch, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, pretty good, Steve. Love the show. Thank you. What's up? Great. Oh, nothing. Well, I was watching Hangtown, and uh, I was looking, uh, you know, they got some pretty good, looked like they had some pretty good elevation changes. I was wondering if you were familiar with an old track in the 70s in New York, uh, Zor Valley, that was on a ski resort. No, I'm not. No, I, I no, no idea. <laughs> I, how would I know that, right? I, I don't. I mean, well, I don't know. It was never a national or anything, and I'm from Win- Manitoba. No, so, well, you know? Canada. Well, no, yeah, I guess you're way, way there. But yeah, the thing was on a ski resort, and yep. the thing was like straight up on the side of a mountain. It was pretty wild there. Um. Okay. All right. Um. Cool. Thanks for the call, man. <laughs> okay. All right, Appreciate bye. it. Thanks. Cool story, Mitch. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to this race. Um. Muscan had pra- crashed in practice, so he didn't have a great day. He mentioned that it kind of threw him off a little bit. He was okay. Second moto, we hole shot and uh, hung on decently. Um, Justin Cooper, I don't. I was surprised by Colt Nichols too. Like Colt Nichols, outdoor guy, maybe. He's good. I mean, I mean, he's just solid all the way around. I feel like. I mean, whenever he's healthy, yeah, he's he's fast. I mean, yeah. smooth. His and, style and he's in shape, is just, right. Oh, he's got yeah. good style, yeah, dude. His yeah. style, he, like you can watch him ride all day, right. But were you surprised at that or no? Was that – I mean, you beat Ferrandez. I mean, yeah, I was a little bit surprised that he beat Ferrandez. Right. I mean, given the – I mean, Ferrandez is – he's from France. I mean, like, shouldn't he be good in the mud? Well, I he mean, was good. He I was mean, good, but yeah. he wasn't great, right. I feel like. I right. mean, like, Amar dropped him. Right. Amar, troll train. Troll train. Troll train. 
His balance is so good in the mud, though. Who? Little, little guy, oh, Alex. Troll Train? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, Troll Train got the first podium for Suzuki in 250 class since 2013. Anderson at Millville. Damn. Yeah. Six years. Six he, years. He's just breaking records. Yeah. Over there. Yeah, six years. So I, What I mentioned to you earlier is you should go double or nothing with Mitch for outdoor season. There's no way Mitch is going to take that. I mean, Troll no, Train no, and no, Davalos. No, no one would take that. No one would take that bet. And no one would take the Supercross bet except for me, apparently. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so, Roxon dominates. Didn't win the second moto, but, dude, pretty good. He was uh, good. Um, he's won two of these before. I'm just on the side, and we'll talk to him about it, but I'm on the side, A-Ray, like, and I'm only going off what he says publicly. Like, I don't know privately kind of what's going on, but publicly, he says he doesn't know what's wrong, and he doesn't feel himself 100%, and we can watch him in Supercross most weekends, especially the second half of the year, not himself. Maybe he was just pounding 30s all all winter, getting ready for outdoors, and he was just tired on the weekends. That's what it was? Maybe. You never know. But what I'm saying is, as good as he was this weekend, he's got the red plate and all that, I can't take him as a title threat until he tells me that he's 100%. And even yeah. this weekend I asked him, what about this this illness or what about your physically? And he said, surprisingly, I feel fine. Like even he didn't say like, oh, we fixed it or, or oh, I'm good or anything. He just said, I felt fine. I felt fine today. That's so, weird. That's super weird. Are like, you with me on that though? When yeah, it gets I'm hot with you. And when it gets hot and it gets bad, like dude. Because it was chilly that day. Like it, it wasn't like super, like hot as balls, was it? I mean, it was raining, obviously. Well, yeah, so. no, it was overcast. It was raining. So yeah, I, I, I can't. He wrote amazing, mm-hmm. but he just said he felt good that day when he woke up. Otherwise, I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. You give me 100% Kenny, yeah, he can absolutely win this title. He's amazing outdoors. Yeah. Do you think he doesn't catch – do you think he catches Tomac if he knew that Tomac was second first moto and went 2-1? Or do you think he knew he had the overall and he just well, went back down? Tomac passed him in the second moto. Oh, he did? Yeah, Kenny had the lead. And Kenny had the lead, and then Tomac. I and probably most everybody else was like, okay, he's gone. Because in the mud and everything else. And credit to Eli. Eli found some lines and uh, passed them and, and pulled away a little bit. Um, and then Kenny said he made a big mistake later in the race and you know gave up some seconds. But So credit to Tomac for doing that. Now, had he known, like you said, if Tomac got second in the first moto? Yeah. I, I mean, that's, part of me thinks that Kenny would have backed it, did back it down a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, not full credit to Tomac for the moto win, but I'm saying part of me thinks that Kenny probably had another gear if he'd known he needed a Tomac. Yeah, I feel like he had maybe a little bit more in him, right? You know, for a second moto, yep. but I mean, hey, he still won the overall. Yeah, he's big dog right now. Oh, he's yeah. got the red plate. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, what else stood out for you that that we that we didn't talk about yet? Um, the track, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the track, bro. Like it's so bad. Oh my gosh, seeing dudes doing knack knacks and Superman's yeah. going through ruts and stuff like that, dude. The track was. Harley, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, I feel like that's how Hangtown usually is. I mean, they put that rice hole shit in the yeah. dirt. Well, they, it, it was pretty hard packed because I think they knew the rain was coming. Yeah, so they didn't disc it and till it up as normal. But but man, once that rain came, you could sort of tell where I feel like they put some of that stuff because yeah. it was asshole deep. Right, man. Like going up well, that hill, it felt like it was like a whole run. When we have our guests up. on tonight, because you've raced against all these guys, Oof. ask them about the track. I'm Jump in them. and ask them. I want to ask them. Yeah. Oof. Oh, sh- what was the um, sketchiest part? Uh, Pulp Mex app available on the App Store. Don't forget that. Amazon as well. If you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, click on the Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. It takes you to Amazon. You can make your purchase for uh, something for your your dog like J-Bone or, 
You get J-Bone anything lately? Anything? Any, any I need gifts? I need to get him uh, a few things from okay. Amazon. I okay. think I need to get him one of those things in the back seat, you know, that, that keeps him back there, or like a seat belt. Oh, Cause, really? Because the seat belt up front, it doesn't really hold him in there. Yeah, you know? okay. Then does he jump? If you put him in the back seat, does he jump to the front? Yeah, he jumps in the front. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, get get J-Bone. Get your dog something like A-Ray. Use the Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. We get a small slice of that. Patreon as well. We just give away a set of Osborne gear to uh, lucky Patreon people. You got early access to podcasts. You get a free T-shirt on Patreon uh, at a certain level of donation. So please check them out. Uh, if you want to support the Pulpamex network some more, please check out uh, patreon.com. Also, uh, Shifting Gears, uh, speaking of Os- Osborne, Shifting Gears, Osborne's podcast, Talon Volan coming out, I think, tomorrow. So, um, yeah, uh, Zach Osborne's been digging this digging this stuff. So, uh, really good on that. Oh, by the way, Intense Cycles, I went out today uh, with A-Ray. If you want uh, a bicycle from IntenseCycles.com, we have a code. PulpMX10 is the code to save. You can uh, order yourself a bicycle, just like uh, Robbie did. Uh, Randy's buddy, so uh, you can do that. Order, order an intense bicycle and uh, and save with, with, with the Pulp Mex code. So, uh, I know you're a specialized guy, but if you know you want intense, you can. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, hey man, get, they, get they have a cool look to them. That's for sure. Uh, EVS Sports. Over the last thirty years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation technology. When it comes to designing gear for today's motocross racers, riders like Hampshire Hill, oh Hill, oh Hill, twenty first overall. Travis Pastrana, all wear EVS, whether they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Check out EVSSports.com. Use the code PULP19 to save on EVSSports.com and anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. EVS Sports, we are protection. You'll probably use EVS. It's yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah, has. Sure. Um, what you Last use? year, a cycle trader. Oh. Yeah, EVS Sports, bro. What'd you socks. use? Socks. Oh, socks. The socks are good. Oh, the knee, knee brace socks. Knee brace socks oh, are okay. good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, good to hear. So EVS Sports is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. This man made his return to the Nationals. He got a 10th overall in the 250 class. He's Christian Craig, friend of the show. What's up, Craig? How are you, man? Oh, not much. Is this Steve Mathis, the team manager? Yes, this is Steve Mathis, the team oh. manager. Uh, I, I, man. Let me tell you. It's, awesome. It's, it's, uh, I'm, gonna do, I'm doing it this weekend also for Kiefer Apollo. Dude, it's, it's, like, it's not a lot of work because you're not, you know I mean, you're not, it's not manual work, but like you, I just watched Kiefer in practice. That's it. I can't watch anybody else. I can't go around and check on teams, you know, and everything. Like, it's it's a real dedicated, real dedication needed for, to be a manager. Oh, I bet. I bet. But you know? I know you took it serious. You mean you showed up late on Friday, right? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, and I did show up late on Friday. Yeah. Didn't help set up or anything. I, I mean. <laughs> Thanks. Taking it real serious. You're doing good. Well, hey, listen, I had a. I had a moral dilemma on on my hand in the in the on Saturday because, as you know, Kiefer didn't make the motos, and yeah. Cooler and Aaron from the Bullfrogs boss team they're tearing down a little bit, and I want to go watch your first moto, Christian. I, I it's time, and I'm like, okay, now I got to switch into media guy mode because that's what I how I make my money. That's yeah. what I get paid for. But these two guys set the whole thing up by themselves, and now they're tearing it down. And I'm like, I can't let them do that. Like, first of all, when I was a mechanic, I hated tearing down and setting up a tent that's the worst job ever oh i bet yeah and so if i were to just go like hey guys see you later i mean that's a dick move right so oh for sure i had to tear help tear down and the whole thing with those guys and i missed all of your moto and most of the first 450 moto i had to rewatch it on tv of course but but oh, uh, I'm, I'm proud of you for for doing that thank you Good. i appreciate it um <laughs> we were out today a ray and i uh mountain biking out here same trail same loop i took you on so you guys? Nice. You came did, up you, did your hands almost blow off A-Ray with all the rocks? Dude, I don't know. Like, 
I used the wrong tire pressure or something. I was my front end was washing out everywhere. No, that's just that's just life oh, on the yeah. trail, dude. That trail is the rockiest thing ever. I don't know, dude. <laughs> you can, there's no traction. Yeah. I don't know, Steve. You somehow find traction where it's my way. It's my way. You're like straight as an arrow, and you can like bob and weave through all those rocks. I'm hitting every single one of the rocks, all the jagged edges, <laughs> everything. I feel like I'm about to pop the tire. I don't understand how he does it, but. It's my weight, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I told you, Steve. That's what I was. That's what I was telling him last time I was there. Dude, he's just on another level. He's that's just on, he he's on like, another level. Honestly, he should come <laughs> race over the hump on the Scott he's got in in the in the shop. Bring it, bring it. <laughs> Can we talk about that, by the way? All right. No, we cannot talk about over the hump, dude. No. Do you know who beat A Ray at this mountain bike race last I week? Think I, I think I heard. Ah, uh, dude. <laughs> come M- on, guys. I mean, M- Mookie Stewart, Malcolm Stewart beat you. Yeah. Now look. We love Mookie, but he's just coming off a five-month injury. He's been training for five months. He's had that the thing's r- been healed for oh, really? at least oh, oh, three. Oh, he's been playing possum then? Oh, yeah, he's been – yeah, he's laying over. But he's that's what, that's what he's doing. So, just off the couch, Malcolm comes Not out. Not off the couch. He's been training with Swanepoel the whole time. I don't know. What are you talking about? He's I don't know. He's, he's in good shape right now. Christian, I was pretty surprised. I don't know. I mean – I mean, A-Ray just got a fresh new road bike. You should be in the best shape of your life right now. I just got back from Hawaii. I just got back from Hawaii. Oh, oh now that's now, – now. I just got back from Hawaii. Over. Yeah, too many Mai Tais in Hawaii. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's what it was. That's um, what it was. That's what it was. Um, hey, well, let's get into, into your race, Christian. So I saw you after the second moto, and I – you know, it was miserable, mutter, pouring rain, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking to myself that you would be like, oh, F my life, like – you know, the nationals and all of that. And I went up to you and you were like, I had fun, dude. Like you legitimately had a smile oh, yeah. on your face. You, you enjoyed that 10th place. I did, but I didn't like, obviously I want to be better in 10th place, but I just enjoyed being back healthy. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. That's what, I, yeah, that's like, what I mean. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's been since Geneva Supercross in November that I've raced healthy. So, I mean, talk about like a long road of just, yeah beat myself up pretty much in two surgeries and then finally getting the lineup this last weekend. It was more of just like finishing the motos and then, you know, whatever happened and yeah. results happened. I didn't really care. It was like, I just want to give it my all. You know, I was happy to come out with the 10th place, but I mean, obviously I have a lot more left. I mean, I would like to go for a top five, but I mean, all these guys are coming off Supercross, so it's hard to uh, just jump right in. Yeah, I don't think I you should like beat yourself up. No, yeah. No, I felt like a rookie in the first moto. I just made so many mistakes. I crashed twice, and I'm <laughs> like, oh, like, you know, after not racing for so long, you just forget about the intensity. So, yep. um, I, mean, I, I mean, I got used to it, and then I had fun in the mud, actually. So, uh, it was a good time, but yeah. I'm looking forward to, you know, the next couple races so yeah i just thought i just thought you'd be like oh god like these things suck i forgot about them i got mud jammed up my ass i got mud everywhere but you were like yeah you were like ah and i think it's like you said it's just an appreciation of racing a dirt bike again healthy you know it's just a happy to be out there oh for sure and like i said the just how many injuries i've had right and i mean i've missed the last two outdoor nationals like our series so like last year, I didn't even I raced two rounds and that was it. Wait, so, yeah, you got hurt at Glen Helen, I mean, right? Yeah. So yep. it's like I haven't really got to race outdoor series since 2015. So it's, I mean, this is like Jeez. exciting for me still. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to be out there. That's uh, my my biggest thing. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought, and I thought again, like to me, with all with your lack of seat time and and even more so in the lack of nationals, like I I would take that result for you and just build on that. That's there's nothing wrong, nothing to be mad about that that result to me, anyways. If I was, 
if I was Dan Bentley or, or yeah. you know, or anybody. Like so, um, hey Ray, you want to ask him about the track? Yeah, like I mean, dude, how gnarly was it? <laughs> I mean, like it looked like it was just like rhythm sections coming down the hills. It looked like there was ruts, kickers, just everything everywhere. I mean, two lines forming into one, just. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it was mainly the downhills which scared the crap out of me. Like, I would come off the step down and I'm like, alright, here we go. You basically close your eyes and you just hope that you stay straight in a rut. Uh, but, I mean, I've raced Hangtown three, four years in a row and I mean, it always ends up being so gnarly, but then you add the rain. Yeah. Um, and that just made it slippery. Like, it didn't even make it deep. It just made it slippery, like, <laughs> and, and icy around the rut. So it made it just so difficult, but um, I mean, you can only get so pissed or like about rain or whatever. You can't do anything about it. So I was like, you know what? Just, just have fun out there. It's like it's a dirt bike. So what it's made to do is be in the mud or dirt. So yeah, you know, I had a blast. And Christians, um, he he's got one of those styles that you can just like watch for days. It looks like he's. I mean, obviously for him, he's out there like feels like he's trying. But whenever you watch him, it looks kind of like Chris, he's effortless. Uh, Christian, you're probably tired of people telling you that by now. <sighs> no, I'm tired of people telling me about the 450 thing. Oh, that's me. That's me. That's all Steve. No, that's everybody. Like, at least once a day I get that, like on Instagram or somebody at the track. Dude. When are we going to see you on a 450? I'm like, I'm contracted to race a 250. That's I know, but you got to get a better agent or something, or you got to ride 450s for Geico. Or I don't know, bro. Like, no. dude, you, 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 you're too smart and too old for the mentality that these stupid idiot kids have in 250 class, okay? And then you're easy on a bike, you're you're fluid, you're you're you 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 ride really smooth, and that's all great on a 450. To me, those are the two reasons why I think that way. So that's all. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their opinion, right. but I right. mean, obviously, I've done good on the 450, and I've good, done good on 250. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'm contracted to race 250, so, so I can't really right. do anything about it right now. Let's talk about your man friend McAdoo. So ram it. Oh, yeah. yeah, ram it. He uh, he shadowed you, bro. It was it was like Don Maeda. He was shadowing you everywhere I went. I saw everywhere you went. I saw him. Well, he was actually my bus driver. I hired him for the weekend. No way! Did you really? I got a, <laughs> I got a motor home. I got a motor home for these first two rounds, and he was like, "Hey, can I come with?" And I'm like, "All right, let's do it." Yeah. So me and him uh, made the road trip up, and I mean, it was awesome. Like I've been helping him at the track, and so yep. he wanted to help me. Um, he cooked breakfast, cooked me lunch in between motos. Wow, like, he's like a chef too. All right, man, McAdoo's like a chef. He, oh, he is. He killed yeah. it. Like his breakfast, his breakfast was next level. So yeah, he I mean, can I'm, cook. Like, Dude, my, he's like a nutritionist. I might need to have him on uh, at Paula. <laughs> he's like a full nutritionist. Like he's got he's got everything like right. in his head. He knows how many right. calories a freaking egg has and all this stuff. Like he's calculated to the max. So he's like perfect dude for the job. I. I what I like about McAdoo is that, so I talked to J-Bone, not your dog, but oh, the real J-Bone. Oh, okay. And J-Bone uh, said that, yeah, if they have an injury, McAdoo's on the team. I know he's talked to Mitch, and Mitch has told him, like, hey, if we have an injury, we can put you on. And I'm sure the Geico guys have been like, you know, hey, you, if so, we have an injury. Boom. I told McAdoo, like, dude, you, you've got a lot of leverage right here. You could, if, <laughs> if a couple guys get hurt, you can start playing these teams against each other. So everyone's looking at McAdoo right now, Craig, for a fill-in ride. Everyone's just circling around. I know, and then – yeah, he went in Vegas and killed it, so that even helped him even more. So yep. I was like, just make sure your phone's on, on a, like you can hear your phone ring, so <laughs> wait for that call. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I know it's going to come up. I told him, you know, within the first couple of rounds, yeah. he's going to pop up for him. No. But if not, then next, have a deal for next year. Do you think it's up. taken him this long to get over the Ramit straight rhythm debacle we had, and that's what the problem has been for him, maybe? <laughs> it, it finally took the Vegas Supercross for all of that to wear off. <laughs> 
I don't know, but I mean, he said he still hears Ramit all the time. I know, so dude. He'll never, he'll it's, never let that one go. Yeah, it's, it's not good, right? Power of pull. <laughs> Power. He of still pull. has his Ramit moments. I mean, he does. He has dude. Those moments. I just got to keep him in check, dude. Dude, the guy sitting across from the table right now, we know he has his moments. We all know that, and I've said. That McAdoo reminds me of like a little Alex Ray in the 250 class because sometimes oh, yeah, the heart yeah. goes, the heart has an, has something that the brain and the body cannot pull off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I mean Christian, you're obviously like the man in the whoops. I mean you can come around the corner, hold it wide open or whatever, and just hit the whoops no matter how big they are. McAdoo does that too, but I feel like sometimes his eyes are closed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You can ask anybody at the shop. They're like. They all close one eye when McAdoo comes in the whoops. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, here yeah. he goes. You know, it's, he's going to send it every lap. He's not going to change anything. He's like, all right, here we go. And just hope for the best. I was talking but to Brayton about it. Working, oh, go ahead. He's been working a lot on technique. So, yeah. Um, he's getting better. No. You know, you, it's pretty cool to see. You'd how rather much, have how much a better he's gotten. Yeah. You'd rather have a guy that is, does that and then can refine it and bring it back a little bit than yeah. the other way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Some guy that just comes around yeah. the corner and sees a set of whoops and right. just slams on the brakes. Freaks out. Yeah. Um, you can't. Brayton, yeah. Brayton told me one time, he's like, can you believe he doesn't think he's sketchy? <laughs> he gets all mad. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't know, man. I mean, because I've seen it too, because I was on, uh, I mean, we rode the Suzuki track, and it's right above the Honda yeah. track. So whenever we were taking our break, we would go down and walk, we, right. we would just like watch the Honda guys over there. I see McAdoo around that corner for them big whoops, and man, he just hold it hand, yeah. like, hold oh. that handful, and just send it. Like, I'm um, like yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey so him. so for you, uh, Christian, uh, you got the motorhome and everything else, but that's not going east or nothing. This is just a two-race deal. Like You're not traveling with that, are you? Yeah, yeah. I lined it up just to have oh, two races. Okay. And then it's well, nice in between races, like in between motos to have like a shower and then yep. a little place to relax. So it's um, pretty cool. It all depends on if McAdoo gets a fill-in or not. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I told him, I'm like, you're for hire, man. I mean, I, I can get you for the rest of the season. <laughs> is is Arma back? Like, McGrath and Nick are involved in this or something? What's going on with Arma? What, what is, uh, I'm not – I don't know, like, a whole ton of information. I just know that Nick, Way, and, and McGrath are involved. Uh, a couple other people that I know, uh, they came to me with like, hey, we got a motorhome you can, you can take and – um, oh, okay. You know, obviously Sweet. it was it had the arm all over it, and I just I ran a little sticker on my helmet. Right. The stuff is is some, it's good tasting and good quality, so um, you know I'm all about it. But it's just nice that you know they let me use this for a yeah. couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So, do you see yourself uh, this summer going to Minnesota at all, or going to Florida, or what's the plan for you? All right. Every time I've made a plan <laughs> for the summer, it's like it all gets stopped in round two or three or something like so i'm like we're not making a plan i mean just go with the I'm flow gonna stay in california and <laughs> no plan page like, no plan <laughs> yeah so i told Paige, i'm like i don't want to play in florida i don't want to play in minnesota like mm-hmm. we did all that and it all got canceled so right uh california it is you know for at least three or four weeks okay so. all right um yeah, and then we'll go. We'll play from there. Play it, play it on here. Yeah, right. just play it week by week. Um, how's Paula going to be this weekend? Obviously, there was one national there a long time ago. Did you race it? I don't even know if you were around or did you get hurt? No, or... okay. I, I missed that round. Um, but I went and watched it. I just know that track gets super rough. Yeah, how's that? So how's is that, is that what you're thinking? Is that the scouting report on it? Super rough. Yeah, I mean, I saw A Ray out there on the pro day. They had just sending it on his stock 250. It looked like he was having a blast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> do that thing yeah thankfully i feel bad for you well i mean i didn't... okay so i asked mumford's dad 
about you at their house. <laughs> Because he asked me to go riding. Mumford's dad said, come I, on out and go ride the I track. I went around all those j- sketchy jumps, dude. I went around them. I said, Fire lane. I said, I don't want to ride your track. I heard it's got huge jumps. I said, A-Ray was riding around them. And he and he was like, no, he was jumping them all. No, I didn't. went around them. Okay. No, I went around them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, coming off of Supercross, my bike, it was shipped to Hawaii. Yeah. And uh, that was my practice bike. My race bike was obviously up at the race shop. So I didn't really have a bike to ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Don Maeda, yeah. Swap Moto Live. He yeah. lives, you know, across the freeway from me. So, your foster uh, father. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's your, yeah, that's your dad. Yeah, pretty much. No. Uh, Christian, come on now. <laughs> I mean, come, come on. on. He, <laughs> who would swap rescue in He's a fire? He's over A-Ray. I don't know. Like, he, would, he would rescue. He would rescue Christian? Christian all day. All day. In a fire? Yeah, I would okay. burn. I would burn all right. in that house. Okay, all right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's like, hey, I have this stock 250F, you know, here, try some things on it, yep. you know, and then just report back to me, you know, and, you know, we right. can throw some stuff up on okay. Swap Moto Live, whatever. I was like, okay. So, I mean, he gave me a bike to ride and, uh, for, you know, it was a Suzuki stock 250F. It's not really the fastest thing and I'm not really the smallest of guys. Right. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a struggle, but I mean, hey, I mean, it was, it's something to ride right. and I was getting to ride, so I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. Now, Christian, did you run a Swap Moto Live sticker on your helmet this weekend? I didn't. Okay. No. Oh, A-Ray ran one in Hawaii. I mean, Don's, Don's always there for me. I mean, good guy. But he never asked me to run a sticker. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well. You know, maybe he just. He, he was adamant for me to run a sticker. Like, really, really. He's like, hey, man, you got to run this. But you also ran a pulp one. Yes. yes I told him. I told him, I said, hey, I cannot put a Swap Moto Live sticker on my helmet until I have the Pulp MX sticker on there. He's yeah. like. Okay, I understand. I like that. I would have I would have paid a bonus in Hawaii had you had you come through. I know, I know. I just, but somehow Sipes was just amazing. Sipes was unbeatable. There was no blood in his water. <laughs> there was no blood in his water. He uh, was good. Sipes was so good, Christian. It was just, it was just holy shit. Oh, He's I heard. St- he yeah. still got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. Hey, do you um, are you one of those guys? And again, this is back to a four fifty question, Christian. But do you practice on one at all or no? No, I don't. Some I guys do. Off of if I'm yeah. gonna race 250, I'm, I'm staying off the 450. Okay, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's so. a good point, right? Some guys do though. Yeah, some guys ride a 450 sometimes. Yeah, no. I think it's like, like Jamar did when he was training at Tomax, just because of the altitude. So yep. the 250 was way too slow, so he had to ride a 450. Yeah, I mean, it can go both ways. Like I just get comfortable on a 450 too quick, so right. And then it's harder to get back on the 250, but right. yeah, I'll just stick on it. I was talking to so. Daniel Blair, uh-huh. and uh, we were talking a little bit about racing in between the Eagle Grit conversations, and uh, he was saying that I should be practicing on a 250F and then racing on the 450, because whenever I'm riding the 250F in practice, that I would, like, I guess, um, carry more speed, oh. be able to like learn uh, how to carry more speed. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Christian? Would the opposite, would the opposite work for, for a guy like A-Ray? No, because he already rides the 450 like a 250. Okay, good point. Yep. He, need, he needs to shift the 450 and then ride it smoother, and then he'll get better, I think. Okay. That's my point. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. no, I uh, mean, he's got he's got potential. That's what I like about A-Ray. Like, he tries hard, but, I mean, he has his, his moments just like McAdoo does. <laughs> yeah, so, we all have our wow. moments if yeah. you yeah, do. <laughs> I mean, I do, too. I, we all do, but, I mean, I think if you just – Shifted the bike a little quicker and did a couple things. It worked on some technique. You'd be, you'd be a lot better. But I mean, oh yeah, that's just uh, my take. All right, so. we got a phone call for you here, Christian. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to Cody. Cody, what's up? Thanks for calling the show. You got a question for Christian Craig? Well, 
I was going to ask about doing a Larocco and putting a 450 under that truck, but I feel like a dick for asking that. Yeah, now. don't. Yeah, we yeah we, we can't ask that. So, <laughs> no, Craig will get too mad. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys watch the MXGP and see that track? Um, I have not watched it. Where, where was it though? I've probably watched it before. What track was it? It was in uh, Portugal. Where was it? Yeah, I think so. I saw highlights. That was it. Dude, that track was so good. Christian, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched like the the highlights of it, and it looked really fun. But it looked also like really high speed. And when the people were like when they crashed, they crashed hard. Yeah, so, Man, Geyser, he can hit uh, the ground. Oh man. God, Geyser's not scared. I thought I crashed a lot, but damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Geyser is no visor, Geyser. Yeah, yeah, Geyser is not scared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anything else, Cody? No, no, that's it. I feel like a dick. So no, yeah. you're all right, dude. Hey, listen, you got a bike? <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. What do you want? Uh, what do we got? You want? Uh, what do you need for your bike? What do you need? Uh, could I get that helmet? Yes. You can get the fly race and toxin embargo helmet. Yes. That would be fucking awesome. Thank all right. You. Well, good. I don't want to make you. I don't want to make you feel like a dick. So we're gonna stay on hold. We'll get your information. You can win the fly helmet. All right. Sweet. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. All right. Uh, oh, Christian, you probably won't like this question either. John, what's up? You got a Christian? You got a question for Christian Craig? Can I switch my question? Yeah, you can, because it was a question about 450s again for Christian Craig. <laughs> um, I told you, it's every day. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Uh, switch your question. No, uh, so, uh, Christian, would you ever consider riding for the U.S. and the uh, motocross the nations, or is that schedule and everything just kind of prohibitive? Oh, of course. I would jump on board, no problem. I would. Yeah, there would be no reason I wouldn't do that. What about going to Assen, though, in the sand? How'd that go, Christian? Are you I in? mean, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would do it. I mean, I rode sand track today. Yeah, But true. I yeah. know it's nothing probably like Assen, but uh, right. I mean, why not give it a shot? Yeah. No, there you go, John. He, he's in. Hey, so, Christian I'm can in. ride any surface. So. Yeah, good cool, point. Cool, thanks, man. Cool, thank you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 702-586-7857. We have Christian Craig on the line for a little bit longer. Brought to you by EVS Sports. EVSSports.com. Pulp19 is a code to save on anything from knee braces to chest protectors. Go ahead. Um, go ahead and use that code, and, and we'd really appreciate it. So, uh, Christian, you got a little bit of a fun team over there this year. Like Hunter Lawrence, obviously, uh, fun kid. He's going to be on here in a little bit to talk about his day. Uh, Chase Sexton, uh, good dude, coming on his own, Supercross champion. RJ Hampshire, uh, veteran guy already. Like a uh, fun little loose team of, of characters there. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like it's it's pretty cool, and I'm – the older one out of everybody so yep. uh, i kind of play the dad the dad you know role model <laughs> yeah um but then you have chase is coming off of a championship so he's he's like hungry and, and fighting for wins and podiums so um and then you have rj who just sends it every weekend and does not care who he's yep. around or right. anything i don't know if you guys saw the hit the yeah the hunter thing with uh hunter yeah yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah i didn't know he that happened until i saw it on tv but um yeah, RJ is always fun to be around, and Hunter's new, so I um, try to just help him out, like with tracks and stuff. But obviously, I'm racing all these guys too, so yeah, um, you know, I'm just trying to do my own thing and and try to get better, you know, and work on myself. So no, it's been a, it's been fun, and um, I mean, I haven't been around these guys a lot this year, obviously. Right. So right, it's just good to be back, man. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, are you yeah, like I said? I've said this a hundred times. So it's yeah, cool. no, it's it's good. I, and man, I really hope you stay injury free. And I want to I want you to have a successful season, something you can build on. You know, something you can yeah go into the off season with. And, yeah, and then I just want to get I want to get better for 
for next year and just build and be a title contender. So right. that's my plan. Uh, are you still working with Connor Fields, a uh, friend of the show here? Uh, gold yeah. medal? Are you still yeah. helping working with Connor? Okay, cool. Yeah, Connor's, I mean, we talk almost every day, and, and uh, he was pretty pretty happy with my ride just with, uh, I mean, after the first moto, I was pretty flustered, so had to call him, and he had to calm me down a little bit. But right. It's been cool just to have someone there. And, um, obviously, he hasn't raced motorcycles, but something similar, BMX, and yeah. a lot of mental stuff going on there. So he helps me out a lot. Yeah, we had you on the show, of course, a little few months ago there, and you, you talked about it a little bit. So people want to listen to that, grab the archive, and, and talk about that. Yeah. It it, uh, it seems like it's really working well for you. So, um, hey, how surprised are you at Roxon winning the 450s? I mean, we were just talking about it before we got you on, and, like, the way his Supercross season kind of bent, we're pretty surprised that he, he almost dominated the day. Qualified fastest, won, won the first moto, obviously. Like, wow, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say that was a surprise. We all knew he could do it. Yeah. It's just with the season he's had, um, and then obviously what he's dealing with, we don't really know what he's dealing with. But right. um, no one really saw that that speed come out of him like that. So that was that was a surprise, but that was old Kenny right there. And the first moto, for sure, just the way he passed people and how yeah. fast he got by Mm-hmm. Everybody, um, that's that's uh, you know how he he yeah. was when he was winning championships. So he's just got. He's, I mean, we all know we all knew that he could do it, and I hope he continues to to stay up front with those guys. Yeah, I mean, if he's healthy, you know, you just go, oh yeah, of course, Kenny can do that because that's what he can do all the time. But just with everything he's been going yeah. on, I was like really surprised by that, and maybe because it was overcast and you know all that. So I don't know, but. Nah. I think I think uh, once he gets on a roll like this, it's going to be hard mm-hmm. to stop him. So um, I think he'll be uh, he'll be hard to beat this summer. A Ray and I were watching the race this afternoon uh, when we got back from the from the ride, and I was telling him, I'm like, how dumb is that half pipe section? How dumb is that? It, or is it not? It Am, I wrong? Bad. Am I yeah, wrong? Am I wrong? It's pretty bad. What what what? It, like what half? <laughs> What are they doing? <laughs> I don't. Did they think Everyone guys just goes through the middle of did it? Did they just think guys were going to come in and like go like go super yeah. high? Yeah, and, yeah, let's hang ten, bro. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I, every every lap you must be like. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. I'll drop in this and then I'll make a right and I'll just go straight. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, there was very few people going in different lines, so you all funnel into one rut. And if you wanted to try the outside, most of the time it was slower. But I don't know. I mean, they're trying to do something different, but they've had this for. For about three years now, and yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's a big fan of it, but yeah. that's just, uh, I'm not a track builder, so yeah. I can't really say anything. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Trying something. Like, hey, that's yeah. cool. Like, let's try something different. All right, I get it, but it ain't working. So I think <laughs> yeah. we have, I think we have enough yeah, proof of that sure. over the years, right? Um, so this week yeah. in Apollo, can I get you to come over and talk to my rider a little bit? You know, just kind of. Kiefer? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, Just I come I by and like, talk. I think Friday. Yeah, wow. I, we were parked right by you guys. So I know. Are you guys I think gonna you have to show up a little earlier and give them a little more yeah, support. I will be there. I will be there Friday uh, this week. So okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be there. All right. But I just got word he needs. He just needs that sprint speed. I, he. I know. He just well, needs one lap. That's all it is. It's one lap. Okay, but I told him. I said to him, my rider. I, I you're in a practice. Thank God. Thank you, Thule, for that. Um, you're in a practice. Go find like. Freddie Norton, or go find, you know, somebody like that and get in behind him. And he never did, so he doesn't listen to me. So maybe you can tell him that. I don't know. Yeah, but he, you're gonna have to work some magic, get him in the A practice this weekend because it's hard in the 450, especially when they go after. Um, yeah, 250 class, it's it's sometimes it's better, but 450 not not at all. So 
Yeah, I'm probably. I mean, I was watching his times and I was hoping he'd get in, but it's it's tough out there. I mean, it shows you yeah. not anybody can just come off the couch and, and make well, it in. This so. dick across from me would probably be in A practice. He'll take our spot, I would guess. No, I'm a, I'll probably be in B. No, you know. won't. Dude, come on, Tuli will put you in A practice. Well, I hope he does. I'm just saying. I mean, if he doesn't, yeah. Well, I mean, I. I mean, I don't know, man. He needs I to mean, be an A. He yeah. needs to be an A if he needs to get it. If he, how, if he how can how can he chance. get an A practice after what we had we saw at Hangtown? Like, hey, man. Everyone, yeah, everyone deserves to, a second chance. Everyone deserves a second chance. Have a talk. <laughs> I'm right, Tuli. Sit down. We need to talk. Maybe bring Tuli like a <laughs> six pack or something. Tuli, how long do something. you and I go back? Yeah, we go back. Tuli and I go back a long way. We do. We've known yeah. each other for a long have time. Have I ever steered you wrong, Tuli? <laughs> <laughs> Just have a talk with him. Yeah, Tuli, I need this. Yeah, I need this, Tuli, bad. <laughs> I need this like like you know like, how many guys would be so pissed off in the beat practice. Just I know, like, right? Live it. I know, but maybe I can get Roxanne to go over and tell him like, "Hey, he's my hey, buddy." Man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, red red the teammate. Yeah, teammate. It. Yeah, no, exactly. So, well, actually, I just got word uh, before the show started that the semi will not be there for us this weekend, so we don't have uh, a semi. Yeah. Hey, so. maybe maybe he can park his uh, sprinter van next to my pickup truck. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to have a pickup truck. Um, I don't know yet. Uh, oh. I was talking to Sleater the other day, and he's gonna have that uh, the PNG truck there. So I might I might pit with him. He he mentioned something about okay. that. All right. But that was before Malcolm beat me at over the hump. So we'll see. Oh boy, I cannot believe. No offense to Mookie, but I mean I don't know. You're man. gonna have to redeem a, yourself tomorrow night. I'm go. I will be there. Are you? I do you do things? Do you do these things, Christian, or no? No, not on. I mean, when I'm racing, I can't. It's like this is a suffer fest of hour of literally your heart rate maxed out. So you're feeling it for a couple of days after, and okay. I don't still want to right. make myself sore. But I live like six miles from there, so I'll I'm gonna be try there. to make McAdoo go tomorrow, and then I might show up and. All right. Well, and, give uh, me text me some updates. Get, text me some updates from yeah. this. From this is Mook. I think Mookie's back in Florida. Where no, is he here? I don't. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think he's back in Florida. He better not be because I'm coming for redemption. Okay. All right. Fair, fair enough. Uh, all right. Hey, Christian, thank you for your uh, time tonight. Appreciate it. Good job at uh, Hangtown. And like I said, I think you should be pumped with it and, yeah, just get better from there and, and all of that. But it's your first real gate drop uh, in a motocross for a long time. Oh, you have something to say? Yeah. I was, okay. I was, just, gonna, I was just curious. if uh, Has it came to the point yet, you know, like you're reading these comments about you should be riding a 450 and all that. Has it came to the point to where you're blocking people yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because this is this oh, is... I, I block people every day. Oh, yeah. do you really? You don't I like see... that? I like yeah. that. You don't seem like a blocking guy. Block out that negativity. No. You don't need to see it. <laughs> yeah, like you just you go look at their profile and they're like, I mean, you see the stuff they're posting. Like you know, this guy is not is just up to no full good. of crap. So yeah. you just block him. Keep you don't even have word. to deal with this stuff. So it's like get wow. Rid of it. Oh wow. Okay, because I give A Ray shit because the whole cattywampus sketchy thing. He just blocks guys all the time. Boom. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, it's not like that much, but I, I do. Like, I'll, if they don't stop and they'll comment on a couple pictures, I'm like, all right, you're done. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I, I can't. I mean, I understand it. I wouldn't necessarily do that, but I get it. I, I'm I, like one strike. Yeah. yeah you don't give anybody. Like, <laughs> if anybody. I don't, anybody I don't need to deal with it. Yeah. If anybody <laughs> says anything, A Ray's like, you're done. That's yep. it. You're done. So. <laughs> uh, all right, Christian. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. We'll see you at Paula this weekend, man. Thank you. All right, thank you guys. All right, thanks. All right, that's Christian Craig, everybody from the Geico Honda team. Um, I, you know, yeah, he should be stoked on that for what you know for the. Yeah, the, I think the, I think so too. And right, he's had a rough season with injuries and everything, yep. and I didn't yeah, realize it's that. Be tough. Yeah, and remember he broke his something at Glen Helen, leg, arm, no arm, and then the year before was a leg at Glen Helen, or was the right mixed up? On a two of the F, he broke no two of the F 
two years ago, he broke his leg. Okay. In that supercross jump section. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Comes then, back for one race. What was it? Um, this this season in yeah. supercross. Yeah. Gets hurt again. Minneapolis? Then, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, all right. Let's go to a commercial break. Shall we do that? Yeah. Uh, Hunter Lawrence will come up next. Uh, talk a little bit about his race. Uh, Kenny Roxon still to come. Adam Cincirillo, Jason Thomas, Alex Ray's here. Talk to you a little bit about Kiefer as well when we get going. Uh, Kiefer's going to be here next week to recap the two weeks as well. Uh, So we got lots more to talk about on the show. 702-586-7857. We'll go to commercial break. We'll be right back after this, everybody. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. 
Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. 
If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, GasGas, and TM. 
from the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Alex Ray in studio. Marks? He's my favorite. Marks? My, my sister's favorite. I don't know. Oh, boy. You got the wrong headset on or what? I don't think so. No, we're good. Are we good? No, you put the wrong headset on. You're I did? Right. You're, you're good. No, okay, keep okay. that one on. Yeah. Um, oh, I did. Marks, how'd you do in fantasy? Not great. Not great? I got uh, 403. Guess who did do well? Nobody cares. Me. <laughs> Suck it, everybody. Hey, Ray. What's going on, dude? Let's talk about anything else besides Steve doing good at fantasy. Suck it. Uh, we can talk about the fact that I haven't played it. <laughs> no, let's not talk about that and change it. Wow. I was 11th overall until Mark's over there, the jerk off, uh, uh, magically found some points for other people. <laughs> oh, jeez. Any, anything to, to knock you down. And the I list won Industry Idiots even, and now I got second because Mark's found some points for people. But Mark's, can't you just like change the code and you're point score <laughs> yeah. yeah probably i can do a lot of things <laughs> uh i killed it though i fantastic public fantasy i started the outdoors off with a bang let's get hunter lawrence if we can please mm -hmm. uh thank you for all of our guys that sponsor our show uh including the folks at michelin michelin motorcycle randy richardson uh great guy we had michelin star uh, michelin e-bike tires using today uh, out there on the trails and uh they worked fantastic although you should probably should have took a, a little bit of air pressure out of your front yeah a little point. bit you know it was pretty um, rocky so michelin at motorcycle michelin motorcycle instagram at michelin motorcycle dot us on facebook as well uh starcross five tires uh working great for a lot of people out there and uh, whether it's toby price uh winning the michelin winning the car rally using michelin motorcycle tires and the bib moose 
or it's Jace Owen winning uh, Bercy's French Supercross on Michelin Starcross 5s, whatever it is. Uh, They'll have you dialed in. In 1991, Michelin introduced the first motorcycle tire compound with silica for a new level of traction on wet pavement. They push the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. But what's great about Michelin is they develop and deliver world-class products for every segment of motorcycling, from uh, road race to dirt bikes to trials to to car rallies, Michelin, uh, and and trucks and cars, too. So, uh, yeah, Michelin Michelin knows rubber. We could use that as their slogan. Mm. Yeah, it's a Michelin nose rubber. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like people could like take that the wrong way. Okay, all right. You know, maybe have a little bit too much trust. All right. Uh, speaking of that, uh, let's get our next guest on the line. Okay. He debuted in the American Motocross Series this past weekend, uh, and uh, certainly with an 11th overall, uh, running up front in the first moto for a while. Uh, we're excited to talk to him again on the show. It's Geico Honda's Hunter Lawrence. What's up, Hunter? How are you, man? Hi, boys. How are we? I'm good. Thanks. What about you, boys? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. You're hot anytime. Uh, okay, so your first national is is uh, gone. Uh, you finally did it. You dropped the gate. Of course, you had injuries in Supercross, so you didn't. You weren't able to line up there. Were you a bit nervous? Were you a bit? I mean, you've raced all over the world. I get that. You know, you're you're an up and coming uh, rider. But were you a bit nervous? Um, honestly. I mean, you have a little bit of nerves and stuff, but I think I was pretty pretty okay, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the nerves that, that got to me on the day. I mean, my start let me down um, a little bit. I, first motor is, wasn't as deep, deeply plowed in front of the gate as I anticipated. And, you know, I got out of the gate, great jump, and just swung off the back, and, and I just wheel stood, like, way too uh-huh. too high. And, and then obviously I had to slide the clutch, Um you know, in the GPs and stuff, they generally rip it pretty deep in front of the gate. So that was, uh, I probably should have taken a little bit more note into that. But uh-huh. no, I mean, as far as first debut, obviously didn't go how we wanted. Obviously, we wanted to do a lot better than what we did. It was honestly um, a, a kick in the nuts um, or a bit of a the disgrace, you know, like... In the first moto, I thought it was going pretty well. Obviously, bad start. I mm-hmm. think that came from like outside top twenty um, off the start, if not worse. And got back up into seventh, and yeah, just just off balance over a single in the rut turn straight after it, and it grabbed my front wheel and obviously just threw me across into the path of uh, RJ, you know, my teammate. And there was nothing he could have done. No. He, his uh, fork leg. Um, just plowed me and <laughs> plowed me bum and, and, <laughs> and so, yeah and ripped a, yeah ripped a good old hole in me pants and undies and left a good old mark on me bum cheeks so I was in a bit of pain there yeah look like it got up and and tried to get the bike started as as fast as possible and not lose too much you know obviously I think I went back outside the top twenty. I think I went back to maybe 24, so I, I think I'm not 100% sure, but then managed to get my, myself back up to 11th. But the second moto, we won't even talk about it. Um, <laughs> another bad start. And I, I, I was in top 10 again, um, actually behind RJ. And then um, my first crash, just it was the, the start of the end almost, you know, in the mud when you, when you crash in such muddy, wet conditions, it's... Yeah. It's so difficult to get back up and keep going. You know, your goggles are all got water and mud between them. Your gloves are covered in slop, so your hands are slippery on the bars. Yeah. It's just, 
it's just terrible. You know, you ask anyone what the key is to mud driving. It's staying as clean and white as possible. You know, it's, yeah. it really does make a big difference. Uh, getting a start, yeah, getting a start is key too. Getting a very good start in the mud is very key. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, you know, the keys to the race, as the boys always go through <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the TV. You know, I didn't, didn't get the memo, so. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. I was gonna. I one of the questions I had down here to ask you about is something that uh, I've talked about for a while is track prep in in the GPS and track prep versus America, but it almost didn't really apply because the the they it was pretty hard pack in practice because I think they were anticipating the rain, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. normally we're ripping these things deep and watering them, and it's just a rut fest everywhere. Now this one turned out to be a rut fest everywhere because of the rain, but but I wonder the, what the difference is between track preps. Like, would you have seen a different track prep uh, if you if this was MXGP series? Oh, a hundred percent. What really threw me off was the track. To be honest, was quite soft press day, and yeah, and all weekend the track was super soft, and I've never ridden a track before. Um, if I'm being completely honest, I never ridden a track that had such steep and tall, sharp braking bumps. Like, okay, they were like walls, and then you know you'd come into a rut, and the rut would just hook straight away. You know, like it was <laughs> it was really difficult to get uh, yep. a rhythm on it. You know, especially um, I've been so I was in California my whole off season, so mm-hmm. you guys know what the tracks get like here. They they don't get gnarly. They don't get rough. They don't get yeah. You know, it's it's nothing compared to a race day track. You know, especially at a no. national how it was this weekend. So, I think the last time I rode a track like that, it would have been gee, over eight months ago, over nine months ago. I mean, the K Nations, it was muddy, but yeah. it was sand. And yeah, it yeah, was yeah. More European thing like this. Mud on this weekend. It's been gee. It's, I think I've had one rainy day of riding since I've been in America. Like it's been so long, and yeah, and it shows. It, it honestly shows. You know, in Europe you can train in during the week, and all of the tracks are just super gnarly and like so close and realistic to what you race on. Um, but no excuses. You know, I'll take pop it on the chin. We need to be better, and and I honestly think I, I would have been better. You know. Had, um, Two good starts. I feel the first mode off that crash didn't happen. I would have loved to have seen where I ended up. You know, I was catching um, Tyrannus. I was catching Moseman. I was trying to pass him. That's actually when I went down, you know, but yep. I, I passed a lot of guys already. So, um, yeah, we'll take it. It wasn't what we wanted, but mm-hmm. now you live and learn. It's all experience, you know. This is, um, <clears throat> it's expected. It's not wanted, but, I mean, you have to expect some crappy days. You know, I've got... For sure. Like, you know, press day was a different track to what we rode on the day before, uh, on race day, sorry. And even then, you know, I have two laps to get the track yeah. down well, and then four laps to punch out a fast lap time against all the other guys that know the flowy lines, they know the race lines. They, yep. You know, so it's different. It's a challenge. But, I mean, it's nothing I'm not asking for. You know, this is what I want to I'm excited. I'm honestly really excited for this weekend. I wish it was already the weekend. So, um, yeah, it's well, it's a couple things. Roxon, Rattray, uh, I, I can't name all the GP riders I've talked to. Townley, 
that came over that were like, man, this is so different. It is two laps, green flag, go time, wide open on a track that you you know, you know said you're still trying to find out, you're still trying to sort out. So that's something you're going to have to deal with all year long, and it's something that they – it took a while for them compared to the amount of time you have in MXGP. And, and two – uh, you watch the videos and you have all your teammates and you have everyone telling you about the ruts and everything else, but it, until you show up and ride it and, and you're like, oh, wait, this is what they're talking about. Like, it, it is different. Um, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, you'll figure it out, I like think. The, the whole thing, you know, like, even in, in first practice, I knew, I knew it myself, you know. I'm not, I'm not silly. I, I wasn't coming in thinking, gee, you know, this is just going to be perfect rides, prime dirt, it's going to be easy, you know, I knew it was going to be difficult, and, yeah. and on the last lap of the first session, you know, I've done a slow lap, and I've looked at other lines, just riding different lines, and I've gone, ah, gee, you know, that would have been a lot faster, and you just know as a rider, you know, hey, I would have been able to carry so much more speed here, yep. and it was just little things like that, but in all honesty, like, I was fifth fastest, I think, one second off, um, P1 mm-hmm. in, in like my first thing, which I was happy with, you know, yep. I was in all honesty, I was pretty happy with that. I was saying, Hey, that's, that's really good. Hot laps aren't my thing. You know, I, yep. I feel like I would have improved and improved if I had longer on the track, you know? So I was really happy with that. Obviously just a bummer about the starts and, and how the motos ended, but Hey, we, we've got room for redemption. We've got what, 22 more motos to go. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to getting back up on uh, on the horse this weekend. I just I blame your agent. Let's blame Lucas. I'll, let's do that. Yeah, for sure. I, I'd love to blame Lucas. You know, it's his fault. Um, yep. Yep. We'll go ahead and say that. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, speaking of of your bum, how is it? Can you sit down? Is it sore? Is it is it is it gonna something that's gonna hurt you practicing this week? You gotta you gotta let it heal a little bit. How is it? Yeah, it's sore. You know, the most comfortable seat in the house for a man is the toilet. I'm pretty sure you could agree with that. And it's painful to sit on the toilet. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I was in, you know, in at Dr. G's this morning. He was massaging my butt and working his magic and, and trying nice. fix it. You know, it's, it was painful. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was freaking sore. But luckily, it's just muscle. It's just the muscle side of it, not my tailbone or lower back, which mm-hmm. is, you know, really good. It could have been um, a lot worse, you know, like if it was a foot peg, oh, um, yeah. cut, like ripped open my cheeks or, you know, like all seriousness, it could have done a lot more yeah. damage to it. That would just be painful to put any pressure on it, you know, even wearing underwear. So, <laughs> no, it's good. It, it should be should be fine, you know. It's not disrupting my normal training regi- right. regime. This week, so, uh, which I'm, I'm super happy and blessed about that. You know, I mean, it's was yeah. uh, what RJ said to you. What RJ said to you back at the truck is like, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he said, dude, I'm so sorry. And, and honestly, I mean, it, it wasn't his fault. Like I, the way, like uh, it threw me off. Like got thrown across the track into his line. He was already in a rut. Like he did his best to try and miss it. Like. He nearly crashed himself. Like, yeah, nothing he could do. I mean, no, there's no harsh feelings at all. It's just a crappy race incident, you know. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm gonna, you know, try to find you here and there at the races, and I really do want to talk to you about like some of the American track prep. I think you're gonna find yourself a little frustrated at times with what what they're doing because they slot car racing, dude. Huh? I just wait I just, till you get to Red Bud. 
like Red Bud is probably the worst one on, on like an outdoor national day. I just I don't know. You watch some of these MXGP guys, and I'm not one of these guys to to toot the horn. They do some things that are dumb too. You but can go anywhere on one of the. It any of those seems tracks. like you can go anywhere on those yeah. tracks. In America, tracks, man, it, it, you just can't. I, no. I don't know. I don't know if they do it for dust or why they do it, but it's the same prep every weekend, Hunter. Same tire, everything. Okay. You know. So. Yeah. Hey, honestly, um, like I don't mind. I mean, we we came to America like we seen. Last year, the Europeans were faster than Americans on, on a European track. You know, so I'm over here trying to race these guys on their tracks. You know, I think um, it's, a, it's a big challenge for me. These guys are obviously freaking fast on their tracks because it's what they've raced, it's what they've, they're mm-hmm. used to. So yep. um, I'm up for the challenge. I mean, I think it, it's only normal that I should... Um, well, I'm, I'm expected to adapt to these tracks. You know, I think yeah. it's fair to say that I'm expected to adapt to these tracks. And honestly, I I expect myself to as well. You know, I think of my caliber rider, I should be able to. So, um, yeah, last weekend, let's throw it out the window, come back this mm-hmm. weekend, regroup, refresh, and, and more aware of, uh, yeah, you know, you've, you've been in the ring once, so you know what to expect the second time. So, yeah, yeah I'm... Like I said, looking forward to this weekend. I really am looking forward to it. 702-586-7857. You have a question for Geico Honda's Hunter Lawrence on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Hey, Hunter. It's A-Ray here. What's up, dog? Hey, mate. How are you? Uh, it's going good. I just had a question for you. So, Hold uh, on a second. Before you get to that, Hunter, if Don Maeda could only rescue if, – if Craig, Christian Craig and A-Ray were in a burning house and Don could only rescue one – who does he rescue? A-Ray, because he's always... Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> why? Because he's always going mountain biking with him. Okay. Himself. All right. You okay. I mean, when, you, when you're on the mountain with each other all the time, you that's a bro thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I guess. Sounds I mean, good. Skyline's right there. But, okay. Uh, all right. But, yeah, so that's sort of what I was getting to. Um, I noticed that you did some of the racing. You know, you got hurt in Supercross, so you did some of the what are now called the Swap Moto Live races and, uh, you know, like you did the the race at Paula. Um, how did that, did that sort of like help you with, you know, stay into like race mode and, and everything like that, you know, getting like, I don't know, just racing with more guys. Did that sort of help coming into the outdoors? Or was it sort of like just like a boredom thing? Be like, hey man, like I'm just chilling. Like, let's just go race. Yeah, like the preseason, okay, so preseason races in Europe are, are really similar to um, the training regimes we do in the off-season as far as, like, a good solid day of, of five sessions of a 20-minute quality, 20-minute practice, and three 20-minute motos. So it's a good workload in a day, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and then they're quite similar. There's other ones that are similar to a GP schedule. So it's really quite similar, whereas the Don's races, the swap moto ones, I think they were four laps, and really like a sprint mm-hmm. and in a way that's that's what we need for for this year you know hence the practice qualifying it's two laps and then bang set set some pace you know so they were but i think the difficult thing is trying to replicate that racetrack you know you can't get a national um level track in you know, in, in Southern California with amateurs or, or something like that. I mean, it's not, not like dissing any of them. It's just yeah. like how it is, you know. You, could, you couldn't get the same in Europe. You know, the amateur tracks in Europe, 
they don't develop like a GP track does. Mm -hmm. It's just how it is, you know, the level of riders. Yeah, when you have um, smaller bikes on the track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I want to say it did help me um, just get put it back into race mode. But again, like the Cal Classic thing, it was was five days waiting around all day, one ride, and then waiting for another four hours, five hours and stuff. But it's good, you know, that, that sprint thing. Um, I'm a bit of a diesel, you know. I generally always get faster and progress throughout the moto, um, so it's good to try and spark that that uh, early race pace, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was, but what about what about guys that are like, oh, it's Hunter Lawrence. Like, I'm gonna try to hang with him, or I'm gonna show him what I got. Like, are there are there the other local heroes like that a little bit at those things, or no? I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, there are there guys that like, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and honestly. They can. Like, there's some dudes out here that they know the track well. Right. Um, they're fast on this track. Like, it's not somewhere where, let's say, a bike setup is really critical. Right. It's not a super rough, physically demanding track. So, yeah, there is fast dudes. Like, you know what it's like out at Parlour or Milestone. Oh, and yeah. you've got a bunch of amateur kids, and they're freaking fast. Like, they're only a second off your lap times or hanging yeah. with you for a lap or two you know like they'll jump in behind you and that's just i mean their dads are like yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind when the kids like jump in behind you you know and i and like try to race with you or, like yeah. do like a sprint lap or anything right. like that it's whenever like they're yeah. riding in front of you and they go over jump look back and see who it is and then just go balls out and swerving <laughs> everywhere just trying to like keep you behind them or uh yeah keep you behind yeah. them like as long as possible because dude we're yeah, out there exactly. we're training we don't want to get roosted like we get yeah. roosted enough on the weekends like you know <laughs> oh oh i can understand that it's it's honestly it's it's funny you say that like in europe at the practice tracks it's it's honestly so different to here like you know, like your competition, like we all know what other guys are doing yeah. on the day, like lap times or whatever. Where we take lap times, and you know how it is. But none of them, like, ever rarely jump in behind you when you're at the end of your moto and try to razzle dazzle you when you're <laughs> five and they're fresh on a big, like, deep day at Lommel or something. You know, like everyone just does their work. They their work during the week and then on race day what do you got you know like we're here it's everybody's oh, trying to man. get in your head everyone's <laughs> yeah oh, dude, which i don't mind that's how they how it is here i'm happy to play their games like i don't care but it's, it's just funny you know like everyone's so so worried about what other people are doing and stuff like it yeah so, you're just <laughs> like yeah big, yeah how is your I'm experience like uh, at the Paula Pro Day, the the stopwatch stopwatch nationals. How was that? Was everyone just I'm out there with the stopwatch? I'm going to go on a, my rant here. It <laughs> blew me away as to how many professional guys cut the track <laughs> on a professional day. Um, Honestly, like I was blown away as to how many guys were there cutting sections out of the track or cutting a dog leg like they'd cut off the inside come down a hill and use the inside of the like yeah dirt wall that's marking the track that blew me away i was like man this is like these dudes are getting paid to do this as a profession and right and right. we're out here cutting the track like come on guys <laughs> like you're only you're only hurting yourself here dude that happens like, a lot that happens a lot at paula because usually like 
sometimes the track will just get blown off, like the how right. the dirt is. Like if it's not watered enough, sure. the the rut will just fly off of the yeah. track. You know, but yeah. but yeah, I I I was there. I know what you're saying. Like there were some inside lines that were cutting and and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, the rollers up the hill, like those whoops up the hill, they'd go off the wall jump and swing a left and fang it up the. The side of it. <laughs> oh, I never did that. I, the the bike I was riding barely made it up there. I wish I know. I wish I'd known where that line was. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. Like it's like Hunter. Like you guys. Like you're only hurting yourself. There, you cannot cut the track when the race comes. And if yeah. you're not in shape, you know. But but Hunter, there's guys in supercars that ride around the whoops. There used to be more guys. Now I'm just like, oh my god, you guys are professional motocross racers, and you ride around the whoops. Like really? Hey, like, I've done it before. I don't mean in practice. Yeah. I mean like in the race. Like in the race. Guys oh. going around the whoops. You're just they, like, they I've done go it. around them, really. Yeah, they they cut down on that. I, I but, see it in yeah. I see it in practice when they go around it like they're not on a heater lap. Okay, you don't want to blitz them and stuff. Like I can understand no, no, that. No, no, yeah. No, I get like, that, but no, like a few years ago in the race, guys were riding around the whoops in main events, and I'm like, what is you? You're a professional motocross racer, and you just think it's cool to ride around the whoops? Like I, I, I it yeah. blew me away. It's um, a we got a we got a call for no. you here from Paul. Uh, Paul, what's up? Welcome to the show. What's your question for uh, Hunter Lawrence? Well, I not so much as a question for Hunter, but maybe a question more for you guys. But Hunter seems like, uh, I guess maybe it's just an Australian thing, but he seems to to talk more off the cuff. You know, just just be more truthful and things like that. But he he seems a lot like Chad Reed right right when Reed came over. But he seems like. A much more polite individual. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I find that's an Aussie attitude. I do. I find that's an Aussie attitude, Paul. For a lot of guys, is they're just open and honest, and they some people call them, you know, blunt. I guess would be a word, but but I find a lot of Aussies are like that, and it's not a bad thing at all. But um, makes it a good interview. No, I, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I agree. Uh, every time I've talked to Hunter, he's always been interesting and and honest, and just yeah, giving you the truth. There's no games. There's no Hunter's not on here saying, oh my. My ass is a hundred percent. I've never felt better. You know, he's telling us what happened and 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 how it hurts or whatever. And and, and some racers would be like, I don't want to say that because it'll my competition will hear that. I don't know. Oh yeah, Bullshit it's, all, like, it's all like a big game. Like even like the stopwatch nationals. Right, like, right. Like, just like he was saying. Yeah. Like, like yeah. there's don't two want... motos when the gate drops. That's when we know where how where you're at. That's how we know where yeah. where you're at. So, uh, thanks, Paul. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Appreciate it, uh, Hunter um, Wilson Todd, privateer kid. What do you know about him? Do you know him? Uh, you talked to him. Uh, he did pretty well. I didn't know much about this dude. Yeah, cool story behind that one, actually. Um, growing up in Australia my whole life, he um, we raced each other all our junior lives. And the other guy that was in that, um, it was kind of a four, well, three, mostly, mainly, mainly a three-guy kind of battle. It was me. Mitch Evans, who's racing yep. in Europe now in the GPs, and Wilson Todd. Okay. And Wilson was always the dominant one of us. He always normally beat us, you know, as juniors growing up. Yep. And the other guy who was way down from south, like right at the bottom of Australia, Tasmania, was Jed Beaton, who's okay. also racing in GPs. Yeah. We were, we were always the kind of kids of the group, you know, and, and they, they actually normally beat me all the time growing up as a kid you know they were older than me and stuff but they did beat me you know and mm-hmm. and yeah he's um currently leading the aussie championship right yeah i'm pretty sure it was a, a a real last minute deal to to come over 
and and do the nationals. You know, he got some the support from the right people and and over here. But yeah, I yeah. I know him and that's cool. It, it's cool. You know, it's pretty. It's uh, I wouldn't say strange, but it's like funny. You yeah. know, like you yeah. look back um, when we were so small minded in racing that a Southern Queensland state title, which is equivalent to gee. A South California title, okay, yeah. and we would race each other so hard, like it was the most important race ever. <laughs> and then to look out, like years later, you know, to all the pros we looked up to, and now we're at that level, and yeah, and it's, it's us three, like chasing the know, dream, so yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Um, and and then you look at you look at yourself and Wilson Todd, and then Ferris and Waters are there. It's like a mini Australian, uh, oh, Australian outbreak here. Good. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, cool it's cool yeah uh, it's really cool i mean it's it's cool it's like dino and and toddy are kind of the guys that were like like us when we were kids you yep, know we looked yep. up to them in australian motocross and and now we're sort of coming up through like it's it's pretty cool i've always sort of said with, with just my friends and family like the day that it will be my like jet my younger brother or or yep. will like mitch or Jed and myself at a motocross of nations, it'll be like the first sort of sight of the new generation of Australian motocross, you know, yeah. racing internationally. So right. I think that would be pretty cool, you know. Yeah, that'll be awesome. If only my my country, if only my country could follow and have anybody oh, Canada. with any sort of balls on them to actually take a chance. That's what really pisses me yeah. off. Oh, Canada. My my Canadian guys, they're just happy, Hunter, to be up in Canada making, I don't know, 70 grand a year or 50 grand a year, and they're just happy with that. And they, they don't really want to get outside of that bubble, and it's frustrating as sounds, a Canadian. Sounds nice up there, eh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, one last call here for Hunter Lawrence. Uh, Ratcliffe, what's up? You want to talk to Hunter about bike setup? Yeah, um, just a quick question for you. You want to... Could you compare your bike setup options here in the States versus your bike setup options uh, in the, over in Europe? Yeah, but with the bike setup options, what do you, what do you get? Just as there? far as do you mean dealing more with a works bike versus like a stock option? Okay. Uh, did you guys end yeah, up doing sure. things that were I radically mean, uh, different so than stock? was in Europe was we were given a deal with, KYB, which was technical touch, and we were given, I think it was a limited testing time of four days for the off-season, or three days. One, I think it was three days, maybe, of testing time in the off-season, you know, and whereas here, we have unlimited testing days, you know, yeah. like if, if I walked into the shop and said, hey, I want to test Wednesday or tomorrow on Wednesday, which we are, um, they'd be like, all right, cool, where are we going? You know, whereas over there it was a, a limited thing because that was the deal we got given from uh, the suspension manufacturers over there. And we were given uh, a level up from standard, so opposed to what we have now, which I don't think you could buy even if you, yeah. you wanted to. You said, I've got the money, I want to buy it. It's not for sale. So we went from something that was literally just a step above standard suspension last year and now we're on um stuff that's not available to anyone to buy except sponsored teams you know um so 
it, it's a big difference. It's it's really a big difference. Um, and we're, we're still developing the bike. You know, there's so much stuff that we've worked with on this bike, um, chassis-wise as well, to improve the motorcycle. And, and we're still going. Um, we're on the verge of, of hopefully something uh, really good and really that's going to take this bike to another level. So, yeah, we're, the testing side of things is already a big difference. The uh, materials is a big difference so yeah it, it's not exactly comparable just due to the fact of the manpower and uh budget and material yeah i mean you, with you. you rackliff you know hunter wasn't on a factory honda that the factory honda team you know over there and he is over here okay. you know he was on like a satellite team so there's a lot of, yeah like you said hunter it's hard to even really compare but uh but yeah what you're on here in america is the best of the best and, and i think in europe yeah, there's exactly. different tiers you know so uh thanks for the call rackliff sure. thank you man thanks Thank you. Uh, all right, Hunter. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight, man. Really appreciate it. I just wanted to touch base with you. We've been waiting for your debut for a while. Lots of Pulp MX Fantasy talk about you. Lots of bench racing about you. And uh, we all wanted to see you on the track. And we did. So, uh, man, yeah, thanks for thanks for the time tonight. Yeah, sorry. It was a bit of a letdown for the debut. Hopefully I can ah. redeem myself this weekend. And Yeah, no, thanks even for having me on the show, boys. Appreciate it, and uh, anytime. Hope you have a good night, and I'll chat to you soon. All right, thanks, Hunter. See you, man. See you. All right, see you. Uh, just blame Lucas. Yeah, that's all you yeah, got to do. Blame Lucas, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, that's what he's, I would do. He's got a, a up and come, up and coming brother as well. That's yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, yeah Jet Lawrence. Jet is going to yeah. be really good. Yeah, really absolutely. Good. I mean, look, the kid's name is Jet. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Uh, what's up, JT? How are you? Not too bad. I was uh, I was accepting that apology for the letdown. That Hunter gave to my fantasy team. Oh, jeez! You're waving it off, but I will. I will take it. You will take it, right? Right. He's so brutal with that stuff, man. Like us. Fantasy oh, you is. Think it's just me? Are you kidding? <laughs> that's true. I mean, Truman. Truman's pretty bad as well. Dude, and Parabinos. Truman takes it too far with you, though. Like with me? Yeah. Like he tells you, like, "Hey, dude, you have to do good." Like, like. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he he believes in me, though. He tells me he believes in me. He feels like. <laughs> I he should he should be. He just tells you he does. Yeah, dude. He's, it's probably says something totally different in the group chat. But yeah. what he's telling me, it's like, okay, this dude actually cares about me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if only you knew Dan Truman, oh, eh, right? Shit. <laughs> if only. Um, if Dan ever comes up to you and tells you that JGR is looking at you for a ride, don't believe him. No. Okay, don't believe him. Yeah, JGR is looking at you for a ride. You just got to get 14th or better tonight. 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 <laughs> tonight. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Um. Yeah, so JT, well, we'll, we'll pass that on that, uh, you know, you, uh, you, you accept Hunter's apology. Yep. No, it's really more I believed in him when others didn't, and I wasn't rewarded for it. No, there, we, there we go. Uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Jason Thomas on the show. We're going to do the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs here right away. Kenny Roxon coming up next on the show tonight. So, uh, yeah, lots going on as well. Adam Cien Cirillo uh, coming in. So, all right, JT. So, Anderson beat Osborne in the overall. Anderson had a great day. Don't get me wrong. But was there a case to be made that maybe Osborne was more impressive? You could make the case. I don't think either one of them are definitive. Um, Anderson's first moto was so damn good. Mm -hmm. And I think it, for me, it was kind of out of nowhere. I I did not expect him to be that good. Um, I expect him to be okay. No, I wouldn't say average, but average for his caliber rider, you know, former Supercross champ. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did not expect him to be able to move forward and get second place in the first moto. Passing Cooper Webb along the way. I just, I didn't. And and repassing Tomac. Tomac got him briefly. Yeah, no doubt. 
Yep, absolutely. And, and I want to say he kind of mentally mentally shut Tomac down a little bit in that first moto, and, and that's debatable. We'll never know. But it, it just seemed like they were kind of going at it, and once Anderson passed him back, Eli didn't really have much to say the rest of the moto. So uh, I was very, very impressed. Um, having said that, though, yes, I mean, Zach's second moto was incredible. You know, mm-hmm. and the only reason that I think I'll give the nod to Anderson is because it was just in a neutral dry track, you know, where the mud was – you never really know what's going on in the mud, and it's such a weirdo, you know, type scenario with mm-hmm. that mud like that and rain and everything else. But to come from 16th on the first lap to third for Zach was, was a great ride and maybe a precursor to what we're going to see this summer. Do you think Troll Train's second in 250 class is like an indicator of like he's going to be a podium guy? I mean, we've seen it over and over, but you know, Ferrandis, Cooper, AC, even Nichols. You know what I, you know what I think with the 250 class is there is there's going to be a lot of guys that have ups and downs uh, because I I even think guys like McElrath, um, you know, guys like I mean, he came out in one Washougal out of nowhere, you know, that was completely unexpected. And I just think the level is so much closer in the 250 class where you're going to see guys, maybe not both motos, but mm-hmm. certainly in one moto. You know, Hunter Lawrence will be in there, uh, Sexton, Nichols. I mean, all the all the usual suspects will be bouncing in and out of, you know, off the podium. And I, I think that's uh, a result of inexperience. You know, guys are going to have good and bad motos that make, you know, less wise decisions and get bad starts. And they just don't have their craft as finely tuned as the 450 guys do. Uh, and then it just, you know, everybody's talent levels and abilities are much closer. Where the 450 guys, they are so much more separated. You know, a guy like Tomac, he's very rarely going to go out and get like 12, you know, or, or a guy like that. They're just too too good to to be in the back like that. Um, where some of the 250 guys, if they're just not feeling it, I could absolutely see that. I mean, look at Ferrandis. He kind of had an off moto in that second one and got relegated back a bit. Um so, yeah, as far as pure racing and just parity and unpredictable results, I think we'll see that all summer from the 250 class. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm Team Troll Train, so. Uh, and I think he'll have good motos. I, I do. He's he's a wily veteran. He's opportunistic, and he knows how to get it done. Um, I don't think he's going to be there every single time, just because I think there are guys that maybe have a speed edge on him when it's, you know, certain mm-hmm. conditions. But Okay. He's going to find ways to, to stay near the front. I'll give him that. Can we talk about Covington? We can. I don't have any answers for you, but we can. Absolutely. I mean, it deserves to be talked about, Who? but it, that doesn't mean I don't know. His teammate Mosman good. was killing it. Mosman was pretty good. Yeah. 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 yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I feel like he's no, going to be a podium guy thing. this year. I mean, he's going to be no on doubt. the podium. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, I think that's the toughest part for – for Covington, is he, you look over and you see Mosman on you know similar equipment anyway. Mosman's been uh, good lately too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, riding really well. Got a good start in the first moto, going fast. Lap times are good in practice. So you, you know that points to well the equipment is capable. You know, and that if you're Thomas, you're like, dang it, like that that's tough to swallow because you can't point to well we're we're lacking somewhere. You know, it's, yeah. it's more of yeah. what do I need to do to go right. faster at that point. I've heard. Um, I don't. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, don't, I honestly don't know if they ha- can pinpoint what's wrong. I've heard that he's not happy with his suspension a little bit, so there's some of that going on, but I can't see that being, you know, the, the problem right here. Like, they, they can call WP and, and see what... Well, you, you know, and, and the problem I have with that is that 
it wasn't just when the track was gnarly. Like in the first practice, when it's picture perfect track, 19. he was nineteenth. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's a problem. You know that he should be. If it's a suspension problem and it's just like, man, the bike when the track got rough, I didn't have any confidence in it. That's one thing. But when when the track's perfect and you're still nineteenth, that's that's something else. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So I, I would have to agree on was, that one. Hill, I mean, Hill didn't have a good day, but honestly, what did we think Hill was going to do? That about that, right? I was going to ask you. Okay, well, I was going to ask you who had a worse day, Covington or, or Hill. I mean, on paper, Covington, but I mean, rex, expectations slash, you know, yeah, all that. I, I'll give you, I'll give you Covington because of the expectations. Hill, I don't have. I, I expect better than twentieth. I mean, he qualified eighth, mm-hmm. so I, you know, if he goes out there and he gets eleventh, you know, he beats Suleme and beats the guys he's expected to beat, then no big deal. But yeah, riding around in 20th is is not acceptable for a guy like Justin what Hill with that equipment first, with that much talent. What did he get in the first round? Uh, 18th? No. What did he get? Uh, 16th. 16th. 16th in the first moto for Hill. Yeah, 16-21 is not yeah. acceptable for, for his How caliber. How much he's getting paid? Yeah, when either. you look at LeMay or Todd Waters or Freddie Norn, right? Well, and just, I Master mean, pool. forget the money, forget all that, just equipment and talent. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's what it comes down to once the gate drops. The money right. doesn't count anymore. Right. He just should beat those guys. It just should go that way. Uh, for the first time ever, Tim Ferry is uh, watching this show. He asked me if it was free. Then he asked me uh, where it was and all of this. <laughs> and he is sending me a running commentary on what we're talking about, by the way. Uh, hold on. Okay. Holy so, shit. Holy shit. Tim yeah. Ferry's watching Tim Ferry. Right yeah. He's watching it, right? Oh, my God. He complimented you once on a text, and now you're just. Yeah, I could die now. I could die a happy man now. That like, he said you were good? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Kill me now, I'm happy. JT and I are just rolling our eyes, by the way, at that. <laughs> so, um, uh, AC winning was great, and we're going to have him on here in a little bit. Kenny winning was great. Both of those guys uh, rebounded uh, from, you know, things that happened in Supercross that weren't so good for him to uh, to take the win. So good good job for both of those guys. Um, I th- But I think if either of those guys win the title, and we've talked about Roxon and, and his physical issues, A-Ray, but even AC, if AC wins this title, both of those guys that won Hankdown, if they win this title, they'll both be a, a mild surprise. Overcoming adversity. Yeah, you know, but they'll like, be a mild surprise. Yeah. You know, like AC, it's, you know, he's been there every year. Every year that he's been healthy, he's been there. He's mm-hmm. supposed to win pretty much, you know. But he missed all of outdoors last year. He's only won one national in his career. Now two. I mean, he started off good. Like, Put your from, mic a little closer. No, I'm sorry. That's okay. Thank yeah, you. he started off good, though. Yeah. You know, like. Yep. As soon as he came out of amateurs, he was good. And then right when Supercross ain't, he was bang, two wins. And then, obviously, his shoulder popped out. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, we've been waiting on this for a long time with AC. Yeah. So, it's time for him to get it done. What if he wins it, man? Like, what a story that'll be. That'd be good. Yeah. I mean, will he move up to 450 after that Supercross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's moving up. I, I believe he is. We'll ask him tonight. But Yeah. Uh, we got the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Before we uh, do that, JT... I got an email from a guy named Skyler. He said, uh, hey, Steve, uh, I was wondering what your opinion is on something I was thinking about. Who is the best 250 rider to never win a title? Uh, I had a tough time coming up with names, but the three that come to mind were Hanny, Josh Grant, and maybe Ping. Anyways, just wondering your opinion on that. Thanks for the time, Steve. To never win a title. Now, I, w- I kind of went through the list in my mind, looked at outdoors, and in- I-, I assume he meant both, either one, outdoors or indoors, right? I would think that's yeah, kind of how I, I did it. So. Yeah. Um, I don't think Hanny makes that list just because of uh, outdoor stuff. Uh, Grant only won three 250 Supercrosses, not that many. 
Uh, Ping won four. Ping was never that We're good. In the best, the best small bike rider, or the best overall rider, the best small bike rider to not win a title. I came up with Grant's a good one. I came up with Andrew Short. One is, is Marty in there? Outdoors though. Oh, didn't Shorty win a two fifty Supercross title? Yeah, he did. No, he lost yeah, it. Pretty sure he did. No, no, he, no, no, he, he ran a number one next year. He ran a number one. Yeah, plate. he won the next year. I think. Oh, hold on, really? Okay, all right. Uh, Brock Sellards. Dude, Sellers was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. He was. I was. I was gonna say DV, but yeah, he wasn't. Uh, he didn't ride 250 or the little bike long enough. Yeah, he didn't really ride him, long enough. Yeah, did like, Yogi for him ride to the have zero bike? titles is pretty incredible. Uh, Yogi, Yogi ran it for a while. Yeah. Yep. Yogi, no, Yogi won a. Did he? Supercross? Did he not win? Maybe he didn't. Uh. Uh. He no. lost the yeah. Slink in '92. Yep. In 93. Yeah, Shorty never won a Supercross title. I'm looking right here. Really? Yeah, he never did. Wow, he went okay. to the final round with GL that one year, or Millsaps, yeah, one of the two. I thought he won something. I thought he well, he won races, but... Won a number one plate, though, I thought. No. So, Shorty never won. Um, he'd be in that list, I think. A lot of a lot of wins. Um, yeah, Tedesco, Tedesco beat him, I know, one year. Um, <laughs> okay. What about Yogi? Yogi, yeah, Yogi was, was good. good. I would say, man, I I'm gonna maybe point to Shorty. Shorty was Shorty's pretty damn good. One indoors and out. Yeah, no titles. Did did JG win outdoors on a 250? I feel like he probably has a couple, right? Maybe not. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he was not he was not great indoors on a 250. Oh yeah, yeah. Yogi won 94 125 title indoors, so he can't doesn't yeah. count on this list. Oh, it was good though. And dude, Sellers has a lot of wins. Sellers. Sellers so, was a bad dude. Yeah, yeah. Brock might never have... felt like Sellers was the best guy in his in his series, though. He was always second fiddle mm-hmm. to somebody. He was great. Don't get me wrong. No, no, incredible career. But when he you look at always second fiddle to somebody. But when you look at um, like look at the list, all time list, like everyone has a Supercross title, or you know what I mean? Does or, Timmy have one? Yeah, Timmy has a 90, 97 title. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Great. I think you know Sellers. Sellers has the benefit in Pingree too of longevity. I mean, they raced the little bike class forever. Yeah. So they they're they're almost compilers. Like, and that's a that's such a, such a negative connotation to it. But they they ran the numbers up because they were there for so long. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So interesting. So Shorty's on that list. Maybe JG. Not that many wins, but certainly talented as 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 all hell. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. Let's do the X brand goggle tear off segment. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions ever, or the choice of Alex Ray. EKSBrand.com, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save. Uh, Adam Entignap, Kyle Chisholm, Freddie... Fred, no, Freddie Norton doesn't wear him anymore, I don't think. Ben LeMay. Ben LeMay does, though. Ooh, ben yeah, LeMay. Ben LeMay. Mm. Solid. Solid. Did you see that stat today on Racer XJT that Ben LeMay has the most career 450 national starts out of any non-injured rider? Yeah, it was awesome. Like I didn't know that. Eight or eighty-nine. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, New goggle coming out. Yeah. New goggle for good. Oh, it's good. It's good. I haven't seen it. Uh, pul- but it's good. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but it's good. Actually, I did see it. I he seen hasn't it in seen Vegas. it, but it's good. I seen it in Vegas. It looks good. Good, good show, man. I like that. Hey. Uh, Pulp Show nineteen is the code to save. Uh, here we go. X brand goggles. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him? No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do this, Marks. 
Steve, whose managing style were you attempting to emulate at Hangtown? Tony Lessie? No, 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 no. <laughs> Tony would have been all up in Kiefer's grill. Oh, uh, I knew that Kiefer that was... going down. Uh, I knew that uh, Kiefer didn't need me all up in his grill at that moment. Um, whichever manager does the least amount of work, <laughs> that's who I was trying to emulate. Mm. So Jimmy Perry. Oh, I hope he's listening. Oh. I hope he's listening. He, ba- Dude, Jimmy Perry's good. He does a lot of work. What all do you right, mean? Well, like... After every practice, these things are printed out. He has lap times. Oh, he hits the print button. Oh, boy. That seems like so much work. You know what he says? You know what he says? Well, boys, there's room for improvement. (laughs) That's what he says. That's what Uh, he told me, at least. (laughs) People on on Twitter said uh, Rhino. Rhino would be a good pick, yeah. He he won a lot of nationals. He was gnarly, dude. So Rhino could be a guy. Robbie Renard. Yeah? Unadilla. Robbie. Robbie doesn't have a lot of indoor wins, though. When you really think about it, so um, does he have any? No, he doesn't have any. Robbie has never won a one twenty five Supercross. Yeah, I remember I looked at that stat. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe that either. Yeah, he never did. So, all right, next question. Hey Ray, does skipping the outdoors put you at an advantage or disadvantage for Supercross in twenty twenty? Uh, depends on how I spend my uh summer. If I spend my summer sitting on my ass, then it doesn't benefit me at all. But if I'm doing my motos, building my base. Training, riding. We're not. What? You done? 16 seconds. We're not setting up the testing for Hep Suzuki if we don't have a 2020 deal. Oh, jeez. I'm racing Paula, okay? Yeah. JT, A-Ray's racing Paula this weekend. Oh, yeah? All right. What's his handicap? What's his early handicap right now? Hep Suzuki or what? Yep. Uh, Went and got the race bike uh, this weekend. Went and rode it. It was good. What's his his handicap roughly, JT? Where are we putting him at? Um, I'm going to say... Something like uh, an 11. Something like that. Oh, okay. I thought it would be higher than that, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, me too. All right. okay. 11? All right. Um, I don't know. I mean, if we, we'll have to get the committee together to sort it out, but I'm just guessing. Yes. Going off of, He's like, got, results from last year and stuff? Is that how it works? Well, it's just, yeah. It's, and, you know, like, Bowers is a 9, so we have to factor in where other people are. You know, okay. So. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, but, we, yeah, we're not doing any testing for HAP without a deal. Hey, get attention, Dustin, attention, on the, get Dustin Dust- Pipes. Oh, gee. We need a, <laughs> Are we starting this? Yeah, we need a 2020 deal. Otherwise, why, I'm going to be fired before I even get a ride. Nah, he likes the exposure. The show gets him. He's not going to fire you. All right, next question. <laughs> JT, who was the best team manager you worked worked with or rode for? Um, You know, it's kind of a weird answer, but I would say being around Michael Byrne now, uh, he's very, very good. And I didn't ride for him, but I, w- I rode with him, and I've obviously been, you know, in association with him for the last few years and watched him work with Chad Reed and do some other stuff. So he's great at it, you know. But but the, his biggest skill is not really the managerial side; it's more of working with riders, and kind of the manager side goes along with it. Uh, he's just very very good with thirty five seconds rider side and, and understanding 30, how to make those guys their best. Thirty eight. All right. I don't care about your time. Well, can we ask this Moser guy if that qualifies? I mean, because Moser said you had to ride for him. Worked with or rode for. Okay. All I feel right. like that's kind of all-encompassing for okay. pretty much any team manager. Yep. All right. Well, and I'll go through I'll go through a little bit for you. Uh, Geraldo Ferracci, not good. <laughs> um, then I went to uh, Subway, Chuck Schultz, the worst. Like literally the worst. I mean, every possible negative thing you can throw at it, go there. So, and then 
I went to Butler Brothers and Forrest. Forrest is good, but he's the owner too, and he's doing every job under the sun. So it was it was impossible for him to keep up. What about um, what about yeah, the Excel was, Excel Yamaha manager? <laughs> uh, yeah, he was terrible. Also, I, I don't know why I worked for so many people that like to like steal money and and yeah. basically break the law and lie, <laughs> um, steal money, lie, yeah. everything else, right? Yeah, oh, just geez. some horrible people I dealt with. Right. Yeah, I can see what you say uh, about Michael Byrne. You know, I see him on track walk, and he's like one of those guys who's super, super knowledgeable. So whenever we're doing track walk, like I mean, I'll walk up, you know, and kind of like listen in his ear a little bit, you know, just because he can dissect the track. And see stuff that other people can't. He's kind of like a yeah. DB. He's super knowledgeable right. about yep. that stuff. We used to, we used to just sit around when we were racing together, and just watch tape like of the past race and the year before going into a weekend. And I think you know I've gotten pretty good at that, but a lot of the the fundamentals of how to do that I learned from him over just you know hours, just hundreds of hours of breaking that stuff down. And and once you learn the fundamentals of how to do it, then you can apply it to really any situation. But even the articles I write now and the analysis we do on all these janky shows we do, uh, I learned a lot of that stuff from him about how how to actually do that. So, yeah, super smart guy. Right. And you got to be creative whenever you're racing a 2005 KX250. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. He was well paid, though. <laughs> That's true. Steve, did you require any media to sign a contract prior to interviewing your writer? No, but that would have been a great idea to whip that out and, 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 and have that happen. That would have been fantastic. Michael, what the hell happened? Michael Lindsay shadowed us. Produced a video from the day. Ari, what one thing do you need planned to improve on for 2020? Uh, I wouldn't say it's just one thing, um, but I would say racecraft and consistency. Ten point two. Yeah. Good job. JT, why isn't the gear key for war available to purchase? Hmm. It was just one off stuff. We never intended to sell it. Um it it was just an idea we had and honestly it was built for a retro race. You know, uh they used to have a retro race every year, well that's kinda of gone away. So it was just kind of sitting on the shelf to be honest. And with the Saint Jude race in Nashville we just said, Hey, that's a great opportunity, let's let's use it. Um, so it had been kind of in the, you know, just loaded and ready for a long time. Did you wear the original uh, flag gear that was that style? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was it yeah, was the yeah, Subway year, wasn't it? it? Yeah. Subway year. Yeah, I debuted it at Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, I remember seeing uh, that. 03. Well, if yeah, they want yeah. that gear, they can just get on eBay and find it somewhere. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this stuff fits way better, trust me. <laughs> Steve, with Kiefer coming up short on his UPS delivery... What does Heather get to do to him? I don't know. I didn't ask. Heather's going to give him the US UPS <laughs> UPS treatment. treatment. Yeah. yeah going to yeah. go all the way around. But no, I should I should uh I should tell our listeners though. Yeah, you like that? That uh A-Ray got UPS for 15th in Vegas. Oh jeez. Yep. No, I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. No, yes, you did. No, and congratulations on that. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I don't really want to get into what they do with <laughs> Who knows? God knows. But, all right. Uh, does your hey Ray, does your chick offer incentives for results like oh. Mrs. Kiefer? Oh, oh there geez. we go. Yeah, apparently she oh, does. <laughs> I know if I do shitty, she ain't talking to me. She's like pissed. So I mean, that, that's kind of a good thing, right? Yeah, you she know, gets like, on you. Yeah, definitely gets on me, but not on you. Uh, pfft. 
I mean, bro. What about J-Bone? Does J-Bone get mad at you? J-Bone always loves me. J- J- no matter that, how J-Bone's it. my go-to. J-Bone is like, I do shitty. I'll come home, and he'll look at me just like I won the race. So that's, <laughs> I, he just, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, no, every, you know? every, yeah. We get it. We see every day on Instagram. I'm a dog dad, man. Right. It's awesome. Right. JT, if Mathis was a team manager, what's something he would excel at and something he would suck at? Uh, he would be great at promoting the team. I think he would get a lot of sponsors to sign on that otherwise would not. Uh, what he would he suck at? Um, probably just the managerial organizational side. He's no. not the most organized dude I've ever met. Please. So everything else about being a manager? Please. My shit was. Well, running. there's a lot of a lot of parts to it. You can't run a team without money, so I think you'd be good at coming up with funding for it. My shit was tight at Hangtown. Tight. I ran a tight ship. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I you didn't do anything. <laughs> you don't know what I did or didn't do. I do. I know exactly what you did. It was nothing. Oh, I did a lot. Help tear the truck. Help tear the tent down. I did do that. All right. Because you didn't want to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. That's uh, that's the X-Brand Goggle tariff segment, and uh, thanks to those guys as well for coming in and, and sponsoring that segment. Appreciate that. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one job board uh, and the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates. Uh, upload your resume for free today. The first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Uh, we've had the WPS Fly Guys on here before that have been looking for a job. This week's job of the week is uh, Hinson Clutch Basket entry-level customer service rep at Hinson full-time or part-time, uh, the world world leader in high-performance clutches. They're seeking entry-level inside customer service rep or full or part-time employment in Upland, California. So Hinson, Hinson Racing, check it out, entry-level customer service rep, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Um, all right, JT, so what are we going to see this weekend, Paula? Are we going to see more of the same? Do we have somebody who so. redeems themselves? Well, you know, uh, I think so. But, it, you know, it'll be interesting on a few levels. You know, Kenny Roxon's coming up on the show. I mean, that was – that first moto ride was incredible. I mean, yeah. he was two and a half seconds better than everybody else. I did not see that coming. We've seen that level from him before, mm-hmm. but it's been a minute. You yeah. know, and I don't think anybody anybody really saw that coming. So, congrats to him, but – you know, can he back that up? I don't know. You know, that's, we'll find out on Saturday. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, is there know, the opening salvo was was sent oh. out there, and and now the people that struggled have to respond and they have to bounce back, which is pretty common for Hangtown. And then the guys that started on the right foot, you know, now they've got a chance to put their hammer hammer down and uh, really put some points on people. Talk about the best two fifty rider. Somebody in the chat room says Joey Savacci, and they have a point. Joey Savacci has a lot of wins, dude. No championships. Class. No championships. Hey, Joey. Yep. Yep. That's good. Joey might be a guy. Uh, a Ray, before you know, we let Jake. If, oh. if he didn't crash so all those times, even if he didn't win the title, it would be a runaway victory for him. Yeah. He you threw so would many different good finishes away. Um, before we let JT go, we bring up Rox in here on the show. Um, a Ray. So Paula is the local SoCal track. Mm-hmm. Guys like the Baker Factory dudes or the Sandbox dudes, are, like, are they at a disadvantage? Because I mean, I don't know. Because. I mean, I was there for the pro day thing, and yeah. AC was okay. So ripping, right? Okay. He was ripping there. So and just, I mean, he's a moto sandbox guy. So, I mean, I feel like because I what about the, the guy, what about guys? the guys that just go there every Wednesday, star guys or whatever? Yeah, when I mean, the star guys are definitely going to be good, 
Right. Um, but I don't think they're at a disadvantage just because, dude, we... I mean, everyone rides that track so damn much. Okay. I mean, right. dude, like... I mean, if they're in California, they got to go they go there at least once during the week. And right. they're, I mean, they're back and forth, California and Florida, a lot. Yep. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that there's a huge advantage for this. I mean, the star guys and a few of the guys that live in California full time, there's maybe a little bit of an advantage, but I wouldn't say it's like what, results changing. What do you think, JT? I don't think it's going to matter. All those guys have ridden it a lot. They've all tested yeah. there okay. in their moto testing. Um, you know, it's it's basically just like having a, the National Glen Helen. Everybody's got a million hours there, whether it's Paul or Glen Helen or anywhere else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And the track's like totally different from when. Yeah. From what we've been riding right. on. I right. mean, obviously we had that pro day, but it's a, quite a bit different. Okay. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Please check them out on the web as usual. Our Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast will be on Wednesday, where I get to gloat about uh, my incredible day, Marks. And JT, incredible day playing Pulp Mix Fantasy. <laughs> um, or are you going to knock me down some you more? Did. Are you going to knock me down no, some you more? No, you did have a strong day. No, Mark's, Mark's knocked it. me down. Mark somehow found, found I points. I didn't knock you down. I knocked others up. Oh, okay, thanks. Yep, there's a slight difference there. Jerk off. <laughs> uh, all right, JT, thanks, buddy. Yep. All right, guys. See thanks. You. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Kenny Roxon's coming right up. Let's get to this caller. He's been on hold for a while. Uh, Diego, what's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, what's up, man? Good night. What's going How on? How are you doing? Good. Uh, so... I got a couple questions. Uh, first of all, how do you think Kenny Robson is going to do throughout the outdoors? I wouldn't be asking this question if it didn't do so well in Hangtown. But, like, remember 2013, 14, he faded halfway throughout the outdoors and with the physical issues. Yeah, like but, I dude, that, that was – he'd won, he'd won two championships since then. You know, he was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I said, the physical I, issues, I don't know. Yeah, I said at the beginning of the show, like, I, I don't know. We're going to have him on here in a little bit, and I'm going to ask him about it. Um, like, if he doesn't figure that out, I don't know how he can win championship this year in, you know, 100-degree humidity and all of that, right? Like, that's going to be yeah, for sure. so gnarly. Hot as balls. Yeah, so, like, he has to figure out what's going on with his with his body physically, and then, in my mind, he can win. Absolutely. We saw him. He's, he's one of the greatest oh, outdoor sure. riders of all time. Great. but but I just until he tells me like, hey, I'm better, I'm feeling better. I, I can't I can't pick him for this title. But he was amazing at Hangtown. Yeah, for sure. I, I saw I see him really edging Tomac a yeah. bunch of rounds. Right, right. Oh yeah, and I agree. If he's feeling it, 100 percent, he can ride Tomac or better than Tomac. Yeah, but great battles. Yes, like, yes. So, so and the second question: How was Kiefer's Hangtown? I didn't actually get to know like how far was he from qualifying. Yeah, he was Did pretty he- pretty far off. He he was qualified 55th. Out uh-huh. uh, out of uh, out of seventy three guys, um, we'll be back for redemption, Apollo. Yeah, we're gonna try to do better at Paula. Yeah. His LCQ, he started well in LCQ. He got like eighth place start in LCQ and kind of went backwards a little bit. Honestly, he he didn't he didn't gel with the track. He didn't like the the ruts and the lines and everything else. Um, and and he just was nervous. He got arm pump. <laughs> like there was a lot going on. Yeah, first race, and I don't know how long for him. Yeah, yeah, he he'll be better at Paula, like yeah. A Ray says. Uh, he knows that place better. So, for sure. you know, okay. yeah, but, but he, yeah, it, it was surprising. The, the Kiefer I watched out there was not the guy that I've seen ride just on, you know, practice days. Like yeah. he, he didn't look the same. So that's good. That's good. Coming right. from the team manager, you know? Yeah. So, all right, man. Thanks yeah. for the call. Okay. So one, one last question. Yep. How much do the whole, sh- whole shots pay in the outdoors? They don't pay anything. Nothing. Oh, wow. I yeah. Mean, my dad was like, they for sure pay like 
10 grand for a oh, whole no, shot. No, no, like, no. They, no way. In, in Supercross, I think they were given out $1,000 whole shot checks or something. I don't even think that anymore. Was, no, not, not anymore, but <laughs> oh, no, it was only yeah. 1000 at one point. So, yeah, yeah. no, they don't pay anything. Rec- uh, right. They Appreciate might have, it, like, a little bit Thank of a you, bonus man. from Appreciate the team. It. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Uh, every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory. Sales at PivotWorks.com. Uh, if you want a two-stroke or a four-stroke piston, uh, please check them out. VertexPistons.com or step to your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston kit today. OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. Sales at PivotWorks.com to get a deal on a top-end kit. From the folks at Vertex, uh, let's bring on our next guest. This man was the big winner this weekend in Hangtown in 450 class. Absolutely put on a clinic in the first moto and took the overall win. It's uh, Team Honda's Kenny Roxon. K-Rock, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, Kenny? Hey, good, good guys. Good. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, man, when you qualified first... I figured it might be a good day for you because you're never up the top of those charts, or very rarely anyway, so you were feeling it early on in Hangtown, huh? Yeah, um, honestly, I mean, I just went out and practiced, and I just, no matter what, I was always, I just wanted to go out there. You know, this is the first race. I just wanted to go out there and do my best every single time. I'm over, you know, I'm over, like, just riding around and, mm-hmm. and, and not feeling great. I've put my mind into a different spot now, and... Um, yeah, just went out, did the best I could every single time, and it worked out great for this weekend. Did you did you feel really good though? Did, were you like in that first practice? Were you like, hey, I gotta be? No. Oh, no. you didn't? No. <laughs> no. No, I yep. just um, not. I wasn't. You know, like in 2016, like I knew. You know, I I was just so comfortable with everything and right. so so good with everything. I always knew, and even honestly, no matter how the practice was going to be, I was always like. It doesn't really matter because once I once yeah. I go racing, I know I was going to be the the best guy out there. Mm-hmm. But this weekend, I didn't. I just went out there and no expectations and not knowing what's going to be like the other guys might be. I don't know a lot faster or not. I just went out there and and just tried to do the best I could. And luckily, it was you know going in a good way. Yeah. Now, obviously, you got Tomac in the second moto. It was a mutter. Rain was falling. Did you, you knew you had the overall if you hung in second? Did that come into play at all a little bit for you, or or did Eli, I mean, Eli told me that you showed him a few lines, uh, which helped him out? But did that fact come into play when you were out there? Yeah, for sure. Um, especially after after quite a while. I mean, I got you know I think we all did. Just got really sketchy a few times, and yep. I just backed it down. I am not quite a hundred percent like comfortable on the bike yet, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. we just haven't dialed it in as good as for example in 2016 um but i am you know yep working toward getting the same feeling but at the same time i am not going crazy you know i have enough experience i'm not going crazy and trying to flip everything upside down and searching for something i'm we're like working towards a direction and uh you know just trying to get a bit more comfortable right so i wasn't comfortable enough to yep um and i noticed it because obviously with it being so sloppy everybody's going to have mistakes and you know people are going to be a little but I noticed some things that were too much mm-hmm. and it wasn't, you know, I just wasn't, it was just doing some weird things that I wasn't hundred percent happy with, but I just kind of had to, you know, I just right. took it as it was and try to make it through there. See a Ray, don't just keep pinning it when you're not that comfortable. Jeez. All right. All I right. Mean, all right. Hey, listen to Kenny. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, like he said, he looked like, it looked like he was riding within his comfort zone. It looked like he was hopping the bumps. Yeah. To I mean, he may not say he looked comfortable or felt comfortable, but it looked like he was comfortable. It looked like he had some really good lines flowing and yeah. just tried to stay consistent and not overriding the bike. And I felt like he made less mistakes than anyone else. And mm-hmm. that, that's it, it's it's a lot better this way because I've also 
been very comfortable before like in Supergirls felt like I was ripping and mm-hmm. I wasn't even in the top five <laughs> yeah we were, we were talking about that yeah. earlier today whenever we were e-back life you know yeah. like we said something about Kiefer you know like some some days like Redbud last year I felt like I was ripping in practice right and then the results she's come back and I'm like alright boys well I'm headed to the LCQ yeah so I mean it's yeah I mean I can definitely that has to be so frustrating as a rider when you think you're ripping, and then and then it's just like wow. Yeah, you come back and you're, yeah. getting your gl- you're like wow. I was actually getting yeah. my goggle strap blown off. Right, um, Kenny. I was talking to a lot of riders, and it's the first outdoors, and there's not a lot of prep for it because you just come off the Supercross season. So a lot of riders I talked to weren't happy with their bike setup. Chase Sexton mentioned it to me. A few Eli mentioned it to me, and you just said something that that also got got in my head where like how much of that is just not enough time riding outdoors, and how much of that is hey. I legitimately need to work on testing on my bike or how much of that is just the feeling of outdoors that are just so different. Is there much of a difference? Yeah. I mean, there is, but you know, obviously we are in such a time crunch. Yep. We don't, you know, like GP riders, for example, they have months to really <laughs> right. prep everything, you know, and, and we kind of don't. And it's really, it's tough because at the same time, you know, you want to try and test, but then you run out of time and you have to do some motos as well. But then doing motos on something that you're not happy with is like, not the key either because coming to racing you know you mm-hmm. have to have something that you're halfway decent and that you like you know so there's this super fine line and and sometimes honestly you can get lucky and you hit the target dead on like in 2016 dude i didn't do you know yeah you know with oscar coming in and we did some changes to the motor and whatever we had a really good base suspension setting and i didn't change hardly anything at all so that is like ideal situation but obviously it doesn't you know, it doesn't very often happen. So, mm-hmm. um, a little bit, little difficult situation. Yeah. I think not just for me. I think for a lot of riders, probably. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I agree. And, and my days as a mechanic, the same thing. And another thing happened the first time we went east. You had to change a bunch of stuff because of the dirt out east. You know, yeah. and you were like, okay, well, the rider's not. He's not. He's feeling that the the dirt grabbed the tire. He's feeling the suspension being softer and all that stuff. You know, and you're like, okay, we got to start testing again back and, east. And then sometimes too. Yeah, and- like coming off a of super sometimes too coming off a of supercross you're so used to having your suspension stiff as shit like yeah. all the time right you think like whenever you get back onto outdoor stuff you're like wow this stuff feels like a couch like we need to go stiffer we need to go stiffer yep. but whenever that you could be just going backwards and digging yourself a hole. yeah yeah, it, yeah sure. did the uh, did the magic link stay on the bike i know you guys found a link in supercross and it looked really good for you guys is that is that work for outdoor stuff or is that is that gone yeah, I'm on the same one. Okay. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Kenny Roxon from Honda about his Hangtown win. Uh, Kenny, so look, this is you've won motos before, but this was your first overall win uh, since your injury, and you haven't got a Supercross win yet either that we'll talk about in a little bit. But at all emotional for you at all to think about that? I mean, you've come so close, and you've won motos before. I didn't take it that you were super emotional about it as if this was a complete comeback all the way or anything like that or is that just media looking into storylines and all of that for you um you know i think yeah it wasn't as emotional but my inside feeling was you know i mean i was i was so happy just for the team and everything and and even like later on like i was just so it was a very satisfying feeling but i have you know I, i i've been in these shoes before and I have championship mentality, so mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it, it is what it is. It's great, but after the race, it's before the race, and I, I always keep that in my mind. Yeah, interesting, right? Yeah, you're looking at a long picture here. You're like, that's what I'm paid to do, yeah. win championships, basically, is what what you're getting at? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many races ahead, and this was so, it it came, 
you know, I think for a lot of people, it just kind of came a little bit unexpected here. But mm-hmm. you know, I I changed my with all the with all the crap that's happened in Supercross, and you know, I needed I needed answers for certain things, and you know, I had to I had to flip a switch, and um, I am working on a lot of stuff, and I will be better and stronger every single weekend. That's a fact because my preparation for here hasn't been you know anywhere near where it was supposed to be, but at the same mm-hmm. time. I didn't feel too terrible out there. So no. I'm, no, I just got positive uh, positive energy in me right now. Yeah, we've been watching the Red Bull Moto Spy things. You've alluded to things not going on, maybe from the antibiotics you were taking after the Lyme and all of that. And after the race, you just told me, hey, I woke up. I feel great. Um, and is it going to be one of those things where you don't quite have a handle on it and, and certain days will be better than others until you really get to the bottom of this? Here's the thing, man. Um, I, for, so... You know, when I, in Supercross, when I started going downhill, mm-hmm. I swear to you, I would have lost a bet for a lot of money because I would have sworn to you I have either a blood infection. I didn't yeah. know, but I'm like, dude, I, something something isn't right. Epstein or I something. So yeah. Bad, yeah. I couldn't even do a half a lap on Supercross. That's how bad it was. I swear to you. I mean, yeah. you know, my practice mechanic, he's around me every single day. There was days I went out there, and I don't even know why I left the house because I was feeling so miserable. Yeah. And I went on the track, and... I was so out of it, everything, my focus, my body, my fatigue, my everything, you know. I felt like I was riding supercross and, like, bumming around there, and I felt like my heart rate was 90. Like, I couldn't even get into, like, a, a fighter mode or anything, right. you know. So And that and that happened for so long. It was – that's what was so frustrating, you know. You get sick, whatever. You feel like crap for a week or whatever, and you bounce back from it. But the fact is that my body has changed after all these surgeries, um, mm-hmm. whether I like it or not. And I was expecting that at one point to, like, wake up one day and be like, oh, here we go. Like, yep. now it's uphill. That never happened, though, you know. Um, and even up until Vegas, I was, like, struggling and stressing because it's not fun for me going to the races that way. And right. in everyday life because, you know, I hate waking up every day and I feel okay. And then within 20 minutes, everything just went south so bad. And I'm like, this is not normal. Like, I am yeah. not out of shape. You know, I've trained for months and months and months. I started going really good, and all of a sudden, shit really hit the fan, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. And then um, I started going downhill, and whether I, 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 I didn't even, that's why I didn't talk about it anymore on the races, because it doesn't help me, you know what I mean? I was really avoiding the media and the TV people coming over and asking me, like, hey, has anything changed? I couldn't hear it anymore, yeah, because trust nothing me, did, trust, and yeah, you, it, is, it was what it was. So now, you know, I saw the, I've seen these specialists, and... I went up to Stanford after Vegas mm-hmm. to uh, really get uh, get an insight on stuff. And, you know, I had some problems a little bit, and I think everybody does when you're an athlete like that and we work out a lot or whatever. There are certain things that are not going to be 100% absolutely, you know, top-notch, but nothing we could pinpoint that said, oh, well, that's why everything is that right, way. You know? right. I think there were a lot, of, a lot of little things that could end up being, you know, one big thing. But overall... Even the genetics doctor that I saw said that it most likely has been from the because I was on back-to-back antibiotic cycles. Mm-hmm. And with my body the way it was, when you're on an antibiotic cycle, it cleans you out, meaning it kills your bad bacteria, which is what you want, but it also cleans out your good bacteria, mm-hmm. everything, you know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, I was already in kind of a deficit in that, and that just gave me the last little bit. And from there on, I really like right now. I'm just working on um, getting into a daily routine, week in, week out, and getting my body and everything back to you know where it's supposed to be. So that's kind of like the the switch that I had to flip. Yep. And I have to you know it's a fact that I have to fight through some certain discomforts or whatever when yeah, it yeah. comes to training. 
but I am ready for that. Like, I don't, I, you know, if I have, if somebody told me, can go out and eat some horse shit or whatever, that'll make you better, I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. There was no such thing. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm ready. Like, I'm in a good spot right now and I'm, I'm hungry and I'm, um, yeah. you know, yeah, I can, so I can, I'm I, ready for whatever. I can attest you blowing off the media, bro. You, put me off forever so thanks for doing this i appreciate it i know it. yeah <laughs> no i know i get it well here's the thing you've been a winner your whole life you've won a gps you've won national championships you won supercrosses you've been a winner your entire life and for this to happen like i was sitting in the press box same thing like i'm going what the hell i can't imagine on the inside from monday to friday how damn frustrating this must have been for you you know it, it, i couldn't even imagine yeah yeah it's depressing it really was and i was you know, even my wife, like, she's, like, really after everything, right? So right. I was juicing in the morning, like, fresh homemade juices every single morning. And, like, this was the most the most I've ever watched anything I do. You know, yep. I mean, in 2016, yep. I had three beers every Friday night because <laughs> I didn't care about anything. Yeah, yeah. And I went out and I freaking won almost every single moto, you know? Yep. And now I'm doing this, like, you know, I started feeling iffy and I'm doing everything. And I feel like I'm simply going backwards and nothing ever improved. Yep. yep. So I was literally, you know, that's why I didn't want to come on the show either because I was in no mental state. I was just over it. Like, yeah. I couldn't do it. I just right. didn't want to do it. And then and then on weekends you feel good, uh, like Nashville, that shit happens. And you're just like, what What else? What else can happen? No, like, no. Yeah. You know what I hear the crazy thing? I felt like crap. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, because you look great all day. Yeah. Even I went on a run on Friday and I didn't even know why because I'm like, dude, I feel so shitty. I don't need, but I felt like I had the need to do something, you know, otherwise I would have gone crazy. So I'm like yeah. going on this run or whatever. <laughs> And even try like I go to track walk on Saturday and I get these like big bonks, you know, like as if I'm like getting the flu, like right, right. I'm doing track walk and I'm like, dude, I don't like I'm freaking miserable right now. But then if you look at my riding, nobody sees it from the outside. That's right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that could have been a race where I could have, you know, you know, this entire moto I was miserable. Like I'm dude. talking about my body was soft. Like I wasn't, but I was still going so fast. I could have, that could have been a good podium for me. If not, maybe a win. I mean, Eli yeah. was on it, but. So was I. You know yeah, I mean? no, I, I think I liked you to win that night, I think. Uh, and I can't imagine, dude, like you're getting paid millions of dollars. Uh, you have the biggest social following in the sport. You have all these fans, and you're not at your level where you need to be, and and just all the pressures, man. And you're just like, I don't know. I don't have a broken – if I have a broken arm or, yeah. or a broken finger, yeah, I get it. Exactly. But you know, I, Question I, marks. Yeah. Yep. The entire time, question marks. Yep. That's all. Mm-hmm. Even uh, me. Yeah. You know, I was arguing with some – with some people on Instagram in my comments, I'm like, you know, <laughs> Block you I'm doing this for fun? Like, you think I'm going out there wanting to get an eight? Then right. you're freaking high, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I don't and, know. And, like, and, and Kehoe uh, and Sam are wondering what's up, and Courtney's wondering what's up, and Fox guys are wondering what's every fans. It's just everywhere you go. Everywhere hey, you go. Yeah. For a while, every single weekend, I mean, all day, but when the night show started, I was already wishing that the main event was just over. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, Miserable. man, Hangtown certainly was an, uh, an awesome, and you rode great. And, and really all good. Of that. Yeah. I needed that. I well, really needed it. And you're you're riding around in fourth gear. You're barely revving the bike. You're standing up. You just it's just picture perfect, Kenny Ro- Kenny Roxon, right? See, just, that's like yeah. no back. Like it, I kind of got a little bit of flashback of 2016, and it just yep. I don't know. It just kind of like I felt like I don't know. Yep. I guess you know last year coming in the outdoors. I mean that was a complete shit show. I just. I don't even know how I raced in Hangtown because yeah. my thumb, I, I believe it or not, I still have some problems with my thumb. Not sure what it is. Luckily, not as bad anymore. Right. But last year, I'm, I did. I had to get ready 30 minutes before I would, normally would because I had to tape everything up and well, I had somebody tape it up. You know, there was yep. so much work prepping for to go racing and mm-hmm. riding and uh, the aggravation through the 
through the entire week with my hand hurting and everything. And then, you know, there was a time, especially before Hangtown, I couldn't, you know, I had to stop riding because I was literally riding parade laps. That, that yeah. was my training the entire yeah. time. Damn, man, I can't believe it. Uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Kenny Roxon on the show. Sales at pivotworks.com. If you want a discount from two-stroke or four-stroke Pistons, uh, give us give an e- email to sales at pivotworks.com. We got a call for you here from Skippy. Skippy, what's up? What's your question for uh, Honda's Ken Roxon? What's going on, boys? What's up, Skippy? Chilling, chilling. Hey, so uh, like what was mentioned, you seem to be standing up a lot and feeling the flow and stuff like that. How much of your you know, background uh, in Europe and stuff like that, you know, played an uh, influence in your riding style? And is there you know more times where you're standing up more than others? Yeah, did Papa take the so, seat off when you were a kid? Sorry, said it again. Did Papa take seat? the seat off when you were a kid? When you were learning how to ride, like one of those things, how to stand <laughs> up, you know? No, not that, but I don't know. It just kind of came, it comes naturally to me. Like I don't, when I'm riding, I don't think about like standing up where I have to stand out, keep my elbows up, all that crap. I have never been a fan of doing a school here or somebody's telling me how to ride. I've never been a fan of it. And I don't know. I, I might just have gotten lucky that, you know, I ride the way I ride. I don't know. I just, you know, there's so many different styles in motocross and you, some are really aggressive and a lot of moving on the bike and whatever. And, you know, I just, I just feel like when you're young, you can teach people and, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. overall, I mean, I just went out there, had fun, and um, I I don't think about it. So I guess the standing up and the line choice and everything, it kind of just comes luckily, naturally to me. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a great style for sure. Thanks, Skippy. Thank you. Yeah, hey, real quick. Yep. Hey, Ray, your pass on the LTQ in Vegas was definitely the best pass of the night. On the roller, that was sick. Man, I don't even remember. I don't remember either. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, but he he dominated the LCQ. Hey, so. LCQ winner right here, baby. He, he gets an LCQ win <laughs> bonus, actually, right? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Skippy. How much do you get for a bonus? How much? Uh, I think 500 bucks. 500 bucks From a couple different people. Actually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. LCQ. Yeah, wins. dude. I'm just racking in the dough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it helps. Better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Kenny. I'm just racking in all the bonuses, bro. <laughs> LCQ <laughs> wins. I ain't getting... Hey, I ain't getting paid if I win an LCQ. Uh, <laughs> I, hey. Kenny, do you have any tips on how to start the Suzuki, like kickstart? I remember, you know, back in the day, he's giving me the finger right now. <laughs> Dude, they got to get electric start. Come hey, on. Hey, RM Army, baby. <laughs> We're still kicking. <laughs> Hey, I don't, I don't, I did, I never mind. I didn't mind it. It might, you know, the yeah, bike started so easy. Almost. Yeah. So when you stall an uh, electric start bike, it you don't just hit the button. It doesn't start up right away. You have to still kind of put it in neutral. You still got to yeah, put that, it or, or else it'll... you got to kind of wait a second or right. whatever, and then you know, because if you hit the button right away, right. I mean, you can hold it on there for thirty minutes; it won't start. You have to like, it's, I don't know, it's like yeah. weird. You actually did put a kickstart back on your Honda last year, right? It was last year, or year before, after Monster Cup. Yeah, yeah. Kenny had a kickstart. Yeah. Kenny went to kickstart. So <laughs> the last few, uh, the last few outdoor races, yeah, like the last three, I think. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Hondas, uh, Kenny, you re up with them uh, for a multi year deal. Um, did you talk to anybody else? Did they come to you? Did you and Astafan go to them? How did that sort of come together and, and, and all of that? And you wanted to commit again to, to Honda and, and Honda that committed to you? Um, well, for me, you know, first off, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say that there weren't many options. But for me, what the, you know, the one thing that made sense was that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where I was leaning towards anyway. Yep. So, you know, obviously that whole conversation, I was – hoping that they were, you know, not going to be not interested, you know what I mean? So yep, yep. we're going to get something from them at least to look at. But I really I did, I did, really didn't want to go, even though we've had our struggles. But, 
I don't really, I never really wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. So did it come together pretty easy? Like as far as agreeing on a number and all of that? Like was it fairly pretty easy for you? Yeah. yeah. I didn't have to do much with it. But, you know, <laughs> I obviously just got updates and there's certain things that has to be uh, discussed about. And yeah. um, obviously having a three-year deal is amazing. Yep. And with Honda and me, like we, you know, we got a great relationship and they really, you know, they do whatever, whatever it takes, which is great. Mm -hmm. But also besides all the racing, like I feel like there's so many doors open and it just made the most sense. And even in the future when I'm retired, like I, I you know, I will think I will always be a Honda guy and, you know, whether that's racing dirt bikes or maybe going in a different direction. Doing something else, future. yeah. Who knows? Um, do you think that be, after three, will you want to hang it up? Do you know? Do you have a plan or do you want to re-up again? Do you, I don't know exactly how old you are, but that would put you late 20s, right? I'm, I just turned 25. Right. Um, and, you know, it's a very good question. If, you know, if the years go like the last couple of years have been, <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep doing it. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I am still striving st uh, towards, you know, getting some consistency and just have fun racing and, and just, you know, not always going through struggle. That's what's the most miserable about it. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, I don't think everything will ever be like 100 and everything's great, but, you know, right now, like when things just go, when I when I can just work on my body and on my bike, yep. then I love it. But if I have to deal with, you know, the injuries and then now I came back and, and I started doing good and then, you know, mm -hmm. I dealt with that crap again. Like, that's what makes it not so fun, obviously. So, honestly, I don't know as of right now. Three yep. years is quite far away. And, you know, if things go good, and I don't know, maybe go to GPs afterwards, maybe do a year or two. I don't know. Yep. See what happens, would, right? I'm kind of keen about it. So, I don't know. We'll see. I just want to see you ride the Destinations again. Yeah. I want to see good. you do that. You're so good at that, right? Like, that's you've sh sh just yeah. shined at that event in the years past. So well, Not last year. No, no, yeah, well, de definitely, uh, yeah, in other in other years, um, I've seen better days than last year. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it 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 was weird. It was I just trucked it up again to you know kind of the season you had a little bit. I'm like, huh, okay, all right. I sort of have a a tech question for you. Uh, huh? I was just curious about a little bit like bike setup. Um, you've obviously had some tragic injuries to your arms um, and wrists, so I was curious if you run maybe like a softer plusher setup like in your fork, just for like feel i guess um like harshness you know see that's a little bit of a what do we what do you call it, like a box form because softer is not always mean plusher you know what i mean yeah, but, yeah. Um, yep. i would say my bike this year was pretty stiff was it okay for safety reasons yeah yeah for sure mm, interesting yeah, yeah so that yeah i actually i had to make a step back at one point because it was a little bit too stiff mm -hmm. but i said like coming into the season when we were testing i said i am done riding a soft bike Mm -hmm. I don't want to crash. I want to make it. As, I, I'll just deal with it, you know, whatever it is. I, I don't care. I just want it to be safe. And so I just went. Showed yeah. in your whoop speed but, this year. I mean, year. you Holy need shit. it, you know, when you yeah. think about slamming into stuff. And um, I just you, you just need it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think American setups are a little bit different um, than European setups, obviously. But if there's one thing, yeah, I just, I've just been going pretty stiff, to be honest. Yeah, your setup at RCH the year you won the title was noticeably softer than almost everybody else. But I mean, obviously you made it work, yeah, but you're just like, holy. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, no, it worked great. And <laughs> well, outdoors is a little bit different. I would say, don't get me wrong, things can happen at any time, but outdoors is a little bit more forgiving. Obviously, yeah. you see the track, there's no triples, and you, know, you can come up short, overshoot stuff. It's not that, you know, it's not mm -hmm. that crucial there. But for Supercross, obviously, it's a little bit of a different story. Uh, how much can you do? The tracks oh. this year were gnarly. Yeah. By the yeah. way. Yeah, they were. Um, 
How much do you? How much do uh, is Trey Kennard helping out with things? I talk to Trey a lot of times, and he tells me he's got to ride for you know he's got to think about what Cole wants and needs, and Cole runs different suspension than you, and he's got to think about your riding style and what you need. And he says it's been going pretty well, and and he feels like he's been really helping out. What about what about you dealing with Trey Kennard? Do you talk to him much? Yeah, I love Trey. Yep. Yeah, I I really he's a uh, he's such a good person yep. first and foremost, which makes it awesome to talk to him, and mm-hmm. he freaking is fast as can be honestly still. <laughs> heard. he was out there at Apollo pro day too right he, he was yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. on supercross i kid you not he if he would just you know get like fit or whatever he, he'd be up there no doubt in my mind right right That's the crazy thing about but which makes it great for testing because yeah he's up far you know yeah because he, yeah. he can be so, like no, hey he's yeah. definitely you know that's what um it, it's definitely tough since cole and i are on uh different um, suspension brand, mm-hmm. which is not ideal for a team because I feel like, you know, when it's the same, you can feed off each other and, yep. and stuff. But yeah, he's really good. You know, I think he's very good at knowing what I want. And I don't, I don't really know how the whole other side goes, like testing for coal and stuff. Yep. But every time we're writing, like he knows what I want and our comments are pretty much dead on, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But, like we're, we're the same. So he's, you know, there's in the end, especially with the time crunch, so much stuff to test, especially when you want to, test them on the motor yep. so you know taking 15 pieces and putting it down to three to percent me for example yep yep um it's huge i mean yeah I, we couldn't do it all by ourselves there's no, no way yeah it sounds like he's been a big help from people i talk to behind the scenes and everything so yeah that's awesome and Absolutely. like you said he's a good dude he is a really good yeah. guy so great good great uh, well hey kenny thank you for coming on i appreciate it uh man i would love nothing better than to you keep keep going up in, in this uh, outdoor thing and uh and you know get back on the all the way to the top like you would that would be fantastic um you know it sounds like you've had some frustrating seasons and 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 so man, it was really cool to see you win at Hangtown. I think everybody was pretty stoked for you and to do that. Um, so yeah, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. I will. Thank you. See All you right. guys. Thanks, Kenny. Yes, see it. Kenny Rocks and everybody on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Sales at PivotWorks.com. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and GP stock configurations. Uh, good interview. Kenny's always yeah, a good interview. Really good. Uh, yeah, he's pretty honest. Lays it out there. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I man, was surprised at how honest he was. Honestly. Yeah, he's honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, no, no, he, he's really good. So, um, I'm glad he's, and he, and dude, I've tried to get him on here a couple of times mm-hmm. and he's just been like, nope, sorry, man. Don't want to do it. It just was not going well. Right. Sounds like his Instagram. He's about to start blocking people too. <laughs> I think, I think or he does. Telling people to suck his balls or something. Right, right. Yeah. 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 It's getting to that point. Boiling point. So that's where you're at. Yeah, block people. Yeah, I know you do. I get. I hear it's about been, it from people. It's been good. It's been good here lately. Like I haven't been getting much. Yeah, because you just you blocked out the twenty or thirty people that. No, oh, it's more than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Fantastic. Well, let's take a commercial break here right. on the show. Coming up with Adam Cincerillo. Um Also, uh, Chris Cooksey's dropping by as well. So lots to uh, lots to get to. Marks. We will talk some more fantasy and how good I did. <laughs> I. It looks like I have to go early tonight. I'm not really sure why. God, you, you're not feeling it tonight, are you? <laughs> you're this so guy, angry. This guy. I don't know. He's he's not on his A game yeah, today. He's, he's not. He's tired. He came in late. It's yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. Things, I was late today? He's, well, no, he's well, you like, came in a little bit later. Yeah. No, I want to think. Hey, do you think things are rough at home, maybe? Dude. Did oh you meet his wife well, at the oh, live show? Oh at the Vegas um, live show? I don't think I met her. I've seen her before, man. Oh, you She's have. Smoke. She's she said smoke she, show. She, she said she saw you and and was going to say hi, but got nervous. Oh, got nervous? Really? I think I don't know if it was got nervous or I think she said she just didn't want to bug him or uh, you know she doesn't like to like nervous fan, huh? fan, fan yeah. girl. Ner- nervous. 
You make her nervous. What, first, what can I first, say? Mark's sister and Mark's oh, wife. Jesus. Taking, all the, taking over all the women Come in my on. life. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep, pretty much. No, pretty much. no. Uh, yeah, like a smoke show wife for him. Like, oh, oh, dude. Geez. Let me tell you. For me. Just yeah. pulling yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Doing goon. Your just... basement husband, bro. Your basement. <laughs> I'm fully aware. Yeah, your basement. So. Doing goon, chilling on the poontoon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Adam Scene Cirillo coming up. Uh, Alex Ray in studio. Chris Cooks is as well going to step in. Uh, we're right back after this commercial, everybody. Poontoon, what the fuck? All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. 
The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. As they grow restless, 
Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. 
For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a pro launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. presented by btosports.com and fly racing still going to do the btosports.com tweet at travis still got the race tech rant of the night we got uh, adam Cincerillo come up right away congratulations to chase saunders for winning a set of a alex ray thor gear uh, race used we think uh anaheim two or something i'm not, I'm not exactly sure but uh a ray uh, thanks for that appreciate that yeah, man, no problem. How's that Chipotle? You're sweating. Oh, dude, it's hot. Okay, I, I like the hot sauce. Yeah. I just don't, sweating. I don't like what it does to me, but it tastes really good. Your face is all glistening. Hey, it's worth it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't look at me. All right, okay, fantastic. Uh, AC coming up. <laughs> good interview by Roxon. Yes, Fantastic interview, uh, as always. Kenny delivers. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Works Connection. Thanks to Works Connection for hosting us on Friday night before Hangtown. That was fantastic. OGO Power Sports. Look, traveling sucks. We know that, but at least make it fun with an OGO backpack or an OGO bag of some sort. Uh, OGO.com. If you go to uh, – wait, was it OGO? No, OGOPowerSports.com. Sorry. And if you want a discount from OGO, email me using the contact form on pulpamex.com, and we'll get past that on. And uh, Pilo over there to OGO will hook up our listeners with a little bit of a deal. So uh, I just switched to an OGO backpack. I'm loving it. I had another brand. Dude, they're amazing. 
and I switched to an OG01, and it's been great. WUSA, official wheel supplier for half the teams in the pits, it seems like. Uh, WUSA, uh, John and everybody down there, great guys, and we thank them for coming on board. The, I just talked to John the other day, and he said that the vintage stuff is just going through the roof right now. So vintage wheel sets are just absolutely blowing up. Eagle Grit. Daniel Blair will be in here in a couple weeks, eaglegrit.com. Uh, put Paul Bumex in the code and save with those guys. Uh, motorcycle, you were actually using Eagle Grit for? Yeah, I was at DT1. Uh, I was in the blue room, the shitter, and uh, using his new uh, wipes. And they are amazing. They clean everything up, smell good, everything. All good. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, <laughs> Intense Bicycles, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, all on board with us tonight. Uh, do you know there's a real option for riders to not to clean an air filter ever again? That's amazing because I hate it. Imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. ProFilter, ProFilter.com, top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Pulpamex 35 at, at checkout to save with the... Uh, ProFilter.com. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Uh, pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter, high-quality premium air filter uh, for a discount. Pulp Max 35. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Also in studio now uh, from uh, Fly Racing and uh, Vital MX, Chris Cooksey. What's up, man? How are you? What's up, Steve? How are we doing? Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Appreciate it. Everything good with you? Excellent. Did you thanks go to Hangtown or no? No. I'm nope. going to go to Paul, though. Uh, I guess. Paul uh, Alive? Our guy A-Ray here is going to run it? Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, going to come by the pickup truck, maybe, if I'm in the pickup truck? Yeah, I don't know, though. I hear there's a guy that qualified 55th that has a semi. It's not coming. It's not coming? It's not coming. We're not bringing the semi this weekend. He's going to be parked <laughs> next to me and freaking... Maybe, though, that'll ease the pressure. Ease Dude, the, ease the uh, arm pump. Listen, He's gonna you know what? He's going to be back in Egypt with me. <laughs> So that'll be better. That's where that's where he was when he was racing for real. And right. dude, people don't understand how legit that is. And you can ride all day on the practice tracks, but when you get out there with guys like A Ray, I tried it in '08. Not a good idea, <laughs> dude. It's a whole different level. The ruts, they're bigger. It's more intense, and then that's a lot of pressure, dude. Do you think yeah. it was? His, do you think it was his manager's fault at all? I don't think his manager helped. Okay, I never saw his manager. <laughs> I was around there. Don't don't, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I was around. Uh, all right, everybody. Hey, thanks to uh, uh, the folks at uh, Vortex for uh, the bars and sprockets. Uh, Barnstar Energy Yamaha uses the sprockets, so Barsha and Dean Ferris, you run in sprockets. Plessinger will as well. Email Jake at vortexracing.com if you want to save. Uh, they got the oversized bar. they got the 7-8 bar. Uh, Vortex Racing, uh, please check them out on the web. If you need bars, sprockets, uh, they can dial you and email Jake at vortexracing.com. Uh, I'm going to get you lined up with some, I think. We're going to try. For your other vintage bike project, oh, not your bike. race bike. Oh, okay. race bike's another yeah, yeah, yeah. Vort, email Jake at vortexracing.com. Uh, we thank those guys for coming on board, and they bring you our next guest of the night. Wow. Christian Craig, Hunter Lawrence, Kenny Roxon, and now this guy on the phone. What a jam-packed show we have tonight. It was good. We ha- we've had some good interviews. Yeah, we have. And let's yeah. see if this guy can perform also. Adam C. Cirillo, what's up, AC? How are you? Uh, not a whole lot, guys. What's going on? Friend of the show, AC. Love it. Love it. I mean, some yeah, Chipotle yeah. sweating my ass yeah, off over here. Yeah, A-Ray ate a, ch- a salad bowl uh, or bowl from Chipotle, and he's sweating profusely. I can't remember the last time I went to Chipotle and got a bowl. I'm a burrito guy through and through. See, You don't switch them up, huh? Because I, I know a lot of Chipotle lovers can't. They go tacos. They go bowl. They go burrito. They, they all switch it up. I'm a, I'm a bowl guy. Really? Yeah. I feel like you just get See, more. I've been so... I've been staying in a, just an apartment in California for uh, a while since 
last uh, September, and the parking is kind of a ball up. Like, if you leave any time past 5, it's like a, you're going to have to park like a mile away, like in order to get to my building because mm-hmm. it's, it's packed. Yep. Which leaves me either I either have to cook or I have to DoorDash something. And DoorDash um, offers free delivery on orders over $15 from Chipotle. Which leaves me in a predicament because a burrito <laughs> and a drink is like twelve bucks. <laughs> yes. So uh, if you you know a, a delivery fee, you got to go. So I I've actually been getting a burrito. I go ahead and go double chicken, and then sometimes I'll throw in a steak taco and maybe like chips and salsa too, and it just gets me over fifteen dollars. I may be one hundred and eighty six pounds right now, maybe something like that. But I have saved like I've saved like twenty four dollars in the past two weeks. So. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, no, dude, I've been. We've been. I hate to admit this, but Pookie and I have been Ubering eats a little bit more and, and Grubhub and and all of that out of sheer laziness. It's not good. Yeah. And by the way, it's so really we, expensive too. Those they they charge you for a small order fee. They charge you delivery. They charge yep. you like, yep. dude. Before you know it, like it adds up. I it's just bad. Yeah. It's bad. Agreed. Like, like get your ass in the car and go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. On top of the food not being that great for you or whatever, especially the stuff that <laughs> we're getting, but like dude, it's expensive. It yeah. really is. I try to get I try to get the value out of it. I have a dash pass. Okay. Like a nine ninety nine a month, but then I'm end up saving like probably like six or seven bucks. You know, I don't know. What's a dash pass? It just lowers your. It's just like it. it there's no delivery fees, oh. I guess, like on orders over fifty. Oh, oh, that's how you do it. Okay, all right. Yeah, so... and then sometimes I'll just go ahead and get something for lunch the next day too, just to get the real value of it all. Right. Dang, yeah. he's, I, he's I, living smart. That's thinking I, ahead. I got a wrap and a small order of boneless chicken wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. Oh, amazing, dude. Yeah. Okay, but it was thirty. Two dollars, thirty-two dollars. By the time it got to me, dude, I I, had, I did Buffalo Wild Wings. I, I I swear the dude drove with it on the top of his car. It was so cold. When That's I what got I mean. It. Yeah, it's another thing. You get cold food. Yeah. What well, microwaves are for? I guess. All right. Well, hey, listen. Um. Anyways, enough of that. Good times. C- congrats on Hangtown. That was awesome. Really, really nice rebound for you. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit about Vegas, but we're not going to dwell on that. But after that Thank happened you. and everything else, um. You come out swinging your second. You didn't race nationals all last year. You got one, only one win uh, in your career. So it's not like you know your your expertise is outdoor I'm nationals not that or anything. Sweet outdoors in the past, yes. Yes, and now you come out and, and and you know you're all over Cooper in the Moto One, and then you take off with Moto Two. That is a statement. Nice work. Thank you. Yeah, I like you said in the past. Outdoors has been kind of a struggle for me, and I feel like. Outdoors is just you have to be so you have to be so on top of your game and like you're you're exposed in every weakness that you have every area. Um, Supercross you can kind of you can kind of escape some things. Obviously fitness. I mean if you ride the bike pretty technically well and are you know even just a little bit smart, you can pretty much get by in Supercross just riding. I mean you know you don't even really you know there's plenty of guys that have won Supercross championships in the past six or seven years that don't work out at all. So um outdoors you really have to be dialed in and i think i think this is maybe the first year that i'm kind of dialed in my rookie year i was like five two and then on top of that i was like came in sick we all know that Mm -hmm. and then had a couple uh what 2016 i was just coming back after not racing for like six years and then um 2017 i had a well i had my acl um 
I was dealing yep. with then too. So From I the, think this is kind of the first year I feel. And also, obviously, I'm a veteran of the class. I mean, it's crazy to think that I've I've been in the class as long as I have. But um, yeah, I, I feel at the top of my game right now, and I think I mean it's a good indicator. I don't think you know Hangtown, especially the conditions were a little bit weird and um, and stuff like that. Everybody's a little bit nervous, but I, I still think I, I came out and kind of made a statement. Yeah. And I think I. I think I I gave myself a lot of confidence, you know, just knowing where I'm at, and right. I think we can carry it on for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you hurt your ACL at the USGP, and then yeah, that all last summer or that that summer, you said you told me in certain corners it was not good. Put your leg out in certain corners, and well, you were, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it was a obviously it was a full tear, and so anytime you anytime you dab it, um, I don't know the extent of. Austin's like exactly how he did his ACL, but like mm-hmm. what happened to him at New Jersey when he overshot that double. Yep. Um, like obviously that that stinger looked really bad, but um, I, I certainly had a few of those little instances throughout the season. I mean, I can remember at high point, like almost crying mid moto because I, I had dabbed my leg in this left hander before the before the finish line there like three times. The rut was so deep, and it just you know then your leg swells up and you can't ride all week and then you you know that that carries over for a few weekends so it that was that was not the not the greatest but no we're in a good spot now uh vortex racing bringing you adam c and cirillo on the uh, public show 702-586-7857 you have a question for adam about hangtown or or whatever else uh mike's on the line actually he's got a cool story mike uh you want to talk to ac i do adam how you doing bud what's up man how are you yeah, you know the you've heard that saying, a quitter never wins, and a winner never quits, right? I mean, we're all familiar with that. Okay, you know, at Vegas, after you the heartbreak when you had that little interview at the end, and you said you're never giving up, you'll get that championship someday. Remember that? Yes, sir. Okay, man, I really felt that, you know, through the TV. I go, man, boy, I mean, that's just. So much heartbreak and everything. And the darndest thing is that the next day I had a mild stroke. And I ended up in the ICU, an emergency, you know, for a couple of days. And going through it, you know, I had a whole bunch of pain. I mean, I about died and I just hated it. You know, I, I was yeah, so much pain. I mean, you know, I just, I said, I got to die, you know, because it's hurting so bad. But thinking about you, Adam, the, the, the pain you went through mentally allowed me to go through the ICU and everything, and I felt like a winner with the same attitude you had, man. You don't understand how that extended over to me. And, you know, it's like I'm so thankful to hear that interview from you. It helped me tremendously. Wow, that's cool. Man, that's awesome. That's that's so cool. I mean, it certainly um, doesn't sound like the pain I went through compares to what you went through but i'm glad i uh i'm glad i could help you out in some way and i'm I'm glad you're feeling better yeah men you'll meet sometime i'll meet you in atlanta or florida because i'm in chattanooga so i'm around so someday you know we'll meet face to face and i'll shake your hand and tell you about that again because i'm telling you it you never know how this kind of things pop up to help other people you know it's this champion mentality really it you know goes through you know because I used to race and try to be good I wasn't any good but you know I, I kind of know the the deal you know you can work out so hard man I mean and everybody's relying on what you can come through with and I know the pressure okay 
and you know we're just there to support you okay is what i'm saying adam that's cool well thank i you. appreciate that man thank you very much all right. i really appreciate that thanks mike all right that's got it, steve thank you so thank much you, man. man appreciate it thank you man that guy was that guy made my night that's see awesome yeah that's what happens on the pulp mx show you should come on every week then that's what happens all the time so um Somebody told me they were really surprised that you came out and talked to uh, uh, goofball Daniel Blair there uh, after Vegas, and I said, no, I'm not. I'm not at all. That's what Adam does. You know, like, you're mature enough. You understand. You, you get it. You're, you know, you watch other sports as well. You know how this thing plays out. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to face it. You got to face the music. I mean, it it happened. I yep. mean, you can either run from it or you can define who you are and define your career if you let it, or, you know, I could have let it wreck my whole summer I, honestly, I could have let it depress me for years. Like, really? Yeah. You know, it's a big moment, and it sucks. But it's like you have to realize that you can't change it. I mean, and that it obviously it, it's going to hurt. Like, I mean, if it didn't, there would be something wrong with me. I would not be in the right profession if it didn't hurt. But, yeah, I mean, I think you just have to take accountability for it and, and move on the best you can. I mean, stuff yeah. happens you know yep so yeah no absolutely right um yeah exactly yeah. exactly how how you said it i i agree so uh it it had to suck but yeah you you, you stand up you, you talk about it and you move on right so yeah um I mean, no other way to go about it so uh you're sitting on the line for the second moto it's raining and you know you're just like oh god this is not gonna go good it hanged not not gonna be fun but when you get a start like you did and you take off does it become fun does it is it at all fun to do something like that I can tell you that, so when it's raining like that, I mean, I do, I, like this weekend, for example, I, I didn't really think like, oh shit, ever. <laughs> I, I was pretty calm. Yeah. I was pretty calm all weekend. I I, I don't know. I, I just had, I had this calm confidence about me, even in practice, like I wasn't blazing fast or anything, but I just felt super good. And even Nick was on me a little bit. He's like, dude, like, are, are you awake? Like, what's, what's the deal? Like, cause I wasn't, you know, normally when I'm not near the front, like I was pretty close. I think I qualified fourth. Um, but nor I wasn't at the top in either session. And normally it kind of irritates me a little bit, but I was, I felt super good on the bike and didn't let the rain rattle me too much. But, uh, when I did get to the lead, when I got around Colt, when he went to the inside uh-huh. after the table on the, on the first lap, I'm like, that outside line was working for me all day long. Yep. Um, and when, once I got around him there, I took my sweet time in the in those two off cameras because I know nobody can go around me there. And I, I really thought I put my head down for maybe like 15 minutes or so mm-hmm. and didn't look at the pit board or anything because that, that straightaway was super gnarly. And Because um, I, I honestly thought somebody was right on my ass the whole time. And I didn't know if I had passed Colt or if I passed um, Justin Cooper. I didn't know who it was. I just knew it was a star guy. Right. Um, and I thought he was right on me. And I looked at my pit board around halfway, and I was like plus 18. And it it was kind of fun after that. You know, it just kind of allowed me to ride a little bit more free and, and yeah. not really think about too much other than just riding. But, yeah, I mean, it was nice, obviously, to stay pretty much clean. And um, it, it was one of those tracks where you really couldn't try that hard, especially late in the second moto. I mean, the ruts going down the hills, I've Oh. If you were to see these things in person, I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. Like, it's just, I, I felt like I'd never ridden a bike before in my life, and, you know, it's all I do every day. So I saw some uh, I saw some back markers down, going so slow down that hill. I'm like, look, I, I wasn't laughing at them because I'm like, it must be so gnarly because there were dudes, like, barely walking, walking speed down that hill. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's to the point like where I, I remember a few years ago when I came, I came back and I was like, my rookie year I was super small, and then a couple years later I was like way taller. I got super tall and I was all lanky and awkward looking on the bike. I don't even know if I would have been able to finish the race based off sheer balance alone. Then, <laughs> no, like, no, no. Had no. it been no two, because two or three years ago I might have DNF. Dude, look at Troll Train. He was shredding. Yeah, but he's super short. He was no, super... he's talking about whenever he had his growth spurt. Yeah, he was like all Bambi. Oh, oh, I see. Got it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant when you were super short. Got it. Okay. So a few of the guys um, lost, you know, like took their goggles off and noticed you did. Was that was that like tough oh. riding with no goggles? Do you know who was mad about that? Was oh my God, Knowles lost Noles his mind lost over that. The... You did it on the last lap, Adam. Like big deal. No, it wasn't the last lap. It was like four laps ago, and I was sweating it. Um, no, the the goggles were the goggles were perfect. I just got they just got a little bit fogged up, and it would have been fine in normal circumstances. But the ruts were so big, I needed to be able to like see them perfectly, or else I was gonna, you know, yeah. I was gonna crash. Yeah. So I've actually never, I don't think I've I've never in my life take not even an amateur's taken my goggles off and finished the race with my goggles off. Like I was always taught to leave your goggles on, yep. no matter what. And I've always been a Scott guy, and they've all they've obviously worked for me a thousand times pretty much out of a thousand until um last week there just the last few laps but yeah i, I looked at i passed a couple lappers yep. and then i looked ahead and the, the the lappers were pretty sparse um and i couldn't see anything so yeah. i went ahead and took the goggles off and just kind of when i got to the back of the lapper i waited for them to kind of pull out of my way before i got close enough to yeah that stuff's scary, man. When you take when you take your goggles off, out oh yeah. There, well, did, the track's rocky too. It's scary. Did you see the MXGP rule where you have to pull in for goggles? No, they have like I a did, goggle I, lane. I yeah, they have a specific. Yeah, I, yep. Didn't uh, somebody somebody went in the goggle lane and still got like six last weekend or something? Oh really? Okay. Uh, I know I had Derek Drake in fantasy and he pulls in twice for goggles in that second moto, and I'm like, bro, bro, I got you in fantasy. You're fine. Stop pulling in here for goggles. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was I was, uh, I was impressed with his, his first moto. Yeah, he, he was uh, he was good. Um, I saw him, or I was picking well, my gate out, and he he walked in front of me. I was just looking at gates and said hi to me or something. And the dude, the kid was so stoked. He was so happy, and I was like, kind of made me happy. I'm like, oh, we, can you we should be stoked to be here? Yeah. Well, these kids now, Adam. I hate to bring this up, but you these kids coming up now watched you like you know like you're kind of like a. <laughs> like an older guy now to these dude, kids you're their mcgrath dude yeah dude you're, you're their <laughs> mcgrath uh no but it is crazy it is honestly crazy i mean see now it's kind of weird because like i mean a lot of the guys i'm racing are older than me too like you know so it, the, amart it's not yeah exactly amart davlos um, marty Jeremy when he's racing marty ferrandis nichols mcgrath all those, a lot of the guys are like 24, 25, 26. So I'm still young, but I went pro yes. in the United States so young that I, everybody thinks I'm like, you know, it's like the, the kid that goes to Duke in basketball and is there like a fifth-year senior, and everybody's like, for real? Like, he's still there? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm still, you know, I'm only 22, turned 23 in October, so um, I don't know. But it is weird seeing these kids that are like, you know, 17, 18, and yeah. I'm five years older than him. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Nuts. Uh, well, Evan Ferry is coming, and the, uh, oh, yeah. I, I am no, going to be. be long, I'll be long gone out of the class. 
I'm going to be all, hey, Evan, how was your setup today? Like, I'm just going to fucking shoot me. Just shoot me if I'm still doing <laughs> oh, Like, seriously. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of qualifying, though, how about Marshbanks? Look at that guy. First. He's got some speed, dude. Dude. Crazy speed. He, um, matter of fact, he ran me down at the sand track today in a moto. Ran me Whoa. down. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Nuevo. Hurt, hurt my feelings on a Monday. No, he... He uh he rides really good, man. And he's got some. He's super strong, like super strong. We were riding Paula Pro Day uh, last week, last Wednesday or Thursday, doing a moto together, and um, I kind of caught up to him. And I, I was watching him going to these corners, man. And he doesn't even he doesn't even care. Like he'll sit down for the bumps. It doesn't even matter. I mean, he <laughs> just blows right through those things. And right. just the lean angle, he hits the you know the whole, the corners kind of they kind of hook a little bit i mean in california especially with all the guys and yep he just he just lays around over into there and it's like a cloud of smoke it's nuts do do i want to ride this track that these guys go to it looks like fun but is it what is nuevo it, yeah no, no, no 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 is it just endless no. bumps absolutely not dude absolutely ne- dude not. if you do not have to go there okay do not go because, there because uh i'm good in the sand I didn't have. I, I read. I rode that track a lot with Supercross suspension this year, actually. <laughs> okay. And it was terrible. Okay. It was terrible. <laughs> Maybe I can That's explain tough. your Supercross season, A Ray, if you tell me these things. Dude, hey, let me tell you. <laughs> don't go there. Okay. All right. Okay. I got it. Um, yeah. But anyway, good to see my Marchbanks uh, do that for sure. Uh, and Marty. Yeah, it won't be. Won't be the last time. I don't. Think. Marty hurt a rib. Not good for Marty. Marty's awesome, dude. He's he's my, he's my favorite teammate ever. Oh, stop it. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, I, don't, I, don't, I refuse to believe that. No, for real. <sighs> no, Marty's a good guy. Yeah. I got to clean the shop, and I think he's going to poop on the floor. Yeah, when's that going down? I don't know. I don't know. Sometime soon. What a shit show. I was going to think about it. I was thinking about it in the off week, but I'm like, I'm sure Peyton is not happy right now. I'm not going to go there with Forkner and you, and so I'm not going to really, you know, I want to go there when he's happy, right? So, yeah. So uh, you should have seen everybody this weekend, man, coming up to me like a dealer signings and all week. And they, I mean, they're talking like my dog died. Like <laughs> they, you can see, and these some of the I feel bad because you know some of these guys look at me and they like we make eye contact, like in, in the autograph line, for example, and and they look at me and they'll. I could tell what they're about to say, and I give them the look like, "Don't even say it. Don't even say <laughs> don't it. Do they, it. Don't, they change. They change what they're gonna say." I was like, "So right. over it." Um, so, but, same I as mean, the rightfully so. Same as the finding stew people, where you're like, "Stop it! Stop it! I don't want to talk." Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> right. So, that I can't believe. I can't believe that blew up like it did. Honestly. Wow. Where's my cut of the YouTube revenue share? <laughs> I don't. I. To be honest with you, I don't even. I think I set up an AdSense account, so it runs an ad, and you know, I, we probably got like six hundred bucks out of both stew videos, and I don't think I ever like finished setting up the account, so the money's just sitting up in the cloud somewhere. <laughs> okay, all right, compounding an interest right now. After yeah, yeah. After, Ve- after Vegas, though, I'm gonna have to figure it out. I'm tight. Yeah, yeah. No, we need. Are we gonna, We should do a. We should do a sequel. Finding J Law. Oh jeez, <laughs> that might that might lead down some dark alleys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're gonna need security if you do that one. Right. So, Adam, this is Cooksy. Hey, uh, so you're one of the most authentic, kind of open guys out there, and they say guys change when they head into the 450 class. So, are you gonna change next year? Um, I think 
I think um, most guys, I feel like guys do a good job of being themselves. Some guys are just quiet, and that's totally cool. Um, for me, I'm pretty secure with, like, who I am as a person, and um, I don't think, I mean, I think I can still do a good, I can, I can still do my job to the best of my ability and be myself. Like, it's harder for me to try to be, like, that stoic, quiet guy. Right. That's just not who I am. Like, it almost requires more effort for me to, like, come across like I'm focused. But I can just be focused and I can be myself at the same time. I'm like, you know. Um, Takes more so, effort. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't imagine. I mean, sure, I guess down the line as the years go on, I, perhaps I'll lose a, a percent or two of enthusiasm just because it's more repetitive. Yeah. I mean, just being realistic. Yep. But I, I don't imagine I'll change who I am. But that, um, but that's in the uh, 450 class, right? So I'm guessing that's next year. Oh yeah, I don't know. whenever that does happen, <laughs> right? Exactly. Hey, you know who hasn't changed so far in 450 class? And why well, again? I love to talk about this, but you know who hasn't changed? Hold on, let me guess. Uh, Zacho. No, that's true too. He hasn't changed either. But <clears throat> Plessinger, dude. Plessinger, no. oh, he's good, yeah. dude. <laughs> I, the, he is the Spicoli. Uh, that's a dated reference. I understand yeah. that, but he is the Spicoli of the 450 class. That dude. Let me, I, I'll, I'll give you a good, a short Plessinger story that just tells you what an authentic dude he is. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I hope he doesn't mind me telling this story. I think it's, I mean, I think it's fine, especially now. But we were at the, we were at the gym, um, and I, I saw him at the gym in, in California in like the off season. It had to be October, December. And we're not tight. Like, I, you know, I see him when I see him, and, yeah. we're, you know, we're cool and talk when we see each other. But I was like, so how's it been going, man? And and this is like, this may not sound like a big deal, but for a motocross racer to say this, it is. I was like, how's it going? He's like, like basically asking him how the 450 yeah. deal is going. He's like, I'm struggling, man. <laughs> like, he doesn't even barely know me. Yeah. He doesn't even barely know me. He's like, I could be running and, you know, telling – you know, yeah. all you guys, right? You know, and he's just like, "What? I'm struggling. Like, it is what it is." <laughs> yeah, that's AP. <laughs> but to me, to me, that's like, I don't know. I just really respect guys like that. They're just yeah. honest and they're just not scared. You know, just obviously secure with their I, abilities. But no, he's a good dude. I like when you, when you see him, you're like, "What's up, man? <laughs> it's good, man. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. We're solid." Uh, no, I can't ask them before a one. Hey man, uh, I heard you had a rough off season. He was like, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I crashed all the time. I hit my head. He was telling like it was. He got shorter. That is fantastic. Yeah, he, yeah. He said he got shorter from hitting the ground so much. Like it's great, right? Like <laughs> oh my god. So he hasn't changed, and I don't think you will either. And Osborne's pretty, pretty normal. He won't let me stay in his yep. motorhome, but other than that, he's pretty normal. Jeez, I don't know how those guys afford the motorhomes. Dude, don't don't fall don't fall for that. I, I'm sure Nick's told you about it. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. They are money pits, man. All of them. And when all those guys had them, like Burner, Tedesco, Timmy, Chad, Ricky, uh, James had a Prevo, so he was fine. But um, <laughs> but like all those, there's even more guys. Nathan Ramsey had one. They all had them. Dude, they were just in repair shops every single week. They're just garbage. These things. They can't. They can't hold together. So Jeez. yeah, I've, I've heard their money pit. Yeah, Obviously, I had one as an amateur, so I know a little bit about it. But yeah, yep, yeah, I don't know. Um, anyways, okay, so yeah, big win in Hangtown. Nice work for that. What's uh, what's your thoughts on Paula? I was trying to grill at uh, Alex here about it. I was saying like, do the guys, 
that are in Florida, are they going to be at a little disadvantage because Paula, these other dudes that are out here, just like star guys, just ride Paula like all, every week, right? <laughs> so, a- Alex, yeah. you don't think so, right? I, I don't think it would be that big of an advantage. Right, right. Hopefully they just keep the track markers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what that's what Hunter was saying. Hunter was saying uh he couldn't believe how many pros professional motocrossers cut the track. <laughs> oh, I was one of oh, them too. Dude. I was one of, I was on the Suzuki 250F and I was dude, any advantage I could get, I was cutting. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you got to cut eventually. But it's like I I basically my rule is like the the the, the track cutting's got to like slap me in the face, you know what I mean? Like I basically like I'll hit the for example I'll hit the far inside rut until until the berm that's made inside the track markers pushes in and collapses the inside rut you know it's where <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like I, I have to yeah but, um, and then no, the lines just think, form off the track they just like you hit the jump and you think you're hitting the jump straight but you land in the water truck lane like <laughs> dude pretty much yeah yeah it's nuts but I think Paul will be good uh, I know. Brian Wallace, the guy that designed the track and built it, he helped us out um, with our track in Florida a couple of years ago, and he's super good and super talented at what he does. So I think, um, and, and, and the pro day was was good. I think the the elevation changes in the back are cool. It's a, it's a pretty long lap time. The track's super super busy. Um, and in regards to having a little bit of an advantage, like the California guys, I think I would say a little bit, but I would say. The track for the national, it's different. It's probably going to be quite a bit different, and they tend to try to make pretty much all the tracks the same. Like they just rip it super deep, and right. it kind of is what it is. So, um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be relatively the same. Everybody's in California right now, anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. I guess. Yes, you want to ask? Yeah, me? I had, I had a question about the the layout. Now you know that double in the back, sort of like um, before the wall. The table single, yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, case that the first time you jumped it? No, I, I actually – no, I accepted the fact that I was going to um, miss the landing and just basically land flat, flat wheel it. But um, I actually downsided. I was pretty stoked with myself. It's crazy. I landed on top of that thing at least ten times before I hit the downside of it because <laughs> I did not know how fast to hit it. You were on a stock Suzuki 250F. Well, yeah, but there was like a two-mile run to it. Oh, is so, it? I mean, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah oh, right. no, for real. <laughs> that was, um, the stuff that's scary is the stuff that you don't have to hit wide open. The stuff that you hit wide open is cool, but yeah. that, stuff like that where you're coming like 70 miles an hour, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, are you, is this Evil Knievel, or what are we doing here? Like, how far do I need to go right I'm here? I'm just like, yeah, you're just kind of spitballing, honestly. You're going off the face. It's like, it's so much fun in a new jump, because you're like, I don't know, this may hurt a little bit, but it may be sweet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. Hey, how uh, how confused were you uh, on Saturday morning coming back from practice when I was wearing a Bullfrog Spas Honda team shirt? Did you notice that? Oh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that was awesome. It, it really broke the mood up. I had a headset on and everything, dude. Oh, dude. Oh. Seeing you on the rental car bus the next morning sitting next to um, Ian. Ian Harrison, yeah. that was awesome. Right. Yeah, no, that's where managers go up front there. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Front of the bus. I didn't even know you were on there until we got off, and then I'm like, I thought this kid, I thought this kid had a flight. And then he's blowing me off for a flight, but no, you you couldn't. Yeah, I, yeah. I got I got I went straight from the press conference to my rental car. And then I was driving to the airport, and my mom, my mom, my travel agent, <laughs> told me that the Southwest flight was was full at eight thirty back to Ontario. Yeah. So I went straight to Chipotle, straight to the room. Nice. Warriors. <laughs> uh, Warriors won the night, so they're in the finals. 
Are are my Raptors going to do it or no? What's this, was the series two one now? Right? Two one now. Yeah. Uh, they may they may even the series, but I don't think they I don't think they win. All I don't right. think they can. So then, does Golden State beat Milwaukee? Yeah, they do, huh? Because Milwaukee no, was better in the regular season. Five. Five or six games. It doesn't matter, dude. Okay. The Warriors don't even – they're not even interested in the regular season anymore. Right, right. So okay. They really aren't. Right. I, but this is the only thing. This is the only thing. So the, the Warriors have a lot of guys out right now. That Iguodala, they got Duran out. Yep, yep. Uh, Cousins out. It, it, they're almost – like when those guys come back in the finals, they're going to be – like their whole system's out of whack. And all, their, all the bench players are going to be on different rotations and all that stuff. So that actually may – and whoever wins the Eastern Conference's favor. Um, yeah. We'll see. In 2001, the Toronto Maple Leafs lost Matt Sundin, their number one center, and they were rolling in the playoffs. And then Matt Sundin came back, and I was rubbing my hands together like, this is on now because Matt's is back. Yep. And, dude, yep. they dropped the next three games, all with their number one center. They lost all of their sort of mojo, you know? Yep. I mean, you, yep. you remember that, Adam, right? Of course I do, yeah. yeah. No, I was fresh off a of, uh, Saturday Night Series win at Biffle Motorsports in Orlando. <laughs> um, have you seen any movies lately? Do you go to any movies? Yeah, dude. What, what else do you think I do? What, what, uh, no, I've actually been in the – I've been in the – I mean, I see everybody tweeting about Game of Thrones, so I figured I'd start that. Okay. Um, and just to give you an idea of how much free time I have after this riding and training stuff, mm-hmm. I started it um, the Monday after Vegas as, as a distraction, and I am on episode 37. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Um, we started watching Mad Men. Is that any, I don't know if anybody... Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Is I, it? I've seen that for a bit. Yep. Okay. I can't get Pookie into the dragons. Like, I'm like, there's dragons, and she's just like, she's out. So. I, I need to try the Game of Thrones. I haven't I haven't tried it yet. What about Endgame? I see yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. And? It's pretty good. Yeah, good. Yeah, solid. I mean, it was long, and honestly, it was good. It, it didn't blow my doors off by any. It did. I thought the I thought the uh, Infinity War, or whatever the one before, was a little bit was a little bit better. I think I'm with you. But, it did not blow my doors off. It was a good movie. Yeah, like but, it was yeah. good and well shot. Um, kind of answered all the questions and all that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just kind of felt like I I knew what was going to happen too much. I think. Yeah, time. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm going to disagree. I liked it. Really? Oh, no, 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 we liked it. Oh, We're just no. saying it. No, wasn't I'm saying, yeah, we it. I watched them back to back, and I wasn't okay. really into it. I did it because my 16 year old. Anyway, no, I I thought it was better. Okay, all right, yeah, because I you you knew they were getting the stones. You knew they were snapping everybody back alive. You knew that was happening. You know, I yeah. wasn't sure. Yeah, you knew that yeah. after the end of the last one. Right, uh, I, and I knew Captain America was out because his contract's done and all that. So I was kind of <laughs> like, ah, he's you know he's gone or whatever. Um. Okay, so you know what we saw the other night? Pookie and I saw that Seth Rogen, uh, Charlie's Theron. Oh yeah, I heard that. Dude, it's good. Um, the other half, I don't know what it, I don't even I remember the name. That one. Dude, it's funny. Is it? It's a good couples movie. <laughs> like, so take your chick there. It's funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so, does anyone else like just start watching Netflix and then all of a sudden just get stuck in a Netflix hole? All the time. All Bro. the time. I, like, I'll watch the stupidest stuff on Netflix, and it, like half a day will go by. <laughs> like that dude. that it's Bruno like about the dude and his dog like it has no storyline but I, I mean dude, I just watch it because it reminds me of you, myself you're, you're me dog. and Johnny yeah right, right. me and my dog <laughs> Netflix thing I can never I can never uh, I can never pick anything 
I, I can never pick anything. I'm with you. But yeah, I can't. I also I have Amazon Prime Video or whatever. But it's just hard for me to wrap my head around buying movies when stuff's free. But it's like <laughs> the, the entertainment values in the Amazon movies that you actually want to watch, and then you get these like second, third tier movies on Netflix that are free. And so I'm in this like panic the whole time. Like I'm wasting money if I'm buying Amazon Prime movies, but at the same time I'm not. I'm not entertained if I'm on Netflix because I'm just scrolling. Yeah. 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 There's, there's some garbage on Netflix. Do not watch How to Get Away with Murder. I got stuck on that son of a bitch. Um, what I like about the Netflix thing is literally every show that you're kind of on the border of, everyone is four and a half stars out of five. Every single review is four and a half out of five. Just look at the reviews. That's how I got stuck. <laughs> if you look at the reviews, you're like, wait, something's up here. Something is up because you're, everyone is four and a half out of five. Yeah. So, yeah, it's bullshit. So. I just want to get a motocross stuff. All right. That's how you really feel. We got it, Marks. Fine. We got to hear the motocross stuff. All right. You got anything else for me? Nope. I think that's about it. Um, yeah. Paula, Vegas, check. Uh, Hangtown, check. Um, Marchbanks, check. Um, yeah, I think we got pretty much everything. Everything I want to get in. So Love it. Um, Sounds good. All right, man. Well, hey, as always, thank you for joining us. Uh, always appreciate it. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, as Adam C. Cirillo, let's, uh, let's do it again this weekend at Paula, yeah? Sounds like one. a plan. All right, buddy. You, are, you team man- are you team manager again? I am. I am team manager again, but I just found out earlier tonight that they're not bringing the semi. <laughs> they, they took our semi back. <laughs> Who needs one? Nope. I'm team manager out of a van. So, I like that. Yeah, bring it, bring it on I in, everybody. Love it. All right. Thank you, buddy. All right. See you guys. See ya. That's Adam Cincerillo, everybody. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com, and uh, he'll he'll dial you in with uh, bars and sprocket deals. Same one as Monster Energy Yamaha uses. Uh, let's go to Colin. Colin, what's up, man? What's up, Colin? Hey, Steve. You know, that was a good interview. I'm not trying to, like, bring the vibe down, but, uh, I, you know, we paid the money for the uh, gold app. What the hell is up? We can't even watch Peter uh, try and qualify the LCQ. Have you talked to Reed about what's going to happen or what? They showed the LCQ. Um, oh, it's, no, at the in, it's at no, the didn't. it's at the end of qualifying because I was watching no, it. It's not. It's no, not. No, 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 no. Do you no, got a special app? I mean, it's 250A and 250 a and Oh, it must have been. That's it. I'm only the second qualifier too. They had. They. I thought. At the end, they were showing like Todd Waters; he was winning and something, but maybe I'm mistaken. Yeah, Waters wasn't winning; he wasn't. In no, that was the that was the last qualifier. No. Oh, that was the last qualifier. Yeah, maybe that's probably why I was. Mixed so, like, up. what's the deal? Like, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not you know trying to like be all negative, but you pay ninety dollars and you can only watch two practices. You know what the hell? I I heard it was a union deal, and the they have to give those guys a break. So the camera guys literally, because the union cannot work through that break, so they just. Don't air it out. Mm. I, I don't know. I You know what? You know how I am. Um, who is this? This is Colin. You know how I am with this stuff, Colin. Like, I don't really want to hear it. I know how you are, Steve. But you say just buy the app. Buy the app. Everybody I know bought the app. We love it. We want to support it. It's frustrating when you buy the shit and you only get to watch two practices out of four, let alone not even LCQ. But, dude, how... How good is it when you don't have like the commercial cuts and you're still watching? That alone for me is worth it. Yeah, I, 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 I just I don't know what to say, man. Like, it's fine. You get 24 motos. Actually, Supercross too for 90 bucks, right? And when it Supercross? Was on, yeah, and when it was on TV, they didn't show the LCQs. They didn't even show the qualifying. So you're getting the qualifying. you're getting the qualifiers, bro. You you know. Last year they showed the LCQs. 
Did they really? Uh, yeah. Who who would have called it? Like Weijin Langston wouldn't have called the LCQ. I for every year, it's possible. I'm not trying to like, like I said, I'm not trying to like be all upset about it, but it, it's just frustrating that it's cutting back. You know. I, I don't know. think they showed the LCQs. I watched all of them, and I don't recall no, that. Dude, I, they watched the, L, the, the LCQs were on last year, straight up. And so did did Weigan? I'm pissed. Did, I want your app. Did Weigan and Langston call the who called it? Yeah, yeah, they were there. Come on, dude. I don't. Th- I, I don't think so. Well, hey, whatever app you had, I'm, I want that one. I'm texting Langston right now. Text, text Langston and ask him why he's not uh, on the LCQs this year. Well, they said, but I, actually, that's his drinking because of the union deal. There's no cameras out there. Well, that was for the 125 stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but maybe for that too. But it's, a, for same, sure, it's literally yeah. right that like, same break. I mean, the 125 race isn't an hour, and I would imagine an LCQ is what. 15 minutes maybe Not to get even. them on and off? four laps. Oh, yeah, maybe the whole thing, yeah. yeah the whole two thing. minutes right. to get them in and out. Right, right. Um, all right, I texted Langston. I'm going to let you know, Colin, all right? All right, I, please do. No one gives a shit about the one for five race. We just want to watch the qualifiers. We want to watch Kiefer, make it in, and we want to watch some fucking LCQs. You're Who damn straight. Thanks, buddy. Damn straight. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's very angry. Um, yeah, he's grumpy, huh? Speaking of, that, speaking of that, though, uh, my race tech rather night, racetech.com. Uh, email email racetech fives. Call, call the racetech. Mention Pulp MX. Uh, get suspension discount. Get get a motor discount. Ben LeMay using racetech. Animal. 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 Ben LeMay. 84 starts? Is 80, that what it is? 84 starts. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, Michael Lessie, Tyler Medavia, also running uh, racetech suspension. Uh, Travis Marks will be running racetech whenever he gets going. What year bike. is that bike? I mean, what it's year like is another it? problem he'll have. It's 06. 06? What yep. is it, 450? Yep. Oh, bro. You think a 250 is going to haul my fat ass around? Hey. It ain't happening. Um, Dude, Mark's Mark, Mark, a good ride, man. Year. 06 is a good year. Right, yeah, okay, it's, so it's still a good bike. My race tech round of the night is, uh, so obviously Chris Kiefer came out. Uh, it didn't go as well as we thought. Qualified 55th out of 73. Uh, didn't Sometimes. do well in the LCQ. Uh, was nervous. Got arm pump. Uh, wasn't feeling it with the track and the ruts and everything. And I get it. All that. I go on Vital, and they're guys tearing him a new asshole. Like he shouldn't be out there. He's 55th out of 73, first of all. Yeah. What about they that? have qualifiers. Yeah. Like people are like, he shouldn't be out there. He's, he's dangerous. He's a. Tra-. What the fuck are you talking about? Like. Idiots. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, okay, so somebody compared it to Ronnie Ford in Supercross. Oh, no. Come um, on. Ronnie Ford serious? was dead last and 10 seconds off the next guy. Kiefer was 55th out of 73. Like, yeah. I, I just I don't understand these jerk-offs that are like, look, it didn't go well and it didn't ride like what he wanted to, and he'll be in next week. We'll talk about the whole thing. And maybe this weekend in Paula, he goes like 10-10 and redeems himself. I don't know. Invite all the vital dudes to a freaking ride day, and if any of those dudes can well, beat his lap time, then tell them to... I'm not down with saying that necessarily because that's... I mean, I criticize guys too, and you could say, hey, Fatso, yeah. you come out and ride, and I can't. So yeah. I'm not I'm not going that way. But I'm saying like to say that he didn't belong out there... No, he's fine. To compare him to Ronnie Ford to... I mean, he was... Right in the mix, they they, they capped it at eighty guys, so they had seventy three, and Kiefer was fifty fifth. Yeah, I mean, was he in the upper half? No, but these guys saying like, oh, he didn't belong out there, and it's not safe to have him out there, and what was he racing for, and Seriously? and Tomac's going this many seconds faster, and fuck off. Dude. It's not like it's, Kiefer's not in the motos; he's not going that slow in the motos. He has to qualify, and he didn't. Yeah, and everybody else too. So that's my race tech round of the night: is these fucking jerk offs saying he doesn't belong out there. Kiefer's a goddamn vet hero. 
and I like qualified well, worse than that. But even putting but even putting aside our friendship and that he's old and everything else, does he belong out there? He's 55th out of 73. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, Absolutely. He does. That, yeah. That's but, it. Hold on. It's 55th at the first round when you got all the dudes out there. You know how legit that is. It's that the is first legit. round. Yeah. Okay. A guy, a guy. So that's my race deck around the night. A guy uh, tweeted me, I've had the gold app since its exception, and they've never aired the LCQs. That's what I thought. I'm with uh, Yeah. I don't ever. I don't think so either. Right. Did I watch every minute of that? So. Yeah. Right, same. Right. Right. So, yeah. Colin. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. I got it mixed up this weekend. I thought I was watching something. Todd Waters. Yeah, Todd Waters. Like, Dude, this guy is ripping. Like, really? Like, I've seen him in Australia. Like, why is he in the LCQ? He must have had a bad day. But I was like, man, I'm. You were too busy with J Bone. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. I was with J Bone. Right. We get it. We understand. Yeah. Uh, what a show tonight. Uh, Christian Craig, Kenny Roxon, Hunter Lawrence, and. Um, Good guess, man. And AC. So. Yeah. Uh, Maxima USA, SC1, fantastic stuff. Uh, transmission oil as well, fantastic stuff. I love their chain lube, their MPPL, all of it. Pulpamex35 is the code to save at MaximaUSA.com. Uh, they didn't get there. Uh, they, they're the number one aftermarket oil in America. They didn't get there by buying their way. They got there by being the best from Monster Energy Ka- Pro Circuit Kawasaki to Monster Energy Kawasaki themselves. MaximaUSA.com. Thank you, those guys. If you want to save on oil, uh, use the code PulpMX35, and you can save with the folks at Maxima. Uh, awesome to have them on board with the show, of course, and uh, and all of our sponsors. Sponsor deals on PulpMXShow.com to, uh, to save with those guys uh, or all of the guys. We have codes and everything else. Uh, I just had a guy today uh, bought another taser from Intense with the code. Well, that's that's sick. gnarly, bro. That is sick. When you're dropping that kind of money with the code, I really appreciate that, everybody. Yeah. I don't get a chunk of that, but but I, you know, I do appreciate that. And uh, so thanks to those guys, LA Honda World as well, Ridgeline Life, uh, fantastic truck. Seven Deuce Deuce's commercial was sick. It was sick. <laughs> Kiefer just dinged his up really good. You want uh, to add on to his weekend? Smash his front quarter panel in on the Ridgeline. So. I fucking love Ridgelines. Thank you. Uh, five with a five and freeway and six hundred five freeway meet over a thousand new Hondas in stock, over a hundred used cars, including certified Hondas and some cheap as-is cars, starting at five k. Thirty minutes from anywhere in LA, and I don't want to hear any fucking back talk on that. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes from anywhere in LA. All That's right. it. Bottom line. <laughs> LA Honda World. Uh, go down there, see my guy Steve. Mention Pulp Mech Show. Get a free first time oil change and get a hell of a deal on a truck. Uh, Ernesto Fonseca's picking one up. Vince Freeze has got one. Seven Deuce Deuce has got one. I got one. Uh, Kiefer got one. So Ridgeline Nation coming Ridgeline. on strong. I think. Why didn't I ask Connor Lawrence about his Ridgeline? I don't know. Should we call him back? I almost, feel, back. Like, I almost feel like we should just yeah. ask him about Ridgeline stuff. Yeah. You blew it. Uh, uh, Mookie got back to me. Yeah. Mookie got back to me. He said, uh, uh, he's coming for me the next race. Okay. You are coming for him the next race. He said, watch him smoke me. I was nervous. Like I lost sleep over that race. I was more nervous about that mountain bike race than A1. No lie. (laughs) Bro, he sent it the first lap. He says, bro, I don't care what happens. I'm going to blow myself out. The first lap, I'm leading the first lap. Like I'm going to go as hard as I can. I was like, all right, bro. Like... But dude, but, hey, he did it. He did it, yeah. dude. He was ripping. So right. hey, right. props to him. Yeah. No, absolutely. He he did a great job. I'm so. coming for redemption, though. Dude, if he's in that good of shape right now, well, he's going to be good next year. I was going to be good. A-ray how a guy coming off a femur break, who's not known to be ripped and in shape, could beat him at a mountain bike race. He's been racing all year. So I I've been racing. He's been training and riding mountain bikes. He Hold had on. a broken femur, dude. It doesn't matter. Come on, bro. <laughs> a broken femur doesn't matter, I bro. Bro. I, bro, I broke my femur before. I was back riding in like six weeks. It was good. Like, I don't know how. But pedaling? Yep. Yeah. Oh, riding a dirt bike and then pedaling? Yep. Yeah. It's the same thing. 
It's not really the same thing, but it's like I'm like you, you can you can on. pedal. I, you know what? I did hear something earlier in the show, and I wanted to. Did I hear you calling Cameron McAdoo sketchy? No, no, that was him. I thought it. Uh, was, you kind of pretty sure you I mean, did. I'm like, and I was like, no. wow, that's pot calling the no, kettle. No, 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 Come no. on, I didn't say he was sketchy. I, I, I don't, don't think you said, said you didn't say sketchy. You didn't I use, said I, I respect his sin. Dude, I respect his sin he heavily. Yes, yes, that's what I'm yes. saying. No, For the record, noises. I don't call you sketchy either. I say, I, I say, somebody's going to block you if you do. No, that's all right. Yeah. I would rather someone say, He's "Hey, not bro, the only one to block I respect your sin level." Like, I that's that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, like, yep, yep, yep. I'll say that, that to you next time. And that's like, that's like Yoda telling Luke Skywalker, "You're good at a lightsaber." <laughs> like you're the, you know, like you. Yeah. You saying somebody I respect your sin level is the ultimate compliment <laughs> from the king of sin. Yeah. The Yoda of sin. Yeah. I mean, I never said, I mean, McAdoo, I mean, he. Respect your sin level, I, I do. I respect his sin level. That's, that's what I'm saying. Respect I respect sin, his sin respect level. Respect your sin level, I do. Yes. All right. That's great. That's good. Heavy um, respect. What do you want to talk about in Hawaii? What do you want to say about Hawaii? It. What about it? Was Nick at Hangtown? Nick. Foot Nick. No. What? Footnick. <laughs> foot no, Nick. no, he was not at Hangtown. No. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Footnick. Who's uh, Footnick? Okay, all right. So Nick, he's a he's a mechanic for Bullfrog, Smart Top, Vince Honda. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Was riding a scooter, brand new scooter, riding, ripping down the road. Handlebars fly off. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, that's and, and he was in lava rocks. In lava rocks. Oh, eats shit. Blood everywhere. Like he oh. was probably worse than Bubba Polly. Did you see his oh. foot? Oh, it was. Did you yeah, see I, it? I seen it. Yeah. Oh, oh it was I'll bad. Show, uh, oh no. Oh, had to get stitches. Go to the hospital whole night. Look at his foot, dude. So, I said <laughs> wow. to him, "Well, you're now you're you're now going to own this scooter company, the scooter rental company." Did he's he like, sign his yeah. life away? He's it's like five hundred dollars. It's worth. He's like Nick Max scooter rental. Push play on that, on dude. That video. So. <laughs> I don't know if I want bad. to. Yeah. It, he was so, in crutches the whole week. Like dude, it just ruined yeah. his trip. Oh my god. It did. Dude, so bad. Would you call him Footnick? Yeah, Footnick. Yeah. Footnick. Yeah, right, we'll, we'll start calling him that. Yeah, Footnick. Oh, um, dude. But uh, how how was it? What'd dude, you think? It was it, fun, huh? It was like a vacation, you know. Like I, I mean, I haven't been on very very many vacations, but uh, Sipes wasn't on vacation. No, he was there to race. He was there to race. Um, and you know, I did you go in early? When'd you get in? I got in Thursday afternoon. Okay. Yeah, and then we got sushi together. It's a good place. Oh, Thursday we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Thursday. Yeah. With all those celebrities on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who was it? Jackie Chan maybe? It was every Mr. T? Yeah, Mr. T. Yeah, yeah. all kinds of people on the wall. <laughs> and then uh and then yeah, Friday, I um I went straight to the track, got my shit done, and then as soon as I was like, all right, my bike made it, my gear's here, toolbox, yeah. all that's good. I'm leaving. I went I peaced out. You, you, Laid you on were the gonna beach. you were gonna meet us for Margs, but yep, you, yeah, you were being a I good. Like, yep. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a good boy. I got a race tomorrow, so I laid out on the on the beach. I was a starfish, and then I laid there for about an hour, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna learn how to surf. So I went over here to the Huka Nuka dude. I was like, hey man, I want to like learn by how the to- hotel by the by the. Yeah, just like okay. the, the like the where the rentals and lessons, but past the mall to the beach. That yeah one? yeah okay. on uh, Waikiki. Waikiki oh, then you weren't at the hotel where the ride, where, where they put us up for the so race. So you were like downtown no. kind yeah, of. Yeah, I was downtown Waikiki. Yeah. Yeah, I was downtown. Yep. I was like, hey, I want to have a lesson. So he's like, all right, cool. You and this old guy. I was like, all right, This whatever. is Sunday. 
No, this is Friday. Oh, Friday. This is Friday. Okay. <laughs> so, like, shoulders were blown out for the race, but it was fine. Oh, I thought you did this on oh. Sunday. No, I did oh. it Friday. <laughs> I was like, I peaced out. I, w- I went and learned how to surf. Bro, that was, like, the coolest thing I've ever done. Like, I learned how to surf. Now I can just hang fucking tin. I'm like... You oh, and Jericho getting dude. boards. Oh, dude. Yeah, I need so, a board. I need a wetsuit and a fucking Volkswagen. Those are the yeah, three yeah, things yeah. I need. For Have you Southern seen Point California. Break? I need to watch Point Break. You gotta watch Point Break. Should I just walk around you Costa be the Mesa Bodie. with a, with no shoes on and like half a wetsuit, dude? Surfer guys throw my hair out. Surfer dudes. Are <laughs> so were you good at it, dude? I mean, I got up a few times. Yep. I was, dude. It was sick. <laughs> oh, regular Johnny Utah. Yeah, dude. Johnny fucking Utah. Yeah, dude. Just call me breaking your own rules, man. They call just... me the Bodie, <laughs> the Bodie. Dude, Bodie Zaffa. It was sick. And then uh, and then yeah, we race. Saturday, I mean, and no one gave a fuck how they did other no, than Sipes and Brayton. Other than Sipes and Brayton, like no one really gave a hey, shit. No, Politelli looked like he gave a shit. Politelli yeah. was pissed off. Yeah. after the third main event he, because he wanted one of those surf. No, he would have been in in podium position yeah, for he, sure. What was he? So, two, yeah. three, three, two, three, two. Yeah, he was. So he if had Felt a, gave out surfboards, no, two, he'd be top five. He'd get I up don't there. know. He was ripping though. Like he was, yeah, inside gate every time. Around the turn, like he was yeah. top three. Like he and, was uh, ripping. Jimmy D had a stock, brand yeah. new 2014 RMZ, and almost yeah. won the first one. Yeah, I mean, he his setup somehow worked good. He had <laughs> the works forks and then stock shock. Yeah, and and, and Bridgestone tires from 2014. All <laughs> yeah, cracked th- those probably those probably helped a little bit with how right. hard the track was. Yeah. It probably just dug in because how about so, the like, how about the the locals? Man, I I mean, dude, honestly, Bubba Polly crashed because a local crash in front of him but that could have been any of us yeah honestly like yeah. It, it had nothing to do with bubba it, i mean it could have been <laughs> any of us i mean sort of how it was yeah um i it one of the locals almost cleaned me out but i mean i mean hey they, they sort of had to do it i guess Cooksey, this was the first race i've ever been to where after the race no one gave a shit how they did like they're just like we're in hawaii man it's great oh dude like hey what'd you think of your night tonight ah, i went okay whatever but you know what i'm in hawaii yeah we're in hawaii <laughs> right hey, I, I did have a question though that dude's bike was on the, a weird how did this bike get there like, usually when you crash coming off a jump, the bike goes left, right. It was, like, square on the landing. Okay, so he came up so short on the jump. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. he didn't even make it to so the So he top. didn't even case it. He faced it. Yeah, he faced okay, it. Okay, okay. And bounced over onto the landing of the jump, and then Bubba had already been committed and hit okay, his bike, okay. and then forcing Bubba Polly to oh boy. pile drive his face into the hard lava rock. Dude, I love that you did the no fear story that week. And there was a dude wearing no fear. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, actual Wait, great fucking it. story, dude. Holy crap! Yeah, that's it was good. fun. It was it was a good time to do it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy wearing no fear. It's like, it's he, like, he switched into Fox for the night show, but for practice he was in. Oh, no fear. was he Fox night show? Yeah, he was Fox Honda yeah. stuff for night show. What about the guy? Did you see the guy in the amateur class absolutely eat shit on the YZ250? <laughs> yes, dude. And then get up. Dude, yes. He was hey, like zombie Chris Blows. There's a video on Instagram of it. I've watched oh, no it about six no. times. Yes. Oh, dude, yes. he laid I that. Please find, find his handle. Yeah, find it. Find oh, that video. Oh, gosh, I got to find who, it. Who, what'd you find? Like, it was a Y in Supercross or what was it? Uh, I think, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, it the guy eats Hawaii it on this Supercross. triple, okay? He's the second best guy. And he, first lap, eats it on this triple, over the bars. <laughs> He's laying there, and he gets up a lap later and just starts motoring down with his goggles around his handlebar. Took his goggles off, put them on his handlebar, and the goggles are just flipping everywhere. And the guy's back up, and he is back ripping again. <laughs> dude, 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 dude. Motocross that, vids daily. Huge wow. get off. 
I'm calling the action right now, by the way. I was a, I was a live announcer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh! It's <laughs> <laughs> so Dude. good. Dude. So good. He's, I got to yeah. see. Also, see. there was a guy who hit one of the small berms. And launched himself into the like like the bank of the stands to no way. On a cowie. Yeah, he. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, in practice. <laughs> yes, yes, in practice. Yes. The dust was flying everywhere. He, well, he almost hit the 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 he almost hit the golf cart or whatever that was UTV that was there. But Duff oh, he moved did it. hit it. Oh yeah, he did hit it. Okay, wait. <laughs> so there was there was a UTV at the end of a berm, uh, at the end of a straightaway on the other side of a berm, and Duff and I are like, this isn't good. So Duff Life gets in it. Pulls it ahead 10 feet oh. out of the way of the berm, right? Yeah. Then that guy comes over, gets squirrely, hits the UTV. <laughs> Duff and I are like, oh, bad I bad idea. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. So, uh, poor guy. Koa yeah. V is the guy. Yeah, that guy was Dude. a hero. But he was actually ripping on that two-stroke. Yeah, he was killing. Yeah, was, I, I was yelling, zombie. It's zombie, whatever his <laughs> zombie, last name was. You were yelling that in the zombie mic? Zombie Koa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, zombie Koa. I'm like, it's zombie Koa. <laughs> And Wygan's laughing, and I'm just oh. like, because the guy was just killing it, so crushing it. So yeah, um, good opening ceremony too. Seven deuce deuce. Oh yeah. man, I was laughing because he had like the uh, he had the jerseys. Mm-hmm. He he would run all the way to one end, <laughs> throw the jersey, and then run all the way to the other end. We're just sitting there. Like, yeah, I know. I, don't know was, I thought it was funny. No, I I was like, why didn't you take your bike? Just ride your bike. Yeah, over. just ride your bike. Ride no, your he's bike just, okay. just running laps of the stadium. This is a football field, and he ran all the way to one side through a jersey and then ran all the way to the other side through another jersey. Yeah. Okay, so so Jimmy D borrowed a bike. What did all you guys do? Did you guys ship him? What did you yeah, do? Yeah, we shipped our bikes. How long did it take? Uh, Well, okay, Chiz used a different thing. He shipped his race bike straight from – so Chiz had his race bike. Fucking Chiz. Hey, I beat him on my practice bike, bro. Yeah, suck it, Chiz. Yeah, suck it, Chiz. So, anyways, Chiz – shipped his right after vegas and it got there like the day of like saturday like right before did it practice. really yes right oh, i didn't know practice. that and then and why did renner ride a honda and a husky uh the husky wasn't running right oh, so okay. he borrowed somebody's honda where do you get the <laughs> honda from no idea <laughs> no idea and then uh me and seven deuce deuce uh both me seven deuce deuce uh ronnie mack uh, Greco, a few of us, we all shipped our bikes in with a shipping container that shipped like. But you had to go stuff. when before Vegas, right? At some yeah, point? it went like two weeks before. I still haven't got my practice bike back, so it's taken um, a while. Now you, but you had to take the shipping out of your money, right? Out of your yes. start money, that yeah, was part yeah. of the deal. Yeah. So you could have just brought suspension and done a done a Jimmy G. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Right. It, it was tough finding a bike. Like yeah. they didn't really want right. to loan out the bikes because they a lot of them like Bubba Polly had brand new bikes and ruined the thing. <laughs> You know, so, uh, so yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, hey, I'll just bring my bike, whatever. Right. It's cool. Well. It was nice to have my own bike. What'd you get for start money? You get five? Uh, six, but five with the yeah, bike, right. bike shipment. Yeah. Did you end up, you end up, did you didn't really spend any money? Oh, I spent a shit ton of money. <laughs> okay. God. Yeah, me too. Dude, I spent so much money, but it was all like on like cool shit though. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm it in Hawaii. now. Yeah. I, I, one, I learned how to surf. I went to the beach. I went to the beach a few times. How'd that cost money, though? Oh, well, I would go there, but I was like, shit, I'm unprepared. I don't have a towel. I don't have swim trunks. I don't have flip-flops. <laughs> Both times? It's the well, beach. Once, once I was like, the first time, I was like, shit, I don't have anything. I don't right. even have a towel. So I went to this. They have those ABC stores yeah, yeah. on every single right. corner. So I went in there. I got a towel. I got a bag to hold the towel. I got flip-flops. I got shorts. <laughs> I got the whole. Shorts? 
I got the whole fucking nine. You okay? didn't bring shorts to Hawaii? I, I brought the it's wrong shorts. I took the wrong shorts to the beach. Were you wearing like jean shorts? Or like yes. I was far from the hotel, <laughs> and I'd ridden one of those bikes from my hotel like fucking three miles. So oh, I didn't yeah. want to like the rental bike. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want to turn around the three miles, go right, back, change, right, right. and then go back <laughs> to the beach. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just buy shorts here. I need new ones anyways. Yeah. I got cool ones. It's fine." Yeah, you know. So I spent money on that. I spent so much money on fucking poke bowls and sushi because the fish there is just yeah. amazing. Right. I went to this hole in the wall sushi restaurant for dinner the night that you were trying to get me to come up. Yeah. Uh, to that bar, yeah. which I did not. Right. Um, I was like, all right, this is a hole in the wall. They only serve sushi. Like, this is going to be good sushi. Yeah. Like, hole in the wall. Right. So I'm like, it's going to be cheap, too, because it's like, looks like a shithole ran down, like, little thing, like, whatever. Yeah. You had to have a fucking reservation to eat there. Oh, I'm wow. like, I spent, like, this, like, 20 minutes on Yelp trying to find just, a, like, a shitty hole in the wall sushi restaurant. <laughs> And then I go to the most expensive place in freaking Waikiki, and I spent $70 on myself. Wow. Yeah, but, but it was but, good. But, oh, so you didn't, need good, a, you didn't need a rise. They got you in. Yeah, they got me in because I was by myself. Okay, yeah. You're yeah. out of your mind, dude. But I like that. I learned how to surf. Yeah. Just I want you to surf. I want you to surf. 150. Oh, okay. 150. For two hours or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but it was worth it. Yeah. It was worth every penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow. I, to you, race in I told Hawaii why, and to get to do all that stuff. And you know why Gant's, is, why Gant's the cheapest man in the world, right? We all yeah. know that, right? Yeah. So I got paid two grand to to announce. Mm-hmm. I had to buy my ticket out of that. Ticket was 500 bucks. It was actually pretty cheap. Yeah. We stayed at a resort for a couple nights. Pookie got a massage. Got margaritas. A lot of Mai Tais. Yeah. I'm out like $600 for that trip. <laughs> I spent $2,600. I probably came That's up. actually good, though. Well, yeah, I didn't mind, but I was thinking to myself, like, when they said, hey, we'll pay you two grand, I'm like, yeah, that's sweet. Two grand for a day worth of work. Sweet, I'm in. And I'm like, fucking writing a check for $600, $800 or whatever. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, like, you can yeah. spend money quick right, there, dude. Right. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. yeah we should great, do a live pop, show, pop, live pop show there next year, I told Eric. So, so how come we'll, how bring, we'll bring Marks and his smoking hot wife. Yeah, how come you didn't take your chick? Uh, she had to work. Yeah, she had to work. Convenient, convenient. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, she had to work. She was busy. I was like, hey, I'm going to Hawaii. Well, actually, she was going to come. Kick it to the afternoon to Hawaii. She works in Hawaii a lot, so she didn't want to, like, fly all the way there for, like, two days and then come back. Right. Marks, have you ever been to Hawaii? Yeah, it's been a while. She wanted to stay there. Where'd you go? Uh, I think we hit. We uh, island hopped. Oh. Yeah, we well. went all over. But that How was about, like 13 years ago or something. So they had a motocross the nations of islands, right? So in the, in the amateur class. So there's a big island, it's called. There's Oahu, and there's Maui. And Kauai. Okay, well, there, there's just three. Okay. That went about like the Chiz Cup or the yeah. belt. So <laughs> we're in Honolulu, okay, and it's a huge city, right? So I assume that it's the big island because it is... Honolulu, it's got to be the big island, right? <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, we're on the big island. I don't know. So I'm <laughs> I announcing which island is which. I'm announcing. Well, I, I knew Maui was different because I oh. went to Maui. So I'm announcing this, and I'm like, oh shit! Like these guys are gonna freak out because the big island was not kicking ass. Oahu was kicking ass over the big island and Maui, and so they had three guys from each country or whatever, three guys from each island. So I'm like, ah, I got bad news. I'm yelling. I got bad news. In the in the island of nations, I'm like Maui, bringing up the rear, whatever. How many points? It was Olympic style scoring, so a high no- high number. Maui had a high number, and then I'm like, 
And next is the uh, the Big Island. And then like nobody says anything. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, and then winning by a huge margin, Oahu. And everybody freaks out. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people from Oahu here. Like sure. they're, st- but <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just figured it was yeah. the Big Island. No. Honolulu is the big city, so that's uh, got to be the Big Island. Jeez. Uh, so then I figured it out. I'm like, Did wait a minute. Call you Hallie after that? No, I'm like, wait uh. a minute. Wait a minute. This must be Oahu, because <laughs> yeah. they're really happy right now. Yeah. So good job by me. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, what happened yeah. to Ronnie Mack? I thought he was going to race it. I don't know. Wygant said he was, uh, and then he, he never did. His merch. And then I don't know. Did he? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was actually Ronnie was pretty tame. Yeah, he was pretty tame. Like I brought him into the mic a few times I when think, he was doing. I think the free- he's training for for outdoors. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What happened there? He's training for I outdoors. I saw something. He wants to ride outdoors, right? Well, I guess he's he was supposed like, to ride Hangtown, and he got his money back. I don't know. He well, got like three selected ones or something like that. Really? I, I don't three know. Three select ones. I, me and Wygant calling the freestyle thing was terrible. We knew none of the tricks. We're just like, whoa, look at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kiss of death. Yeah. I'm like, I'm Superman like, seat crap. No, sure. I didn't even know that, dude. Oh, I was shit. like, I think that's a nothing. Yeah, I heard you say that. That's a nothing. It's a nothing. <laughs> Is that even a thing anymore? I, I don't every know. Trick, freestyle, every trick bro. goes to a nothing. I know. <laughs> you guys are just like, all you and Weeds are just all by yourselves, like out there oh, in the middle dude. of the streetway. It's like, it's a nothing. I don't know any of these guys who they are, <laughs> yeah. but one guy's got done this big on his huge, on his shroud. Done. And I look, and I'm like, there's a Nick Dunn. I'm like, Nick Dunn, give it up for Nick Dunn. And it's the only guy I knew. And then Ronnie Mack, yeah. Well, and Ronnie, I knew Ronnie. And then I just kept saying, "The louder you cheer, the bigger they'll go." Oh. You know what? That's like every freestyle announcer I've ever heard. Dude, we were terrible. Wygat oh, was just like Wygat's like that's a seat grab ish. <laughs> oh, we were. I ter- remember like, you guys oh. saying like that's a classic trick from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> you could not have got two more out of touch announcers oh, to call the freestyle competition. Like seriously, so there it is. We're just like everything was just like whoa, <laughs> dude. You know what though? Have that. you been to the freestyle stuff no, lately? That's yeah. pretty. That's right. pretty on yeah. point. Yeah. With the freestyle. Yeah. 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 Oh god, it was it was really really yeah. funny. So, anyways, Hawaiian Supercross, it was fun. It was a good yeah, time. Yeah, it was an amazing time. Yeah, thank it was, you, Eric it was good. Bernard. Yes, thank you, Eric, for that. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com, pulpmx-20 is the code to say with those guys. Thank you for coming on. So uh, Dom from Kiefering Testing uh, reviewed a bunch of KX450 triple clamps, and uh, they all thought they had a little bit more of a rigid feel than stock. So uh, the, RE, the RE folks went back, redesigned them, and they got a redesigned structure based on hours of riding on a prototype clamp that reduces rigidity, adding comfort to the great handling that the bikes have. So these guys have redone their Cowie clamps and uh, Pulpamex-20 to save. Jet black or flow green covers. Better handling equals lower lap times and just play more fun. Ask Dom how much he likes his ride engineering clamps now. Again, use Pulpamex-20 to save. So, yeah, cool for those guys to go back in and redesign the clamp, and they've done that for the 2019 Cowie. So that's the ride engineering product of the week. So, um, all right, let's uh, Chris Cooksey from uh, Fly Racing and Vital uh, and uh, Alex Wright from Hep Suzuki. We are not going to do the Monster Cup pipes until we have a 2020 deal. <laughs> that's the latest. That's the latest right now. All right. Are you are you my new manager? Yeah, I am. All right. I'm all your right, manager. You're back, you're, we're back yeah, in We business, need a commitment. Manager. We mean a commitment for – uh, 2020 before we do the Monster Cup. Uh, otherwise, you will do the Monster Cup on the Blue Crew in the garage, and we will get the suspension done, and you will ride that. 
You hear me, Pipes? Dude, Blue Crew is a good bike, man. I'm saying I love mine. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. Yeah. But, I mean, my RM Army, that thing's set up pretty decent. Listen, you can... Yeah, I would imagine it's pretty good. Yeah. Quiet down. Really you can good. you can talk about whatever you want, but you you were better on the Yamaha. RM Army. You can... T- you, I, I know, hey, I know. When you, when they you pay you, it, I get it, but... 19th in points. You got a little button? No, I don't. I don't need it. You don't. Need, he don't need it. He's he's gonna. I keep thought all modern it. bikes had it. Uh, no, he, Wait, he almost. That's, all a, that's what Langston said. Yes, he, said. yes, he did. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I was leaning to. Yeah. He said Langston said, "Yeah, all the modern bikes have electric start nowadays." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. yeah. except uh, for moving A-ray. on, moving on." Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk a little more Hangtown before we wrap this thing up here. Thanks to our guests tonight, uh, Christian Craig, Hunter Lawrence, uh, Ken Rocks, and Adam Cincirillo, of course, for coming on tonight. Appreciate that. Um, Cooksey, let's talk about what stood out for you for Hangtown for a couple things that, that maybe surprised you. Let's go with surprising you. Um, both classes. Anything anything come out? Jason Anderson. That's flat out. Yeah. I didn't expect it. He's never been an outdoor guy. And to see him come out there, run down Webb. Dude, I loved when he put the aggressive move on him. What would you guys think there? There's a couple alpha males. I don't think. What about when he passed back Tomac, too? I don't yeah. know if they showed that or not, but yeah. No, but he did. I mean, he fought yeah. hard. And yeah. Tomac, I want to be surprised, but I just... I'm not surprised with anything anymore. I'm. Right. It is what it is. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Anderson was great. Yep. Dude, he was good. He, he was very good. W- did you see where him and Webb got together? What did you think? I thought it was fine. Yeah. No, it's fine. But oh. tell me that's not going to escalate when it comes next year. Uh, I don't know. Dude. Yeah, maybe. Because maybe they're not like Mar- Marv. He, I don't. He's a little bit off on the track. But off the track, he'll back down. I don't think those guys will. Yeah, no, the uh, the Baker's Factory thing is always an interesting dynamic, yeah. for sure, you know, yeah. because it doesn't take much before somebody's nose gets bent out of joint, you know, as far as, like, a small or little you know, move or whatever. Somebody will be in California. Well, you got the 18 yeah, champion, yeah. the yeah. 19 champion, they both – yeah, I just, I just think – I mean, shit, Jason couldn't even get along with Marvin, and Marvin gets along with everybody. Yeah. And now when he's going to with Webb, it was okay when Webb was the guy lower, but yeah. now that they're... Well, they never really did two races, right? That's right. I, yeah. We never got to right. see that. We right. will. And I, I felt like that was that was Anderson kind of marking his territory, saying, listen, yeah. I'm still the guy. Yeah, maybe. I wasn't around, but I'm the guy. Yep. I found it interesting that Webb, and this could be just bullshit social media stuff, but Webb was saying, like, hey, I'm not happy with how I did. I thought it was fine. That second moto was a mutter. Like, how, you know, you're not really going to go off that and be like, this is, here's where I'm at. Like, it's, it's a mutter. Where you start plays a huge factor into it. Um, the rain, the vision, all that kind of stuff plays a whole factor. And I, so if you go by that, Webb did get passed by Anderson. But otherwise, dude, he ran second for a long time, and he should be happy with that. Yeah, but he then, never ran second on a Yamaha. He's coming off, you know. Yeah, true, but he's coming off a championship. I mean, it's hard to say anything but a win is oh, acceptable, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's starting out the season fine. I yep. mean, oh, I'm I do too. Yeah, yeah. No, he, I, th- I felt he was a little hard on himself, but maybe it's just bullshit social media stuff too, right? Could be. So Jake Masterpool, eleventh. Yeah, pretty, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's ripping. Like he beat a lot of good guys. I mean, we're looking, you know. Cole Seeley, or Cole Seeley, uh, Tomita, yeah, Cody Cooper. Wow, Seeley had a terrible second moto, but he, I mean, he beat him in the first. But yeah, Tyler Bauer, Still, dude, they, the, poor Seeley. Did you see yeah. what they caught on the camera where yeah, he crashed, and crashed again? I'm like, oh man, that, those conditions are not Cole Seeley's. And, and he's just a marked man right now with everybody wanting that spot at Honda. If that um, had been me, my shit would have blown up so quick. Oh, you're so sketchy. Oh, fuck. You said Instagram. sketchy, not me. I said I just, full send. Um. So what else? What else, Cooksey? Uh, 250s. I, I couldn't believe – I was shocked that Adam was able to fight back and win. Dude, that loss that he took in Vegas, I know he doesn't want to talk about it, but that was devastating, man. 
you know Connor Fields, he comes by after his Olympic loss. When he lost, it, it wrecked him. He had to go see a psychologist, and he had a lot of. It took him a while to work through it. He did, mm-hmm. but I just to bounce immediately back like that, and I feel like I thought Connor won. He brought a gold medal to my house. Well, that was four years later. Oh, he failed the four years before. Oh, he did. He was winning it, fastest guy, wrecked when he was supposed to win. Oh, then he was doing like the worlds. He kept crashing. It turned into a thing. Okay, and he worked through it. Oh, okay. But so yeah, Adam, that was yeah. that was badass. Right. And then Justin Cooper, I don't know what happened to him in the second moto. I never really saw him. It was no, nice to see him. Just it was pouring. He got a bad start, and that was it, right? Like yeah. I, the, yeah, I tell you what, I, it's it's Hangtown. You can't get too no, much. You can't. You too can't, high or too low. You can't. Yeah, go either way. I tell you what, those star guys are going to be there all summer long, dude. Yeah, all they summer are, long. They are going to go at it. And I was surprised at Colton Nichols. I didn't think Colton Nichols had that in him he's outdoors. Strong. He's strong. But then you know he has these places outdoors where you're like, oh yeah, not last year because he entered the series late. But the year before, like he was strong here and there, and you always think of. I just think of Colt Nichols as a supercross guy, yeah. technique, jumping, that kind of guy. I never looked at him like a like an outdoor guy. Knack knacks, knack knacks, and bogle him, knack knacks. Yeah. Uh, but he was really good. Colt Nichols was really good. So end up on the podium. Yeah, yeah I, I, anyone on those Yamahas, they're so fast outdoors, and he ha- he, I, he showed it a little bit. Remember, uh, it was a couple years ago? I think it was Bud's Creek. He got third. Yeah. So he showed yeah, some, no, some flashes. Here and, there, yeah. here and there, you're like, wow, look at Colt Nichols, you know? So Dude, You know who really surprised me? I expected more out of uh, Big Air Tom, Thomas Covington. I, dude, what happened? Like, Panic the, button has, has been pushed. I actually broke oh, off. Oh, that's how it happened. Yeah. I, I, I had yeah. A, guy, a, a guy make a joke to me that he left his talent in Europe because he was pretty good. I mean, you don't, you don't luck into a couple of victories over there and then come over here and just I, – I, he needs – Does he have a different setup in Europe? I'm sure he does, yeah, a little bit, but but they can get it or they can try it. You know? Yeah, I, I've never been that MX2 class. Look, he's older. He had a factory bike for all those years. He should have been winning way more than he was, or at least making podiums way more than he was. He would show up in Mexico and win. He would show up at some weirdo tracks and win. But that class, because they bump you out of it when you have experience and race races under your belt and a factory bike, you're automatically at, at, at advantage. And yeah. so to me. I always thought Thomas should have been way better in in, in MXG MX two. I'm like, Thomas, you should be on the podium every single weekend and battling for a title. And he never was. Never was. And I'm always like, he's underperforming. He's underperforming. For what his experience is and a factory bike, he's underperforming. But this is a guy that we thought enough of to put on the Designations team. He just got worked by Ty Masterpool. But he got beat at Designations pretty good too. He's but we thought enough to put him on the team. Wow, I think we were running out of guys, really. Yeah, you know, like it, he was yeah. honestly like you know, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it wasn't good. It was not good. Coming off a Supercross season, it was. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not good. I didn't expect. I didn't expect him to podium, but I expected a top ten. I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. No, no. It, it, a top ten for him, I would have been no problem. You're good. You're you're set. You know, you're fine. Top ten. Um, no points. Twenty seven, twenty two. But if you're him right now or Bobby Hewitt, you are lost. You are like wondering what just happened because you didn't get 12 12 you didn't go 12 12 you didn't go 15 12 you went out of the points both motos 27 22 thank you it's hard to build off of that right yeah very yeah if he comes back from this and considering the supercross season he's got a lot of mental strength for sure because this is such a fragile little flower as these riders are and to get beat down so far like he hasn't he's had zero zero success in america so far yeah i don't know if i'd call him a fragile flower i'm just saying all riders in general so confidence is huge Yes, absolutely. So that's on a, on a on a racer level, yeah. not on a regular. No, no, level. yeah, yeah, yeah. On a racer level, you Fair need enough. that. You need Fair that enough. chip. Fragile you need flower. that. Yes, yes. 
You're fragile. Not no. in life, but no. maybe as a race. No, dude, the way you said no, the, he's the fragile. full send is no. not fragile. <laughs> he's dude, fragile. I saw, every he's, time I looked in Houston, he, this dude was picking himself up. He blocks people on Instagram nonstop, and he started an Instagram account for his dog. I don't even know what where, where Houston was. It was in it was in Texas. Houston. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't even Triple remember. Crown. <sighs> Might have hit your head. But no, maybe, 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 maybe I don't know. <laughs> No, Not no. We, we, we talked. We talked Very afterward, possible. and I, it, it, you claimed you stalled it and tipped over. But every time oh, I, I looked, did, yeah. every time I looked, you were getting up, and my, oh, my buddy that was yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, so I was like, dang. But yeah, just you're not scared, over. dude. I'll give you that. Uh, and that's the thing is, I think Thomas Covington, he needs a little more of full send in there. He, in, in Supercross, he hit the whoops and just grabbed the brakes before he got in there mm. and jumped through them. Just go McAdoo on it and go for it. In fact, if I was Bobby Hewitt, I'd be trying to find a way to get McAdoo on that bike. Yeah. I think Tom. I, big, I think Big Air Tom's got another year on his deal. He's got a two-year deal. Yeah. I'd be checking the fine print on that bad boy. Uh, I don't think contracts have ever stopped anybody in the industry before. I was going <laughs> to no. say, oh, yeah. Say, yeah, those yeah. Are, yeah, they got loopholes. And that's why Pipes is going to pay. <laughs> that's why Pipes is going to pay. Hey, He's we just listening. want to make sure that that team's existing. No, I think they're good. Yeah. They're dialed, bro. good, bro. They're We're dialed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're okay. ATP, dude. I hope so. I like that team. You guys, you guys got a good thing going on over there. It's, dude. Oh. When you get all three of you guys in the main like that, it's pretty badass. Me, seven deuce deuce, cheers. Seven deuce deuce won't be cherry picking the. Uh, yeah, that's some Yamaha bullshit money. there. I, I, I'm a big <laughs> deuce deuce fan, but come on, man. There was some bullshit going on there. I don't think there was. I really I, don't. I, I but don't dude, so. oh, it, it, I don't know. It might have got just those last couple of rounds. No. You just wanted to make you sure because dude, he got really good in Vegas. All of a sudden, I'm with you. It was a little sketchy, a little weird, it but I, really I don't think sketchy. there was anything going on there. I, I just because that was a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll it seems like you were going to say something. I mean, I think that he just uh, didn't put himself in a good position. I think, like, stuff was happening to him that was sort of, like, happening with Roxon and Wins. Like, anytime it was, like, starting to go his way, like, something just something freak happened. or something, weird something would happen. Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, he – dude, I've ridden with the dude. I've practiced with him. He's fast. Super fast. Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Shocking. He He's main event. Well, okay. Like, I get the stack no. field. I get the stack field not making the main event. But when you were looking at some of those dudes that were beating him and getting into mains, you're like, really, Deuce? Because you're better than these guys. Like, yeah. Dude, no I, offense I to those guys. Carlin Gardner, awesome rider. The Deuce Deuce should have him covered every week. Carlin Gardner stepped his he fucking did, game up this year. He Carlin, did, he did. Carlin was and legit. he rides that 450 yeah. Yeah. way was, better than he, he did good. on a 250. Like, there's been, there was, but I still think Adam should cover yeah. him. There was heat races where, like, I was like, okay, like, I'm riding all right, like, you know, six, seven. And then he's just in my ass. Wow. Not in. Sorry. No, like, I'm saying, like, on my ass, like. In my and, ass. No, wow. Oh, here Those we go. Just jamming and, right in and there. And pass me. <laughs> and literally just pass me and beat me. Hammering that ass. <laughs> oh. Just That's it. not what I meant, fuckers. I, I, I know. Hounded a ray. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. But I'm God. saying, like. McAdoo. He, Where's McAdoo when we need him? <laughs> he straight up, like, would just. Yeah. Like, I mean, he. He straight up beat me in a few of the heat races, and I'm like, I need to turn my shit around. You know, like, I mean, Carlin Gardner, he definitely turned it around this year. He was riding really good. Yeah. And, Ramming it. But, I mean, it, like, no, nothing against He's awesome. Uh, Ryan Brees also stepped up. But there's another guy that I really think Adam should have had covered. Yeah. And he was in there almost every week. Yeah. No, Adam was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, speaking of uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, 
Thanks to Max at uh, Fly. He sent me the infamous pair of painted sector boots. They look pretty damn good, yeah, that, dude. That they were upset at Adam for painting. Dude, those uh, are good. And, and Adam, uh, Max is like, I don't need these in my office. You can have them for the studio in case you were wondering what those were, Marks. Those were the infamous painted sectors. They look good. Yep. So they will now stay in the Pulp Mech Studios oh. forever. Hopefully, the Deuce Deuce will sign them next time he comes over. So, that's dude. Those things are kind of cool. <laughs> they were so mad when he painted. Really? Right? Cooksy? They weren't happy. Right. Well, because you can't sell them like that. And the first thing, as a rep, the first thing I go in, hey, can we get the red and white? I'm like, what red and white? We don't have red and white. And we look in the catalog. It's all white. You can't. Yeah. You got to. We. Yeah. No reason to promote it if we mm-hmm. can't sell it. Uh, how's the Formula Helmet doing out there in the world? Ooh, it's so good. Yeah, yes, so good. Yeah, they, they're selling. They're good, better than we expected. We well, can't keep them in. They, like, they cost a lot. They're not cheap, like any high-end helmet. So that, but that's good. They're selling though. Head safety is so important, and now that everyone's kind of understanding how a helmet works, what separates it from a hundred-dollar helmet, I it's hope, a lot easier. I hope they are, dude. I, I stood and worked that booth the whole day at Supercross, and people are coming around to a higher, higher-end helmet. They yep. understand. I mean, with the NFL and all the all the publicity around mm-hmm. concussions, yeah, it's it's a lot easier to sell. And plus, I mean, some of the helmets in that same market they're like seven, eight hundred dollars. It's lower end than the high end dollar, right? But you talk feature for feature, yeah. So it's doing it. so it's doing well. Yeah, crushing it, them. crushing yeah. it. What color is it doing? Uh, the black with the carbon look. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That's by far the really best. is it is, that, is that the one that you got? No, no. I have gray. Oh, uh, gotcha. That one's doing okay too. Yeah. And then the uh, the red and blue, and then the black and high vis. Any comments about visor placement? Nope. Visor placement's too high stock. Oh, what? Yeah, a little bit. It's too high. Yep. Thank what you. are you trying to go all like? like I just the, the old uh, the old Arai helmet just, where you just jam it together. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, no, man. I, first thing I do when I grab that visor is crank it all the way up. That's too high. It's too high. What? What are you gonna try to go parasailing? <laughs> no, that's not. Hey, you need to be aerodynamic, dude. No, man, you're going just, down Talladega. Put yep. that thing down a little bit. Yep. Uh, it's adjustable. Yeah. It no, can go yeah, down. Yeah, but when you adjust it, then you have that weird old gap right there. That's the only thing I don't like about the helmet. It's quiet. It's lightweight. It's protection. I like the chin bar being up for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. See, I totally disagree on the visor because the F2, I actually complained that it didn't go high enough because I, I just wanted to jack that thing up a little mm-hmm. higher. I don't know. I'm a tall. Right. I like the visor up guy. Okay. All right. Fantastic. What about when the sun's in your eyes? You don't want to like lower it a little bit to get the sun away from me? Not if I got to look dumb. Yeah. Uh Kinetic I mesh. ride slow enough. I can't look dumb. Twenty nine and a half kinetic mesh selling well. They yes, they beat at Daytona. Yep. Yes, Doing absolutely. Well. Yes, that's good. Thing is, is it hits here at a kind of a weird time. Uh, it's so hot. A lot of people put the bikes away. So it's like, do we bring it in or, really? or not? Yeah, people put bikes away. Yeah. Some people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they never get them out. Mark's dog. Bro, I'm trying. I'm trying. A lot of work from the Dune Goon. Dude, crash. I talked to his suspension I need, I need, guy. I need to go show Steve how to ride that track. I've been talking crap for like a year now. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. he's pretty fast. When he was on my 350, I was like, holy shit, Mark's dog can ride. For like, bust four, out a back for like flip 40 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Backflip. Yeah. You going to do a backflip? <laughs> you to do a backflip? Yeah, we'll see what we can find. Right, yeah. right, I feel it. confident about my backflip skills. So. If there was a mulch pile in the backyard and a ramp, would you do a backflip right now? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's confidence. Do you think? Yeah, you think you can pull everything? Like you learned everything? Like you, you remember yeah, I everything? Like, I feel like I still got it. Oh wow, Jesus! I mean, I was a yeah, na- I, mean, I was I a natural, how to surf so. in Hawaii, so I mean, it's kind of same thing. Yeah, 
How do we doubt him after he just pulled it last time? No, we can't. We can't. It was amazing. One of the top five moments in Papa Mech show history. Totally ruined the bit that you just nailed it, though. Yeah, exactly. We wanted him to die, and then he actually pulled it off. Well, not die, but have a good one and then maybe land it. If you can, like, somehow not die from the Doongoon crash, then you can pretty much do it. Yeah, you're pretty much like Gumby. Right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're you're fine. Yeah, Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Mark, you might have some issues, though. He's got some cardio these days. You're... If it's a long he, race, yeah, he's like yeah. geyser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not worried about the, the visor on the F2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh, if we're doing boy. stopwatch nationals, then I, all I need is oh, one lap. Dude, yeah, right? Yeah, you just need one. Yep, one you lap, have, baby. You might have Kiefer covered at that point. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm totally joking. Now. To- uh, well, yeah, dude, Kiefer's so, too soon. Too soon. Sorry. He's a vital guy. You know I love vital Vital threat thunder. No, bullshit. No, no, no. I love Kiefer. And, uh, dude, I'll tell you what. If they He's had one of those guys in that fucking throat. Yeah, motherfucker. Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> Maybe not. No. No, I, uh, dude, I've, I rode with Kiefer at uh, the track that closed down Comp Edge. He's so fast there. I, He's been faster dude, than me there before. Oh, wrote, yeah, yeah. Comp Edge and Sunrise? Dude, oh, bring dude, it. Yeah, bring if it. it was, yeah. If it was Comp Edge, he'd score points. I have He's no been faster than me a lot of a yeah. lot of days. Yeah, no, yeah. I rode yeah. with Carmichael out there. And, I mean, he wasn't Carmichael speed, but he's the fastest dude that I saw. I I, I swear he had Nick Way covered out there. He's good there. I mean, that's his. That's in his backyard. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Um. All right. Uh. Anything else? Good show. Fun show. Fun show. Yeah. Hey, do you, you don't Chipotle do future headlines anymore. Uh, we did. Oh, hey, yeah. we did sure. something in Hawaii. <laughs> what did we? What did we do? Oh, fuck, I forgot. I forgot what it was. Ooh. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I feel like I I said something. Yeah, I feel like you did too. God, what did I? I don't say? remember. Uh, no, we. You know what? We forgot the BTO Sports tweet it tweet it marks uh, segment. Let's let's do that. BTOSports.com. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com, uh, nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body or road race stuff or motocross stuff or mountain bike stuff or watercraft stuff or whatever it is. Uh, call there. Mention Pulpamex. Put Pulpamex in the notes section at BTOsports.com. When you check out, they will apply the discount for you afterwards. Uh, great guys down there. And like I said, any all of our suppliers from X-Brand to Michelin to Maximum to Filter to FMF to Guts to Get to OGO to W to ride engineering, to Vertex, to race tech, to BTO. Yeah, they, they all carry it. So it's fantastic. Hell yeah. I just ramble on. Got a little squirrely on that yeah, last one. I did. One. I did. Um, so, yeah, BTOsports.com. Uh, all right. These questions are submitted to at Papa Mech Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner there, Bo Soon, picks the best ones. Or does he pick the best names? He the picked, best names. He said ones, and he doesn't clarify what yeah, ones are. Yeah, right. there's a lot of debate with our listeners right now about Marks and his question picking abilities. Mm. So, I really don't care. Yep. Uh, this one's from the Meerkat. Mathis, what are we going to do different to qualify into the motos next weekend at Paula? And any advice from the great Tony Alessi on your management skills after Saturday? Um, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? That's all really Tony asked me. That was it right there. Um, we should be better because it's Paula. We know the track better. Um, but it, a- it's still going to be ripped up and watered and ruddy, though, which wasn't great for him at Hangtown. Um, I just... Like, I knew after that first practice that it was not going to be good. So I'm not going back to the truck and yelling at him and all that. I'm like, yeah. dude, you're. So, I was like, you're so many seconds off that you know that. You know how it is. You know you're not riding well. So for me to go back and be like, hey, dude, where can we find. Like, I'm like, what we need to do is cut the track everywhere to find the seconds that we needed. Hey, we cut the happen. track of Paula. Right. Hey, worked for but, D uh, back in the day. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, I, I, he'll be better. There's no semi this weekend, so less pressure, I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. I hope they do something about Paula with, like, the barricades, or, or not the barricades, but, like, the borders of the track They so people don't cut. Right. So. Hey, have they have they fixed getting in and out of there? Is that going to be nope. a bitch? They, uh, yeah, it's going to be a bitch. No, they told me that uh, Wygant told me he runs a series, of course. Uh, yeah. That uh, l- parking is going to be way up on a hill, and they're going to funnel everybody into that parking thing, and then you come down and pay to get in instead of paying when you got in. So, uh-huh. and he said there'll be another entrance for industry people, um, hard car people, or whatever. I think there's a different so. way to get there as well. I feel like there's like two separate. Yeah. I mean, it seems like people are confident, but we'll see, right? But people are yeah. confident that it'll be better, so. Yeah. From Doshier Creations Photography, what is the chanceability of a master cleaning vlog from Steve based in Corona? You can blur out the poop in editing. Um, a what? A vlog of you cleaning the shop. You can blur out oh, the poop. Oh, yeah, we're doing something. Oh. Racer X will be doing something or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're... we're we're doing something. So, I don't know. So, I don't know when or whatever. But uh, I, Amart told me today. Amart texted me today and said, "When's the shop cleaning?" And I said, "I don't know, but you should come with me." Went to a bunch of red, angry faces, <laughs> and then he said, "Maybe I will." That'd be great. <laughs> so, right. I know they're probably not going to actually take a shit, but what are the odds they actually like throw eggs down or something? Yeah, yeah, probably high. Yeah, I don't blame them. I, yeah. If I'm Marty, I would. For what you've done with Marty, you, he's got to do something, right? Yeah, I just have to take it. I think you guys should do double or nothing for outdoors. No one will take that bet. <laughs> yeah, that's Marty a, has a rib injury. Marty will be out eleven weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> from Corey Fritz, with the possibility of Marty retiring this year and AC going to four fifties, who does PC hire in their place for twenty twenty? Smith, McAdoo. Nah, I don't know. Um, Smith, yeah, Jordan, yeah. Oh. Do they have any amateurs coming? Hammerker's up? coming up. Okay. Yeah. So Forkner will be back. Hammaker will be back. March Banks probably up, but maybe back if he shows something this year. So they'll have one more spot. I could do. Yeah, maybe. Who else is kind of on the bubble that's not contracted? That's just it. You never Oldenburg. Yeah. Oldenburg can go Dude. fast, man. I, Dude, he yeah, can. Yeah. He, can. Yep. he kind of lost that this year. No, no he didn't have. No. He, won, he won two heat races. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. He he crashed pretty damn hard in the whoops at that one uh, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. He he, he came missed the race. Houston yeah. and Vegas ripping through those whoops, and those whoops were huge. Wow, he was, and it bit him. Ripping through the Vegas whoops too, and the Houston ones. Yep, yep, yep. And he's a team player. From Scott McElroy, Steve, since you stamped AC to four fifty next year, is it a bidding war for a gear deal, or does he stay with Fox? It's fascinating to think of because I know Adam has told me in the past about Alpine Stars. Yeah. They've always been there for him, and, and they they have stupid money that they could throw at him. Fox doesn't have stupid money. Fox has some guys. But I think he stays Fox. But I think A-Stars throws him a bunch of money. I feel like A-Star, too. I said Fox. Oh. I, I said like I a- feel like he stays Fox. Oh, well, I and feel you like said A-Star. I feel like A-Star, too. I feel like A-Star. Okay. I think he's going to go A-Star. Okay. All right. I mean, honestly, A-Star is spending so much money that they could just outbid Fox and AC would be like, cool. And so. they're making their big push in the United States now, so. Yeah. But they already have Tomac, right? So you know how gear companies like to have different brands? And Anderson. You know and what I mean? They like yeah. to have different guys and brands, yeah. you know? So maybe they go, hey, we have a green guy. He's Tomac. I don't know. A green guy. From the voice of the drunken people, Jody Weisel, Jason Anderson, and Josh Hill are in a burning building. 
What kind of sandwich are you making? Mm, probably salami. Huh. Yep. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Who do you save? Nobody. That's, I'm making a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, that's a dick move, but whatever. Like, I'm not a fan of any of those guys, so whatever. They And they don't like me, so it's cool. Whatever. <laughs> what I don't understand in this industry, it's so fucked in the pits. Like, like, there's so many fucking fake friends, right? There's so many people in the pits that you really don't like, but they're somewhat of power... They have some power in their job, so you just bro them down, even though they may have personally screwed you yeah. a, y- a couple years before. They may have personally fucked you over, but you there's still someone important, so you just bro them down anyways. Like, there's a lot of fake people in our pits. Mm. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't do that. I no. don't do that. I Shoot refuse to do that, dude. I just if if there's there's a guy right now that I was friends with for 15 years. He wrote me a shitty email last year that I would never write my friend. Like, I would, I don't care. Like, you and I are friends, and yeah. I don't care how bad you piss me off. I would tell you, hey, Alex, you're a dick for this, and we would work it out. Yeah. I um, would, I, or, or Ouija, or whoever. This guy sent me the shittiest email over something I really didn't do. And I just went, yeah, I'm done with you. 15 years of knowing this guy. Never talked to him since. Told him to fuck off, and I've never talked to him since. Because because friends don't do that. People don't do that. Like if you have a problem, you like a man, you call someone up. You don't send them a, a, a swear filled email calling them names. You yeah. call them up and be like, "Dude, I this is I'm this isn't cool." This is what you know? That's yeah. how that's how real people handle it. But in our industry, no, nah. you can just motherfuck somebody. But because you're someone somewhat important, it's okay. Yeah, they'll come back around. Yeah, just motherfuck them and and whatever. And and why can't I were making a joke? That that Yamaha money for this this rally this raffle thing, I could keep it probably not pay a dime to any of those privateers and just kind of drag it out, drag it out. Seven Deuce Deuce might be pissed at me for six months. The other guys would be like, whatever, because yeah. because I'm somewhat powerful in the media game. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, that's fucked up. He never sent me that money. In four months, no one would remember, and I'd be forty thousand dollars richer. That's how it could happen in the industry. Yeah, yeah, I've, seen, really I've seen stuff like that happen. It's just, yeah, it could happen. Gnarly. Yeah, you could fuck somebody over, but because you're somebody important, no problem. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I forget where we, how that started, but the sandwich. Oh yeah. So I'm not gonna be fake friends with those guys. I don't need to be fake friends. I'm yeah. love friends. Beat just it. Real. Just right. Be real. Right. No, but you you go sometimes. You go pretty far, and maybe. Yeah. Fuck it. How do I you. go far? What do you mean? I, the like the Johnson Eric Johnson comment. Yeah, I'm not saying that I was right. It was fucking stupid what he did. I, I don't know that I would have gone as far as you did. Just I don't know. Well, he's a coworker. He writes for Racer X. Although there, that's what I say. I probably would have kept that in house. Well, but that just makes me look bad. I hear because you because no, Dylan Ferrandis is now like, what the fuck? I don't disagree. Right. So I'm now I'm the one that goes to races every weekend. I'm the one that's facing Dylan Ferrandis, and I work for Racer X in a lot of guys' eyes. Pulp of X, Racer X, both, or whatever. And now I got to deal with this guy who thinks that Racer X wants Adam to win. To me, that's how I took it. And, and like, that's a douchebag comment, what he put in there. So I call it out, man. It wasn't just, like, a comment where you're like, eh. It's a pretty shitty thing to say. It was. To a monster athlete, by the way. Right before the biggest race of probably his life at that time. No, I, I don't yeah, so, I so, don't disagree. I just probably would have handled that one in-house. Yeah. Well. Sometimes I think you need to bring the douchebags to light. Fair Shine enough, the light hey. on them. Yeah. That way they learn. 
Well, I don't know if they ever learn, but yeah. in our industry, it's like, oh, he's a dude. Like me, if I kept the raffle money, Matt, this is a douchebag. But no one actually says anything to me, and everyone still bros me down, even though I kept. I literally stole forty thousand yeah. dollars from three guys. <laughs> I literally stole forty thousand dollars, but it's fine. Ah, Matt, this is a, he puts me on a privateer show, or ah, oh, he's gonna write shitty things about me, so I'm gonna bro him down. No, fuck me, I stole that money. Yeah. Now, now look at now, I'm talking like as if I stole that money. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be like, "Why the fuck do you steal there's that money?" A, there's no, a, like, there's a the threat fuck? right now. Vita, Matt, no, Matt steals, steals money. Steals Forty grand. <laughs> I sent the money. I swear to God, those guys all got it. But here's the thing: like, just, just, I just can't handle the fakeness. Just be fucking a, a decent human being. Treat people right. Do your best, and that's it. In our industry, it doesn't always happen like that, though. Authentic. So, yeah, dude. That's it, it, there's, man. there's not much, dude. I. I don't All know. I don't like have, everyone. Everyone's not going to like me, but you you got to be who you are. All you have is your integrity. All, it's all you have is your word, your integrity, the things you say, the things you do. So that's it. I don't understand why some people just get away with being douchebags all the time. I don't understand that just because of some position of power. Like, what the fuck, man? It does It does frustrate me that the people that do make some of these stupid decisions keep getting chances, and I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know either. I, I don't know either. Maybe they're lying nonstop, and, you know, their they, morals are low, and they're, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's like the, the people that they, they they just keep finding, like, companies that want to be a part of it and think they're in. And yeah. Just... Yeah. I don't know. So, anyways. Salami it is. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Sweet. Uh, from Joshua Anderson. Any changes to the 2020 Supercross schedule? JT said earlier Atlanta is too costly, for example. Yeah, I don't know. J- JT's been wrong on, on a few of these <laughs> predictions on the schedules and stuff. Like, Jerk off. Um, I don't see how they drop Atlanta. I know it's costly, and I know the security seems gnarly. And Dude, Atlanta's like a fucking staple. I would be very super shocked if they drop Atlanta. Yeah, me too. There's, But there'll be changes, for sure. Mm-hmm. I but, hope they go to Nashville again. I think they'll go to Nashville. That was a hit. They'll that was go. Sick. They got to go there yeah. again. Did they get it cheap? I don't know. Oh. No idea. I heard they don't pay anything for Oakland. Like nothing. Holy shit. Yeah. They, they shouldn't. Right. So are we, are we going to the new stadium next year? Uh, no. The year the Monster Cup. I think next year it'll be okay. it'll be ready, but not for the Supercross. Okay. Right. When's yes. it opening? Is that right? Well, I don't. I don't dude, the way in... it's looking, I don't know if it'll make Monster Cup. Oh, okay. But it'll be twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that thing's gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. From Abide Moto, Steve, how many pressure washers does a team like Geico bring for the races? One or two seems light for a five-rider team in the mud. No, they bring two. Maybe three. I don't know. We had two at Yamaha, but we didn't have that many guys. I think they maybe have three. I don't know. Good question. How do they decide who uses it first? Whoever gets there first, yeah. Whatever. So if you're on the podium, you're screwed. Yep. Um, But you can do, while you're doing that, you can do your filter, you can do your oil. You know, you can do all that kind of stuff. You can you can blow the mud off and do the clutch while you wait for your buddies. So In 10 there, minutes? There's, there's things, yeah. yeah. There's things you can do. Um, by the way, Karcher guys are still um, – there's still a code for Karcher to save with Paul Mech. So if you're in the mood for pressure washers, speaking of pressure washers, they don't pay us anything, but they asked us to kind of help out. And they did help our live shows, which is awesome. Uh, so the code at Karcher.com. Dude, that thing looked good. Is that That's a gas pressure washer, right? What is I think they have both. They have both. They have electric and gas. Yeah. Um, I can't find an electric one that will hold up for more than like six months. Dude, they had one at Lowe's. I'm going to have to get one of those. I'm going to use that code. Yeah, what is the code? I'm going to get one. I need one. I'm trying to find (laughs) it. I need one. Hurry up. Hurry up. I need it. Okay, it'll be in the archives. 
as soon as he See. finds it. Today, Junior. <laughs> Carter. Well, yeah. Carter. That's Dude, nice I like them because I want to. I actually want to hurt my kids with them, so they're so wow. powerful. Jesus. I don't know. I'm just trying. I've to been wanting to use here. that drop for some time now. And nice. I feel like that was the opportune moment. Way to go, Mark's dog. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very I, proud of myself. I posted on Instagram, and I had the little graphic made hey, up and everything. Mark's dog, what happened to voicemails? Why don't we do that anymore? <laughs> don't ask me, bro. That's another segment I like. Come on, Steve. Wait, no, I like voicemails, voicemails too. but we, I didn't do them Did today. they get out of hand? No, we went bicycling today, and then we got laid, and we got talking, and I forgot the voicemails. And then problem with voicemails is it, it, it's always at the end of the show. It's usually getting late. And then when we do start listening to them, Steve realizes that some of them are kind of dumb. So he's like, ah, whatever. Send me the file. I'll go through them. I'll pick you some good ones. He he has to go. He has to go through. And sometimes when he like picks them out and makes the file on the computer and stuff, I still like upload them to the pulp server and listen to them later because because really? I like them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, pulp MX. That's the code. I waited all that time. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, sweet. Karcher and uh, Pulpamex is the code to save with those guys. Yeah, so if you're in a mood for a pressure washer, gas, or, or electric one, Pulpamex is the code. That was quite the buildup for uh, something Yeah, all right. not that all great. Right. Next question. Poor Pookie. <laughs> uh, from Troy Benjen. Ray, if you could pick anyone to be your man friend, who would you choose and why? Jericho, bro. I would say Jericho, but, I mean, Troy obviously wants me to say him because he was a little bit of my man friend at oh. Indy. Okay. Indy. He helped me out on press day, which is, I, I thank him, but yeah. Uh, dude, I can't. Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. And if Johnny could talk. Oh, J-Bone? Yeah, J-Bone, my yeah. dog. Yeah, if he do- could talk, it'd be him. Dogs can't talk. I mean, he doesn't really even need to. I mean, he just needs to be there. I mean, he just needs to look at me. That look that he gives me is are, all I, I need, listen, bro. I love dogs. That's clear, but you're fucking freaking out. I'm a, I'm a fucking dog lover, bro. I, I get it, dude. So am I, but you're fucking creeping me out. Are you like Are you like the lady on YouTube that like leans down, you let him lick your mouth and stuff? No, 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 no. I'm not like that, no. I've put a potato chip in my mouth. The way you said that, I'm not. Rocky. Really? Take the other potato chip out. Oh, yeah. No. I'm disgusted with that. I'm not that gnarly. Okay. No, I let him get away with stuff though. Dude, when we, when we went riding at Milestone, J Bone was tied up, and then we come back from a moto, and he'd take his helmet off and go right to J Bone, like <laughs> like helmet off, and then right to J Bone. Yeah, like, I think he's right out there. there on the track, and like in the air, he's like, man, I wonder what J Bone's doing over there. Yeah, you think he's all right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I wonder if J Bone's all right. J Bone just chills though. J Bone chills. <laughs> yeah, he's chill. Yeah, he, well, knows, the, he yeah. knows the program. Yeah, yeah, he does. Dude, the first hour on the show, I thought you were talking about the J Bone. I'm like, what is this J Bone? What the hell? J Bone's my dog, bro. I, mean, I, th- I, don't, I thought you were maybe negotiating with JGR or something. Does J Bone know that there's another J Bone? I don't know. He needs to meet him. Okay, he needs to meet him. Right. He'll probably be Apollo. Right. J Boneception there. J Bone will be Apollo. J Bone. Let's get J Bone and J Bone and do a photo. Yeah, yeah, we should. J Bone will be Apollo. From mouthful of Chisholm. Better chance of winning a moto this season, Anderson or Barsha, and can either win an overall? Oh, Anderson by far. But Barsha will be good. But yeah, yeah, they can both win an overall. Yeah, yeah. Barsha's coming off a pretty good injury. Yeah, he's got two hurt. <sighs> Dude, I don't know. He's good at red, bud. Yeah. He does really good at red. Yeah, he's got to get healthy. His wrists are yeah. both but Dude, the way Anderson looked, definitely Anderson. From Tyson Jorgensen, for everyone, early 2020 silly season question. Where do guys like Dino, Seeley, Hill, Bogle, and others end up? And any word on JGR's plan? JGR is close with the title sponsor. Yeah, real yeah. close for next year. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, I could see him come back with 
with well, I think Dino stays where he's at. I think they put three guys under that truck. Um, and I think Savachi goes to Honda. I've been saying that for a long time. So then JGR could pick Sealy. They could pick Hill. They could pick Tickle. Tickle might be a guy when his suspension is lifted that could be a sleeper guy. He's fast. Yeah. He's not lost any speed, and he is right. fit as ever, right. I feel like. Because right. all, he, all he does yeah. remember, is remember, remember train, dude. Well, that's to say, you talked about Stewart, and he was just doing the Rocky and just waiting, and he's going to launch out of his suspension. I feel like Tickle's actually going to do that. That's what Tickle's going to do. Maybe I missed my mark on that. You did. You were, you're, just, you're, <laughs> you're a few suspension. years One suspension late. Cujo. He needed wins. Uh, yeah. Did you really say Hill to JGR? No. He could stay there. No, dude. No, no. I was told no. by some. No, no. Listen. Listen. I said to someone that shall go nameless at JGR that, look, there's zero chance Hill stays here. And they told me it's probably a 5% chance Hill stays there. The code. You just bought a pressure order? I'm about to. $96. Really? Yeah. Nice. I saved $17. Is it a gas nice. or electric? That's electric. Almost, that's almost on the same so level as my It's on gas. sale. It's on sale for $114, and it still took $17 off, so I'll get it for $96.90. Nice. Tap okay. that shit. So, I'm, I'm about to. Okay. Anyway, so, buying a cartridge live well, My pressure washer <laughs> took a shit the other day, so I got to <laughs> buy one. So assuming Hill's out, yeah. which I think it's 100%, where do, what does he do? Oh, I don't know. Make music. Yeah. With my boy Seven Deuce Deuce. Well, watch watch how little they pay attention to his music if he's not racing. I think he needs to know that. I I can't see anybody picking him up for any kind of decent ride. And he can't go back to 250s because he's... He didn't point out, but he was top 20. At least not for the salary that he's getting this year. Oh, hell no. Like, like give him a pay cut maybe and and then take him back. But, dude. It's so frustrating because he is so talented. I've heard Sealy's going to hang it up. I've heard Sealy might hang it up. So he's not interested in not. If he watches this week's replay, he might. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll see. I Bogle Bogle needs a home unless Bloss gets booted and then Bogle stays there and Bloss needs a ride. Um, Dino needs a ride, but I think Dino stays there. Savachi's got Honda, I believe. Brayton will stay where he is. Mookie's going to stay where he is. Freeze is going to stay where he is. Um, yeah. So AC... Alex, Alex Ray is going to ride. Alex Ray is going to ride Hep for 2020. If Pipes is, are, are you texting Pipes over there? Or what are we doing? I need to. It's 1044. It's too late. But I should nah, text he's up. Pipes. He's probably watching. T- he's probably watching football or something. Well, basketball. Listen, listen Pipes. Football. Basketball. <laughs> Next question. Some type of from Doctor Papa. Steve, in regards to headset life, does each team have a closed channel, or is it all radio communications that somebody with a radio receiver like the ones used? Um, no, yeah, closed, closed channels and all of that. Uh, but you, once in a while, you will get another team's radio communications on another channel. It's really weird. Um, that's happened a few times in my mechanic life where you're like, hey, Honda's on four. You know? <laughs> so that's happened, so that's happened a few times. Speaking of radios, I think it's time. The bikes are going so fast. I think the guys need some sort of one-way communication to let them know cautions, spotters. So like when Bubba Polly landed on the bike, the spotter could be yelling, hey, Bike down, don't jump. Bike, go go right. Coy, that's legal in outdoors, or it was legal in outdoors a few years ago. Yeah, they made that legal. Uh, and Coy Gibbs was all about it and wanted to do it just like NASCAR and everything else. And honestly, they couldn't. For one, it kind of jacked the riders up. For two, they really can't hear them. You can't hear them that good. I don't know if maybe the tech's improved since then. Yeah, it's then, gotten a lot better. But when they were trying them, you, with the bike, like you had to be right off the throttle to hear it. 
But if you're on the throttle, you couldn't hear shit. Yeah, dude, you can buy so, one just just at the regular shop that will. It's just fine. You can hear it. Okay. Uh, guys, guys in F1 cars can hear theirs. Yeah, I'm just telling you what Corey told me. I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah, I, I, I'm just telling you what Corey told me. But I'm, so if you're riding, and I'm not saying every other line, but just like caution in a couple situations, and you don't have to talk back. What do you think? I think yeah, yeah. I mean that that, that would help um, safety wise. Yeah, I think it would be good. All right, from El Pato. What? Especially if someone was down like on the landing of a jump, like blind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. From El Pato, with all the live shows for Supercross 2019 in the books, which live show was the best one? Marks is going to say the one he was at. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, Vegas. Did you see my chair? Yeah, the king was there. Um, I don't. Did you listen to him, Marks? I listened to a one, and one other one. How many uh, did you do? Four or five? Four. Well, Monster Cup 2018, but right. only four in twenty. But I was at that one too. Right. I so that one was good. Was it A2 with Villapoto? No, A1. That was good. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Don't fuck it up was his advertising campaign. Oh, that was good. Um, I think Vegas was just because Chad was there and it was really good. But I don't know. They were all fun. They were all fun for different reasons, man. I can't believe all the people supported it the way they did. Thank you. If you went to one of those, thank you very much. That was awesome. You actually paid money too. Well, Dude. you didn't pay money. Those well, things I are awesome. Yeah, I, I supported. True. You did. You did. You know, friend yeah. of the show. Yeah, they I were supported. fun. Yeah, they were fun. It was amazing that it, it worked out, and we're gonna do more next year, I think. And uh, thanks to Will Hahn and RV and Chad and Barry Karsten and Bradshaw, Davey Coombs. Uh, yeah, for all supporting Weege. us. Weege, yeah. Kiefer, yeah. Marks, JT. Yeah, you guys, dude. It, it, when you guys go live, it just goes next level. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. We have, a, yeah, we laugh a lot, man. It's a lot. Lot funnier. It really amps it up. All right, a couple more uh, from at JT Hughes. After Saturday's showing, where are we? Where are we on that hot tub? I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going on in the hot tub. I've dropped some hints. Nothing's happening. I, I don't know what's going on. It's probably not looking too good now. Well, I yeah. thought I thought maybe it was going to look good. Yeah, if Kiefer really performed, I was going to get this hot tub. I, I mean, Genova introduced me to a guy from Bullfrog in uh, Seattle, where they're from. And he told me he was a super important VIP guy, and that he's the guy that gave me my hot tub. So I said, okay, cool. Should I email the guy? And Janelle was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, all right. Roger that. He's going to get me my hot tub. You're just going to have to buy one he's outright. You're going to have to fly up there, buy it, and they're going to have to ship it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my hot tub. I don't fucking know. It's getting hot here in the summer, though, so my important... My, just going to have to put it in here. My level of concern is getting lower, but I do want one, and I thought I was getting one, and I don't know what's happening. Tony told me he's working on it. <laughs> Genova told me he's working on it, but nothing is happening. Nobody's working on anything. It's a bad sign that they pulled the semi. Yeah. Yeah, bad sign. From uh, at Nielsen Curtis, A-Ray Steve, is a good thing or a bad thing for your fame career? What percent would you put to the good and the bad? No press is bad press. What? What? No press <laughs> is bad press. Yeah. It's the opposite of saying all press is good press. I guess, yeah. All press is good press. He gives me good press and bad press with the cattywampus shit and the sketchiness. You bring that on yourself. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. You bring a lot of that on yourself. But, I mean, dude, he's... I guess it's full scent, right? He's put me up there. He's put me up there. So I've exposed you to the world. You have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, you know... Right. It's all good. Right. Now, listen, I'm not, again, with the fake friends. Like, I'm not going to be a fake friend. 
Yeah, bro. I mean, like, like I'm gonna say some shitty things about AC. Osborne's texting me. You've been like, what the fuck? Well, not Osborne would never swear, but he's like, why I mean, you? I've texted you before. Yeah. I said you're on your way to getting fucking blocked. Yeah, and, and Osborne, <laughs> and Osborne, is, Osborne, and AC, a couple of good friends of mine, have been like, you're on crack <laughs> for writing this, and I've been like, sorry, bro. Like that's how I see it, and if we're never friends again. Like Anderson was one time coming on the show and now he hates me. But sorry, like that's how I'm going to be. I'd yeah, rather yeah. just be that guy than a fake friend. Speaking of Anderson, I'm on yeah. the block list. Officially. You got blocked? I did. I I'm did. unblocked now. I'm not blocked anymore. Oh, man. Maybe he thought I was you. He said I was complaining about being blocked so much on um, inst- on my columns that he unblocked me. So. Yeah, I don't know why. I honestly, I thought about it. I was like, did I say anything? I'm actually really complimentary. I'm a big fan of that dude. I, I love his style, but I had no idea. I'm like, what the hell? Well, you must have said something. I don't know. I really oh. don't know. Okay. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to see him at Paul and be like, dude, why'd you block me? Right. I even hit Nick at Nick Evano. Wasn't he doing it for a little while? Apparently, yeah. he's not doing it anymore. No, he's not doing it. No. no, and yeah, nobody seemed to be able to tell and me And I why. called him out on people doing his social media, and he denied it, but meanwhile, Nick Evano was doing it. So, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I just That's silly for those guys to do it. I mean... I don't know. You want press, like you said. I block people, but they're probably they. <laughs> I would block somebody too, but do they? What they do to deserve it? Yeah, yeah, true. I think there's a difference between blocking they say fans that are being dickheads on purpose and blocking like media guys that are reporting on you. Exactly. Which is the difference there. Otherwise, I would make fun of A Ray for blocking people too. But if A Ray blocked like Steve or Cooksey or somebody else from a different company that he yeah. didn't like you know yeah and tell me who's a wiener yeah, <laughs> and, and you know that is the cool thing too about social media is you can block whoever you want you have your own platform so but it's a double-edged sword all right last one uh from brad cesaroni just finished the latest episode of red bull moto spy i've got to think this is the best show out there about mx they do a good job of telling a story and enjoy the audio they include from the podcast what are you guys thoughts i didn't watch the last one um, I don't think I've watched. Them I either. need to. Have you watched them all though? About other yeah. than the last one, yeah, yeah, they're, they're good. good. Yeah, they're good. Um, they do a good job. I think they've done a, a yeah a really good job with those things. Um, did you watch them? Yeah, they're yeah. good. Yeah. In fact, they've I've got I've actually really want to listen to Gypsy Tales after all, after hearing it, and then they use the he's not question. I was watching it to him. Like, Shit, that's me. They, yeah, they need to cut back on those jerkies that they put in there. If you ask me, yeah, this jerky got in there, so it's I, way too many. I'm gonna. Next year, I'm going to tell them, listen, if you don't put every single jerky that has a podcast in there, I'm out. Yeah. I feel like it devalues it a little bit. I don't. Mm. Yeah. Dude, Different opinions. Well, Who's on they, one, they, only the used, they only used the, like, uh, yeah. Gypsy Tales, you, and Daniel Blair. No, and, DMXS. Whiskey Throttle? Oh, well, or no? um, whiskey, I, I don't know. I think Whiskey it's Throttle, okay. I think they used. But podcasts these days, it's like articles do you want less articles you can still filter it the best no is i know write, like you're I, still the number one i, I know down. i know that but i'm just like how many people are going to put in these shows more me less everybody else say more stuff yeah yeah i guess so. right. i'm ready to see the one for uh hawaii with sipes oh yeah well that's Shit. a that's a different oh, story yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah i want to hear you yelling yeah Make more noise. The bigger they, the more noise you make, the bigger <laughs> they go. He did a nothing. He so, did a nothing. Right. God, All right. that was funny. Anything else? No, nope. big nope, island. That's, uh, that's BTOsports.com. Tweet Travis segment. As always, send questions to at Pulp Show, and uh, we'll try to answer them the next week, every week we can. Uh, uh, in the co-host seat next week is Chris Kiefer, so that should be fun. 
And the MCR guys might come up even too. That, that'll be a good time. Um, That's right. Footnick. Footnick? Yeah. I hope Footnick Ooh. comes up. Yeah, yeah Footnick needs to come up. Right, right. Uh, hey, Jordan, what's up, man? How are you? Jordan. Hello. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. You know, I just uh, thought I'd call in because uh, I heard about your little deal that you guys aren't going to have the uh, the rig out there at Paula. Yeah. With you and Kiefer. No, no rig. So, so you know how uh, Colin and I have uh, have our little uh, team going that we did the Supercross with. Well, we're going to do we're going to do Paula next weekend and we're going to do it with stank dog oh nice so he's going to ride under our pit and we just got that all dialed in and colin's been working on a bunch of different sponsors and stuff and we've got a little money raised for stank dog and and uh i heard that you guys aren't going to have a rig and i thought i don't know you guys are friends with stank dog do you want to maybe pit under our rig. Yeah, um, maybe. I don't know how MC because we're still riding the MCR bike, right, and all their sponsors and all of that shit. So um, I'll ask Kiefer about it and see what he says. I'll let you know. Um, yeah, I don't know what um, – I don't know what we're – yeah, I don't know if we can do that. I have no idea. It's up to them, right? It's up to them and their bike and everything. So, But I don't know. The situation right now is just a just a, um, a sprinter van. I believe right you wanna, so. Don't you want to check with the team manager on that one? Check, yeah, I'll check, with, I'll check with the real team manager. Okay. So a dog, a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, you are talking to the team manager, but uh, that's uh, it's above my pay grade. So um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that would work. To be honest, Jordan, I'm well, going you know, to ask. I thought it would be really interesting to bring it back around. You know, Moto Triple X has got a little involvement with the team. We got Cycle Gear on board and Skivvy, obviously. Right. And yep. uh, you know, used to be. Uh, a part of uh, the Moto Triple X thing, and I was, and uh, it would be kind of a, an interesting tie-in with uh, with old Snake Dog being over there. Well, Nick Way, top privateer, two thousand two Supercross Series Moto Triple X Yamaha, <laughs> tuned by me. Um, I mean, I'm still he couldn't have done it without you. He couldn't have. A Schweitzer uh, around Anaheim two that year in 02, Schweitzer said he was sending me my contract. I never did get it, Jordan. I know it's 2019, but maybe 17 years ago, you could send me my contract. Do we still owe you some money? What's going on here? No, you guys did owe me money forever. I got paid, though. I'm good now. But, yes, I was very upset for a while at Triple at X. Yes. Well, you know, I'm glad you got paid because I, I just took over the damn brand. And, uh, yeah. I am, now the, I am now the sole owner of Triple awesome. X. And, uh, you know, since I. Since I don't have a band anymore, you know, I got to focus on the brand and see what uh, see what we can rally here. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. I uh, hope it works out for you for sure, dude. Um, that, that's awesome. For those of us that grew up in the '90s, right. Moto Triple X was just—it's an icon, man. You don't want to see that go away. That's awesome. Bring it back. Yeah, so I'm kind of uh, I'm excited about it, and it's like a—it's definitely a new venture. Trying to figure out how to uh, how to market and get like some of the younger generation to. Uh, get a little bit familiar with the brand and stuff but you know i'm just gonna do my best to plug it away and uh see what we can pull off and try and get some already some told website sales and i already told whatever. you what to do i already told you what to do when you told me about this so what, what is that again refresh me call vegas k-dub get it back together dude get the band back together that'd he, be good i talked i talked to Kenny today but do you really think that's 
the best idea. Me and Kenny live together. You know, I like, know, I know, but you, he me can. Me and Kenny have known each other for over thirty years, and I could see. You know how how they say friends and business don't mix. Yeah, um, but dude, he could he could get some B two B going for you from somewhere from somebody. Dude, Kenny does make shit happen. Hey, trust me. Kenny's already been giving me uh, plenty of ideas. Oh, okay. Positive <laughs> and negative. So, <laughs> what kind of what kind of what what can we look for? What, I mean, obviously, you're helping out Stank Dog and Privateers. What else can we see? You know, I, it all depends on. Uh, you know, I mean, everything revolves around money, doesn't it? So, um, you know, I would love to think that we'll be able to uh, start hooking up some more riders and. You know, but everyone in today's times is looking to get paid, so it's kind of a difficult thing to try and, uh, you know, finagle the process a little bit and see who's interested in what and who's interested in kind of getting on board and going for the ride and seeing where things go. And but you know, right now, I mean, we're we're not we're obviously not a race team, although we are involved with the, uh, you know, with Colin. And, uh, you know, Colin's almost like the brand ambassador at this point, but, um, so are you, know, you gonna, got this, oh, any, any skivvy collab underwear with Moto triple X? You know, that's an idea. I haven't, I haven't thought about that one yet, but, uh, that's, that's definitely an idea. They've just kept their underwear kind of, you know, just one and two colors. So, uh, I'm not sure if they want to go into, uh, custom prints like that, but, um, you know, we are, uh, we are coming out with graphics, though, and uh, the graphics are, are looking pretty fucking tight. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And I would say the name of the graphic company that we're going with, but um, I think I'll wait until we have a solidified deal. But we've been doing a bunch of mock-ups, and I'm excited about getting that going again. And uh, who knows? I don't know. It's a brand-new journey here, and I've got – a shitload to learn, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, a tough business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, hey, man, thanks uh, thanks for calling. We've got to run. Uh, we're at the end here. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll ask Kiefer about that and see if there's a possibility for that. It'd be kind of fun. Colin's cool. So, um, you know, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be a yeah. bad idea to do that. So I'll, I'll ask him, Jordan. Awesome. And so I think it's, I think it's an awesome all-around tie-in if those guys, if you guys can – figure out how to work and yeah. you know, obviously tony knows us and, right so um you know, for the clothing mototriplex.com or where, where can people go yeah just go to uh, mototriplex.com and okay. actually how about this uh i'll offer up i'll offer up a 25 percent discount code type in the discount code scummy scummy okay cool scummy 25 percent off got it mototriplex.com Boom. Boom. There it is. Um, thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it, man. Talk soon. All right. All right. Let me know. Yep. See you, man. Tip. Uh, that's Jordan Burns, everybody. Ex of uh, Strung Out. Uh, yeah. Offering up a discount for our listeners. And that's a free plug. He didn't pay for that either. So, uh, Cooksey, before we go, did you want to talk about your little deal you got going on with your concussion, post-concussion stuff? Um, not really, but yeah, uh, I'll talk about it. You know, guys like Can Alex you talk about Ray. it in two minutes or less? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really quick. No, I... Uh, I did this thing. It's called transcranial magnetic stimulation, and what happens is if you have it, it looks confused already. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, you hit your head that? a whole bunch. There's the 
neural pathways in your brain that get damaged with time. Mm. You go in there, and basically what it does is it takes a magnet, electric charges it, and runs it through your brain and resets you. And, and kind of makes one of the things that people don't talk about with concussions is the lack of anger and emotional control. You find somebody who's had a head injury, you notice they always almost always have a quick temper. Yeah. It almost resets that. So, yeah, I went through it. It was great. Worked good for you? Yeah. Fucking amazing. So, how can people know more about it? Go to hprtc.com. That's hprtreatmentcenter.com. Uh, check it out. You got any questions? Hit me up on Instagram, uh, chriscooksy 61 and I'll answer any questions on it. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, you're a full believer. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, it was weird. It was, you know, I've had a lot of concussions, just doing dumb shit, different stuff, racing. And it was weird. Uh, about a, a year or two ago, shit just stopped working. Like, I, I stopped feeling joy like I used to. And it was just weird. And I knew something was up. Mm-hmm. And there's really no, nobody talks about that treatment. And nobody talks about doing anything. And I heard a, a UFC fighter talking about it. I was like, shit, that actually sounds like kind of what I'm going through. My wife had noticed it. I did the treatment, and she's like, oh, my God, you're like the guy that I married again. Really? Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah, which can help a lot of racers. There's a lot of racers out there. Dude, yeah. I've already yeah. talked to a lot, and I've kind of trying to, to help a lot of those guys. And, and I think part of the substance abuse issues that a lot of these dudes are having mm-hmm. is they're covering symptoms from concussions that doctors, they look at it, and they don't treat it as a mental health issue. They treat it as an injury issue. Mm-hmm. If your brain's not bleeding, go ahead. They don't worry right. about they, – they just don't know enough. Yep. All right. So, so, yeah, hit you up on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Or, yep. Or, or go to the website and check it out. So, good stuff. Uh, Kenny Roxon, AC, Hunter Lawrence, Christian Craig. Best interview tonight. Uh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to say Hunter Lawrence. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Marks? I would say, uh, I would say, you got to go Roxon. Come nah, on. I don't Roxon know. Roxon was good. I would say, yeah, maybe Roxon, just because it's been so long. Okay. Cooksey, did you listen? You didn't listen, did I you? did. I heard. Oh. I, did, I missed Lawrence, but I got Roxon. And dude, he's just good. Right. He's just not scared to put it out there. AC's always good, though, too. He's, first, a, bur- he's a burrito guy. First thing that comes to your mind. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. BTOsports.com. JT. Fly racing. JT. Race deck suspension and engines. Uh... JT. No, Ben LeMay. <laughs> Vortex Racing. Uh, Factory Yamaha. Roost MX. Uh, my dad has a A-Ray 62 hat from Roost MX. Why isn't your dad running your Monster Yamaha hats? Because I still got them all, baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Jake from Vortex. That's a cool dude. I know him. Yeah, dude, really he is dude. Yeah. freaking cool. Uh, X-Brand Goggles. Right here, baby. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Uh, KTM's Huskies, Jay Clark. Uh, EVS Sports. Socks. Mission Starcross 5. Ram it. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we ran it. Yeah. We rammed it with straight rhythm. Uh, Maxima USA. Uh, that sick-ass dogger helmet over there. Um, firepower batteries and chains. Um, I don't need a battery. Okay. Pro filter. Keep your hands clean. FMF. Fly Machine Factory. Atlas Neck Brace. Noof. Works Connection. Uh, starting Devices. OGO Power Sports. Seven Deuce Deuce's backpack that he fits fucking everything in. Really? Y'all, dude. He, <laughs> could, he could fit a dead body in that thing, I swear. <laughs> Get Data. 
Uh, Dan Truman's encouraging words. Guts racing. Seat covers. WUSA. Vintage bikes. Eagle grip. My ass is clean. LA Honda World. <laughs> Ridge lines, bro. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Get a fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> ride, en- ride engineering. Uh, my husky clamps. They were. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, intense bicycles. Dude. Fucking tasers. Just tasers, levos, electricity. Yeah. Ripping up Just, the road. We were ripping today. Oh. I wish my derailleur was, was good. I would have taken you to the other trail. You would have loved it. It would have been nice. Because if you like that one downhill... Yeah, that you thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. This one's got an even better one. Oh, man. It was like, it was like what the track builder hoped that the yeah the half, half pipe, pipe would have been. Yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it was just so. like three miles of half pipe right. on a bicycle, but it was right. sick. Uh, well, uh, before you box oh. that Yamaha up, are you going to put a firepower in there? No, I'm going to send him a firepower to put himself in. in you know how that has a balancer in it, right? What? So the lithium batteries. The reason yeah. they go bad with the balancer. Okay. So. You have to put it on the Yamaha charger, and it balances your battery because the lithium battery will get out of balance really easy. The firepower has it in the battery, so any charging system it automatically balances. Boom. That's badass. Yeah. So what does that have to do with shipping? The, uh, Nothing. I just okay. wanted to. Oh, okay. I just wanted to, just wanted yeah, to plug it because right. I work for them. Yeah. So. Firepower uh, has it been doing well? Chains and batteries for you? Like you've been yes. selling them? Yeah. Yeah. That brand. That, that's one of. Our, that's probably my favorite brand. Oh wow! Check you out. I will not be buying one. Um. Uh, Actually, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm shipping. I'm sorry, they don't make Kickstarters. The winner, the winner, the winner of the bike, the raffle gets it. I think it's going out this week, and then I'm going to ship them the FMF stuff, and I'm shipping them the firepower stuff that I have here. And Michelin's already got stuff to them, and everybody else. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, thank you Swisscore. Thank you Moser. Thank you Pookie. Uh, anyway, thank, thank you, you. Pookie for the Chipotle. Yep, it was good. Well, I'm I not sh- sweating anymore. I actually paid for that. She well, wouldn't got it, but I pay for it. Well, she wouldn't got it. Well, okay. thank you both. Okay, thanks. Thank you guys. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Always yeah. a good time. Good luck this weekend, Paula. I'm gonna see you there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're gonna, you're gonna let it let it go. Yeah. My, it. my mechanic. Uh, I don't know who I'm gonna choose yet. Either one of the guys from the team or J Bone. I don't know yet. Oh, okay. J Bone's gonna go to the mechanics area. Uh, yeah. 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 What about, how is he gonna hold a pit board with no paw with no thumb? We don't need pit board. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just needs his pit shirt. He's got one. He's got one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cooksey, Chris Cooksey from Fly Racing and Vital. Thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. Hope Thank you, you. it was all right. Um, Marks, wake up. I'm up. Thank you. You're Excite welcome. Bike. Bike. Excite Thank bike. you. Excite yes. Bike Life, yes. Exactly. It's, it's rough over here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Next week, we'll be back. Like I said, Chris Kiefer will be here to recap his uh, his two-round nationals and, uh, and much more, man. Uh, again, appreciate everybody stopping by. See you next week. Lipstick on your dipstick? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I meant... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.